done started the entire We done started. We got seven fucking minutes in. But we still got a few minutes of me being hilarious, and I think that's what really matters. Well, you know what? He could put that in there, but we all know Stevie's way too conceited to put that in there without him being in there. That's just you being selfish. All you can hear is an echo. All you can hear is an echo of Stevie. That's not enough. Yeah. Is that what you hear when I talk anyway? Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's usually yeah. a guitar to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, string, string, me, string. Every now and then a laugh. <laughs> it's just like his own laugh at his own bits into the mic. All I hear is wah, 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 Every fucking time. Welcome to the podcast. I am not singing the song again. I sung it already in George Bush's voice. We did do and it. then I went fucking getting a gangster with a different country voice. You got I know, sorry everyone, you missed the the, the, the things weren't set up correctly because <laughs> of both Stevie and Chris. <laughs> But I like how Andy accepts no responsibility. <laughs> I wasn't even here. <laughs> I was talking to Alari about I something. Andy's like, I don't even know what those things are. <laughs> all I know is this is a microphone like and I swipe trackers from all, Star Trek. All I know is you that those it. let you know there's oxygen on the planet. That's what those look like. Andy's <laughs> like, all I know is you handed me this mic and said, speak into it. That's all I know. But we did a few minutes of me and Stevie doing famous quotes. But in George Bush's voice, <laughs> making these really profound things sound stupid. Yeah, you missed it. Too bad. It was, oh, well. it was fucking. Yeah. Maybe great. another day you'll hear it. Burned it. Anyways, too late. Now. Let's get to the show. I can't believe we. This is the alcohol cast for the second time. We're your house to the left. I got. Let's start with the left. <laughs> Stevie August Burger Cheesy. <laughs> oh, but you won't ever know. That's deep I'm cut. Right there. Again. And then tell my It's not even a deep cut because no one. I know. Yeah, it's fucked It's up. basically that's hidden. So it's just a hidden. That's muscle. just a cut. <laughs> we done cut that material. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but okay. last week we hit you with a lot of current events. We were beating you over the head because we thought we were going to get to our Disney, but we didn't. So this week we're going to hit you over the head with entertainment. What do you get? Absolutely right. And like and like Chris alluded to, we are going to get to Beauty and the Beast. We're going to talk about that movie. I know that's what you want. We're going to give it to you. Uh-huh. But first, I want to talk about a show that has been highly anticipated for fucking ever. I was looking forward to it. A lot of people were. If anything, it's, it's been highly criticized. <laughs> yes, and I'm going to give you a non-spoiler review. <laughs> Ooh, really? But then we're going to get into it. Oh, but, yeah. all right. So, so, so we're talking about. I am talking, of course, about Marvel's Iron Fist. You didn't even train in martial arts, making dad and me so fucking pissed. How did Finn Jones even get the part? Someone done fucked up at Netflix. For me, I'm even more pissed off. For me, I'm even more pissed off. I felt like I was fucking tricked. Thought it was a porno that wasn't soft, but there was no chick nor iron fist. That's it. Uh, That's all I got. I loved it. I love that song. One of my favorites. (laughs) Top 10 easy. Uh, Really? What was the lyrics? Wah, 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 wah. (laughs) Iron Fist. Was that not good? Was it not good? (laughs) Dude, those are the best wah, wahs I've heard. (laughs) The tone. The tone of your wahs. Solid wah, wahs. (laughs) But um, anyways, uh, so here's my non-spoiler review. It's basically, I'm just going to give you a silly little metaphor. I gave this to Chris uh, the other night after game night was over. This is what I feel like 
Netflix Whoa, did. Well, from last week, people that listened, uh, did you say gay night or game night? <laughs> gay night, of Does course. Does it matter? Why are you being, <laughs> oh, why are you why being you a blonde chick? Well, I'm just, why are you being a blonde chick? I wasn't chick invited. I wasn't invited. Why are you being a blonde I wasn't invited. No, you're, I'm kind of upset. You were hella invited, but I you were so invited. No, I couldn't go. Yeah, me and Jack need to cuddle because I haven't spit in her mouth in a couple days. Uh, I was going to do a spit in the mouth joke. He got, he beat me. Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> spit me to it, dude. <laughs> okay, so, for... I feel like everyone should know this. I don't know if anyone doesn't. But Yeah, uh, Dak asked me to spit in her mouth. Sorry, you're yeah. right. <laughs> People should know this. It, it is known. Wait, wait. Oh, is that only known within the group chat? Well, now it's known on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, several people know now. Five, yeah, five At least a hundred. <laughs> so, uh, so, like the way that Marvel has created this huge shared universe in the movies, they started to do the same thing on Netflix with their TV shows. Yeah, the bigliest universe. Exactly. They started with Daredevil Season 1. Then they gave us Jessica Jones, Daredevil Season 2. Luke Cage, and most recently Iron Fist. The, the, the idea being that we're going to show you these characters, introduce you in their own stories, make you fall in love with them, give you these incredible fucking stories, and then we're going to put them all in the same fucking show. Like, we're going to get 13 episodes, 13 hours like of a show called The Defenders, where it's going to, f- these four characters that we've grown to fall in love with, the same way we fell in love with the Avengers characters. Uh, and it's like, wow, Avengers being as incredibly popular and beloved by critics and fans alike, like how can we lose? They're doing exactly what we reviewed last week that that project wasn't doing. It was one with the three female leads. Yes, yeah, uh, Gotham, Gotham City, City Sirens. 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 I got this, Adney. Gotham City Sirens. It's going <laughs> to be ahead. Poison Ivy, Catwoman, and Harley Quinn solo yeah. movie. Adney, continue with the thing. Don't interrupt him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like, we're DC. Like, we talked about how they jumped the gun. They went right to their team-ups a little bit, and they didn't really introduce all their characters so much so they had to shove in introductions to all their characters and, into one movie and Adam explained and, this to me and he kept saying like shove in and he kept using these <laughs> words and I was like what website is this adult like porno like I was looking couldn't find anything and then I found out it's a white guy and there's no I would have been fine with him getting iron fisted but they, I didn't see anything like that uh, so here's the thing Daredevil amazing Jessica Jones still my favorite of the Netflix shows Jessica Jones and then Luke Cage, also fucking fantastic. I'm glad but, you like Jeff Burke's uh, list. Yeah, uh, Jeff Burke's list. I'm, I'm very my list. My list is very similar to his list. It's not nice. the same, but it's very similar. Um, anyways, uh, what it feels like what they did was Marvel's like gave them the idea. Like, here's the pitch: what we want you to do with with these uh, characters, and then the team up show. And they gave them this giant ball of clay, and they said, oh. "Here's what we're gonna give you to work with." And Netflix was like. You fucking got it. We're the best. They took a big piece of clay. Bitch, I fucking did five years of ceramics. I know what the fuck's, <laughs> I know what the fuck's they going molded, on. They molded Daredevil. This was their first thing they made, a statue. And this is what Daredevil is. And they said, all right, here, check it out. Everyone swooned. They love it. This is the this is the greatest piece of fucking sculpture I've seen since fucking <laughs> since Ghost. And his little dick. Like this is amazing. This is the best thing I've seen since Ghost. Patrick Swayze's in that fucking Daredevil. They fucking. didn't make anything good at ceramics. It was just a stupid scene. Well, there was sex involved. So no fuck ghosting. You. <laughs> Can you tell him no ghosting? No ghosting allowed. Oh my bad. I'll, I'll stop the ceiling. One rule. Three. One rule only. <laughs> and we're gonna add it to our list too. No ghosting. No ghosting. All right, sorry. No even, the ceiling. Not, I won't the ceiling not anymore. Even, not even the hilarious. <laughs> The hilarious guy on guy ghosting. <laughs> that'd be fucking, no ghosting. That'd be funny if somebody redid that scene and put Vasile Lomachenko behind her. <laughs> <laughs> behind Nicholas Walters. <laughs> Making the clay. Yeah, we gotta do it. Anyways, so. No glass. Because <laughs> you got a glass. <laughs> yeah. we ceramics were, jokes. We were doing a community Dak would have laughed at that. All our ceramics fans. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 
<laughs> you got a lot of listeners. You're trying to make it as narrow as fucking possible. <laughs> but um, uh, anyways, that was a community bit that me and Chris were doing. But um, anyways, no ghosting that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they did this incredible sculpture that is Daredevil. We all loved it. I'm like, please give us more. Like, wait, no, give us a second. We got another piece of clay from the fucking mold, and they sculpted Jessica Jones, and we said that's perfect art. That is how you make a fucking TV show. That's how you make a show about That's how you make heroes. a woman. <laughs> that is how you make an interesting female character without oh. just doing the... Because uh, a lot of people, when they say, oh, we have a badass female character in our movie, they just make her a tomboy. They basically tell Michelle Rodriguez to wear pants and say, hey, be a dick. <laughs> be, be, be a dick. <laughs> be really Grow mean. a dick. <laughs> exactly. They say, act like a boy. It's like, that's what makes a good female character is make her a tomboy. So... Basically, Make her a pilot and like go to this alien planet, right? Yeah, that's what they <laughs> said. Fly away. Like a lot like, of <laughs> a lot of movies and television, their version of an interesting or badass female character is just to make them act like a man, yeah. which is like super sexist and hilarious. Whoa, whoa, which is super accurate, you mean? <laughs> super accurate, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> I'll edit that first one out. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. But uh, Jessica Jones is just—it's it, basically like a noir story, but all the typical male characters are just female. It's just, anyways, but they made that and it was like, you, you guys are fucking killing it, Netflix. Please give us another one. He's like, hold on, before we give you a brand new character, we're going to take a little bit of clay and we're going to throw it on top of our Daredevil statue. It's like, you're going to fuck it up. No, we're not. And they didn't. They added so much more and it was so much cooler. We're still, we still love that original piece they gave us. Then they said, all right, now here's a new one. Grab some more clay and they made Luke Cage, which is this profoundly interesting story and they actually had something very... Did they die to die the clay? Because <laughs> if he's, they're making out of white clay, of I don't like that. And they told they're the racist ones making white clay, taking white clay and making a black character. You they know, told you a very important the story. Destroying your analogy that was very important for the times. That if it's it's been an important, a timely conversation for fucking centuries now. But they did a real. It is awesome, and we all loved it. Still, I like Method Man so. Yeah. <laughs> but then like okay wow Netflix you, you've just did amazing three amazing sculptures we're almost there we're gonna give you a whole new mound of clay for the team up but before that you have to introduce one more character so where's our Iron Fist and then Netflix looked down at their mold of clay that they were given and realized there was only crumbs left <laughs> and they said ah oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you I'll give you something uh, it's if we not... take a finger from him and a hair piece from her like they're just yeah that's a, yeah, no sorry right. they're already molded they're already you can't so, they you can't take the clay. They're no more clay anymore. They're dry. It's dry. The creation is created. You can't break off the handle of the cup. Sorry, this is what you got. They tried though. Like they tried to like give references <laughs> to the others and be like, remember those other shows we did were really cool. They were great. You should probably like this. Don't show. look here. Can you like? Can you like this show? And so it just seemed like this. Like you got gave us three great sculptures and then one that was half-assed because he didn't have enough materials to do it. Oh, that's, that's what good. the show feels like. And although it's a disappoint, it's a disappointment, plain and simple. That's the non-spoiler version of it. <laughs> okay, there's no spoilers in there. Spoiler. <laughs> it's a white guy trying to do karate after three hours of doing karate. <laughs> That's it. Oh, All so right, it, turn the cameras on. I got it. So it's Stevie <laughs> doing karate. What, no, bitch, I've trained like 20 hours of karate. You want to fucking martial art with me on the ground right now? Stevie's, we had, <laughs> I think Stevie's had more fight training than Finn Jones got to play this role. That's oh. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Matter of fact, I trained Finn Jones. I don't know where he fucked up. I showed him the right moves. Oh, yeah. Okay, Steven Seagal. <laughs> I've, been working, I've been working with Finn Jones for like 35 years. <laughs> I've been working with Iron Fist for like. 
Okay, so that's and that's um. So you brought that up, so I'm gonna hit that first. The whole uh, what Steven Seagal did the, he? Yeah, the martial arts thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. they're gonna say he guessed about the shitty, the the shitty white dude Seagal was the good only arts. good part about Iron Fist because <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't in it, and that was the only good decision they made. That's a point. The only good thing about this movie is that Steven Seagal is in it. We should start using that. What's the barometer? What's about the movie that Steven Seagal wasn't in it? What Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. There was no Seagal and the Huge movie points. held up, <laughs> held up. But uh, okay, so we alluded to this. But uh, Finn Jones, the actor who portrays uh, Danny Rand, the main character of Iron Fist, he got three weeks of weightlifting and martial arts training. Three weeks, three fucking weeks. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ had more training than that. <laughs> and look what happened to him. Sorry, I didn't mean to, didn't mean to steal your punch sign right there. Yeah, no, but I mean, he, look what happened to him. Yeah, he was able to carry across a couple miles. Like, that's a gangster move, dude. That's like a montage. Like, that's like a Rocky movie. The music was playing in the background. Jesus was carrying the cross. And to be, and, and like, then it got sad. Finn Jones, we don't talk about that Finn Jones had a similar, like, swimmer body, not a martial swimmer artist body. body. Swimmer body. He didn't Jesus. look like... like you look like because they they show him without a shirt on a lot, and it's like this kid looks like he he's on the swim team. It doesn't look like he knows how to fight. <laughs> yeah, he's like Stanford rapist. <laughs> exactly, he looks like a Stanford rapist. He doesn't yeah. he like he knows he, martial arts, so he can actually like, get the girl. Oh, <laughs> and it's like okay, so all right, I'll forgive you not looking like the way that uh, Charlie Cox, the guy who plays Matt Murdock, Daredevil. He looks fucking ripped and shit. And it's like, I forgive you for not looking like that guy. I understand. Well, if you're blind, you got to have abs, homeboy. I'm telling like, you right now. You, like, he gets a lot of sympathy, Poon. Like, he gets more pussy than any other comic book character. But we're not going to get into that. What we're going to get believe, into... I don't believe in looks. They don't matter. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you can't see. No, no, no. It's not about that. Ass, it's not about that. It's not about the fact that I can't see you. You can feel feels your wrist, though. <laughs> I know you're not fat because I can wrap my fingers around it like Ray so, Charles. Um, <laughs> That's how Ray Charles used to whole, measure right? fat women, yeah. So the whole thing about uh, the character of Danny Rand is he... He basically like it's it's very mystical and he gets like mystical powers basically and he uses his chi to like oh do a lot God. of martial Wait, arts. Wait, he has chi? Yes, it's a big part of the like, show. No, 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 no. He has he has chi. You have to harness your chi in order to perform these this kind of martial arts. And he also there's this. So I, okay, so if you want to go with like maybe it's the, pronounced chi. He doesn't need <laughs> he doesn't need to be super ripped because of the fucking mystical because bullshit. Of chi? I'll <laughs> buy that for a fucking half like whatever. But the fact that he doesn't look good in any of the fight scenes because he only had three weeks of martial arts it's training. Crazy. He didn't know how to throw a punch until three weeks before the actual filming. And when it came time to do a fight scene, he basically got the choreography a half an hour before the film started. So he had like 30 minutes to learn the choreography. This is the problem with American confidence, all right? <laughs> like the fact that he was like, oh, I got it. Like one, like, dude, that's so dumb. Nobody learns, unless you're fucking goddamn Daniel Day-Lewis, you're not going to learn the fight scene that quick. I'm and sorry. Daniel Day-Lewis would spend three years of his, of his yeah, life yeah, yeah. learning yeah. how to fight. Because he did that. He would when literally he was, be like, no, I'm not doing that he role. He literally Unless did you it. give me this amount yeah, of time. In the boxing he, movie, right? Yeah, in the movie The Boxer, he trained for over a year to learn how to box to portray the character. And even the trainer was like, if Daniel Day-Lewis wanted to, he could become a professional boxer. Huh? Hashtag Idris Elba is a kickboxer. Hashtag woke. want to fight. Hashtag straight woke. Boom. Straight, do straight woke. Do straight woke. Both of them. Daniel Day Eldris. Eldris Elba. <laughs> Daniel Day Elba. So did uh, Robert De Niro. It's like the same basic thing. It's like when, when like, and uh, fucking Michael B. Jordan when he did Creed. Like these people spent over a year 
not only doing the training, but also doing the choreography with it. So everything was looked a lot more natural and it was comfortable with them. And their movements looked like they were just breathing. Like how, this is this was second nature to them. Sorry, how long did um, Usher Raymond train for? That's what um, I'm... Probably as long as stupid-ass Finn Jones. <laughs> That's why they both look like shit. Like, that's Whose decision thing. was it? To, Usher to, Raymond! I added gets off on a tangent. Why, I want to know like Usher what Raymond. the catalyst was to making them do it so soon. Why not? Why not just wait a little bit, let them get some training? American like, confidence. I, think, I told no, you that. I think I think it is like kind of the clay thing, where it's like they spent so much time and money on the other three shows, and since they were just all three fucking hits, they were like, well, we don't have to spend as much money and time on the fourth one, they could just kind of get it over with because people want the Defenders. They know we're going to do the Defenders, the team-up show. They did a DC moment. That's like DC moment. They know we're going to do this. They know it's coming. So whatever, we'll just throw this fourth one out just to introduce the character so people know who Danny Rand is and we can really get to the Defenders. And here's the thing. Like the same week that uh, Iron Fist aired on Netflix, they finished filming the Defenders. Oh, so that kind of oh. that kind of shows you where their fucking heads yeah, were at. Like yeah. they were focused on the defenders. Where's your, your head at? <laughs> so like you have a martial. It's a show about martial arts. Your main character is I a he's a superhero. <laughs> I love martial arts, and there's no way I'm gonna watch it listen. because his primary attribute is cheap. Listen, listen, get the fuck <laughs> out of here! <laughs> funny thing. His name, listen, his name is martial arts, right? <laughs> oh my god, that's his name. That's how <laughs> shitty they like plan this out. It's like that's how weak it was. So, We're gonna name him martial arts. So you already know he's not. He's not to yeah. fuck with. Might as well name him. Bruce Bruce Lee. Lee. We named him Wu Tang Clan because he ain't nothing to fuck with. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? So like even martial arts show where your main character, the reason why he's a superhero is because he's a, a incredible. Apparently the best martial artist in the world. Oh, okay. like in the comics, he's like the best martial artist in Marvel, which is stupid. But really? He the character wow. of Iron Fist was actually inspired by Bruce Lee. And like his costume See, in the I comics was inspired that. by Bruce Lee. You know that. Bruce Lee's Adam famous. Is totally yeah. wrong. No, it's Chuck Norris is who we're inspired by. <laughs> That's why he's a white guy with a his famous you know yellow jumpsuit mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the costume is basically like you switch the colors around and you know. What what what's his name again? His, uh, his superhero name. Iron Fist. Oh that oh but my the bad. name is Danny Rand. His real name is Danny. Rand. Rand. Right. So like his whole thing is like his Wu Tang name is. <laughs> you brought it up. Okay. I have to look it up. Um. He lost. It says, Oh, baby, do you like it raw? What? Join the wrong website. You're on the wrong website. Oh, no, 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 sorry. Oh, Iron Fist. It's <laughs> somebody <laughs> typed in. <laughs> Don't type in Iron Fist. My bad. I did, I, Ooh, baby, I did do you like type it? in Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah it says, Do Danny Rand. Oh, okay. It went to a porno. Oh, Ooh, Iron, baby, Fist do you like is, it raw? Iron Fist is Scratch an Assassin. No, uh, I don't want an assassin in his name. That sounds like the whitest rapper Scratch name. Scratch an assassin. Yo, yo, yo. Well, this one's kind of cool. Uh, Danny Rand, from this day forward, you will be known as Arrogant Commander. He's arrogant as shit in this show. Let me tell you something. That works perfectly. There you go. <laughs> I, was gonna, I, was, I was trying to say this earlier, but what ha- in the very first fucking episode of this goddamn show... <laughs> He what runs, did I say about shut the, the fuck mics. up? <laughs> he runs into he runs into this woman, right? Who's sorry? I'm sorry. <laughs> Goddamn! Listen, like she she fucking owns and operates a dojo. She trains people in martial arts and sword fighting. Is she a white girl? Or? No, she's Asian. They're good. I'm glad. Well, right on. Yeah. yeah. At least and, they got one thing right. Yeah. <laughs> dojo. It's also a bakery. <laughs> <laughs> Every girl has to own a bakery yeah. in the movie. But uh, he Play shows up word. to her dojo, and he's just the most arrogant, fucking condescending piece of John shit Snow? ever. 
He's the Jon Snow in the... Remember when Jon Snow's like, I'm better than everybody else. You're better than no one. Sort of thing. He's he's kind of like that throughout oh, sorry, the show. sorry. It's a Game of Thrones reference. I'm not sure if you get it because you're looking at me weird. He is, he is pretty arrogant, but he, isn't, he, he acts... He just talks down to her. For an entire scene, he talks down to this master at a dojo... He talks down to her on how to be a martial artist. Yeah, but artist. she doesn't have chi, so she obviously has no Dude, idea what she's doing. he talks about chi. He fucking <laughs> talks about using your chi. He and fucking your... mansplained this woman? <laughs> Man, he's gonna mansplain a white blonde dude mansplains to an Asian leader of a dojo about like, martial arts. I'm not all. I don't like mansplaining. I don't like. Thing, he does it so. Like I was saying, he does it so condescendingly and so like. Well, let me look. Listen. Child, let me teach. And then it's like it just takes you out of the show. You immediately hate him. It's like I mean, you're supposed to make me like this guy. I'm supposed to be rooting for him, and you never start rooting for him. He's gonna talk to Mulan like that. Abby, <laughs> 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 that's why Abby was gone out there. <laughs> Fuck Don't this show. Dare you. I gotta power through it just because I want to watch the Defenders. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's so. Anyways, oh, God, it's funny. I'm show. sorry. I keep making I'm jokes. Way it's off. fun. Uh, so. uh he the disrespects f- the Asian dojo but like lady. that's that's early on but like the premise of the show is that a super rich kid he's fucking 10 years old right so 10 years of his life he was born to arguably the richest family in New York uh, who's best and like he, they own a company so the Rockefeller <laughs> kind of like like in like the main company uh, um, fucking the Rand Corporation is also like partly owned by uh Danny Rand's like Danny Rand's father owns most of it, but his best friend owns also a huge part of it, and so he kind of sees that as his uncle. Um, and uh, and he has two kids himself, uh, Joy and Ward, and they're like, oh, these are like my family. These are like my brother and my sister. I fucking love them, even though Ward's a fucking yeah, family. Kind of best a, friends do that. Ward, Ward's older and he's kind of a bully to Danny, but he's still like, you're like my brother, and like Joy, you're like my sister. That's they're, what all the brothers they're are. Fucking, they're bullies. So yeah, that's perfect. They're oh. fucking inseparable and. Uh, their father' name is Harold. The name is Harold Meacham, and uh, I forgot Danny's fucking dad's name. The characters are really hard to remember because they're just so forgettable. Yeah, they're there's not nothing really compelling yeah. about these characters. But huh, it's the, the first time Adney's never met, not remembered. <laughs> <laughs> they're so fucking forgettable. I mean, that's that's saying something. Yeah, if dad doesn't remember your fucking name, bitch. You do not exist. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> so um, the beginning of the show is he's ten years old and his family. Uh, Danny, I mean, his family takes him on a trip. They're going like to China. It's like you're not really told at the beginning, like why why are they going to China? Why are you taking your family on a vacation to China? To figure out how to places? build the Great Wall <laughs> on this side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have the money. Trump Tower. <laughs> it's Trump's son. He's taking Trump Jr. over there. Listen, this is the greatest wall. We're gonna build the biggest, the greatest of walls. The next on best this side. thing, probably. But uh, so it's just. It's just the three of them, right? It's the three members of the family, Danny, his two parents, and the pilots. And they're flying over the Himalayas. Clearly someone's a favorite child. This is mm-hmm. bullshit. <laughs> he, well, he's the only child of them. Oh, my bad. The only, like, like, because oh, the other two yeah, kids are not bad. blood related. Right. So they crash in the Himalayas. Parents are dead. And he's trying, he's like, oh my God, I'm going to die. But he gets saved by monks. They take him to this place called Chun Lun. And there he, they basically mm-hmm. adopt him. He learns martial arts there. He, and then he, in this it's a fictitious place. It's ba- it's very mystical. It's basically, they allude to the fact that it's in heaven. I know. Whoa, whoa the Chinese aren't allowed in heaven. <laughs> well, in the Chinese get, heaven, they are. The Chinese only get they are? chi if it's above Earth. So he has to be at least in the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the logic we're thinking. That's the logic we're using in the show. You have the chi, but if there's no I, that's an E. It's Chevin. It's Chevin <laughs> is what it is. So uh, they shorten it. In this, so the 
in Chunlun, all these these are all warrior monks. They dedicate their life to this place and keeping it safe, and they protect it from this organization called the Hand. And they have this very like the most honorable. <laughs> the Hand is actually a criminal organization that was introduced in Daredevil, and in Daredevil they were badass and scary. And you're like, there's this fucking ninja dude who beats the fuck out of Daredevil, almost kills him. And there's like this there's this old woman who's like the leader, and she's very mysterious. You barely ever see her. She's like in. Like, you just see, like, quick little things of her. You mostly hear her voice. And they make it very creepy in Daredevil. In this show, they fuck it all up. So it's almost like um, in uh, Captain America, it's fucking um, Hydra. Is it almost like that sort of thing? Yeah. It's like an Asian Hydra. So it's like the Japanese. The Japanese are the hand. And then the Nazis are Hydra. And they're going to form together to yeah. try to take over the world. To create the Stevie's great Dale and Just like in World War II. I know comic books, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so... And like they have like this thing. It's called the Iron Fist. It's basically... It's a title and it's an ability. They, they, they basically... The monks pick someone. They Wait, feel... it's the Iron Fist. Iron... <laughs> she said... You're trying. It is not... The Iron... They're not Japanese. You're going towards the Japanese. It's all Asia. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Fist, <laughs> come here, you little white boy. Danny Rand. So they they pick the like the most noble, the most talented, the best warrior who's worthy of that title, and they tell him to go through this trial. And when no they go, way are they picking the fucking rich white finish. kid? Let me finish. Uh. They that's how they pick. Who that's how we get our money. <laughs> so <laughs> when you do when you accomplish this, you get the ability of the Iron Fist, where you focus your chi and into your fist, and you can basically punch through steel walls and shit like that. Okay. I do the same that's thing when I do the squirting technique. That's what the Iron Fist superpowers are: is the Iron Fist ability. Also, you can do other things with it. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> oh, I tried to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have the Iron Fingers, and I'll show you guys. You gotta focus your chi. <laughs> so on that P. <laughs> Danny Rand isn't anointed the Iron Fist. He wants it. He's because throughout the show he bitches and moans and complains about being the outsider, and he bitches to his best friend about being the outsider. Meanwhile, his best friend is played by a British actor who I think is Pakistani or Indian descent. So he's mm. a brown dude with a British accent in Chun Lun, which is full of Chinese <laughs> people. So that dude's an outsider too. And I don't know why you're bitching to your brown friend about being the outsider. <laughs> the most outsider. Like, yeah. you shit? But he never acts, he never complains. I was born in Israel. Israel. <laughs> I was an outsider, daddy. <laughs> why are you out playing a little bitch? <laughs> we never get oh, that. I the Iron Fist. <laughs> I was born in Israel. <laughs> he, but it's part thing. Jewish. <laughs> That's why, like, how could you not at least cast that dude as an Asian actor so that when Danny says he's an outsider, mm. it's more believable. And his best friend would be the one guy, like he's like his only friend in Chun Lun. He's like, I I'm agree. the one who accepted you. And in the story, it's his friend wants to be the Iron Fist. He's trying to earn it. He spent his whole life trying to earn it. Whereas Danny, he actually steals it. He goes to the trial area. It's a cave thing. He takes it. He passes the test. He learns the Iron Fist ability, but he only learns how to punch. He doesn't learn the other abilities of the Iron Fist. He just learns that, and then he fucks off back to New York. <laughs> this show is literally about a rich white dude going to another country and literally stealing their culture. <laughs> and coming oh, back to it's New culture York. appropriation, it's a good thing. It's, it's, a, it's literally stealing it because they took it. He took it without earning it. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was back. like a physical thing that you could take. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah, culture is a physical thing <laughs> that you can fucking take. He basically dreadlocks. <laughs> like, like none of the none of the fucking monks know he's doing this. He wasn't anointed. 
granted, oh, we've decided you to, because right. it's only one per generation. Something you earn. Oh, and wow. he just goes and goes. <laughs> Some guy goes out of the gate. He's like, what the fuck? What's going on? <laughs> What's the fucking <laughs> What's I have this? It's practiced my whole life. His best friend alarmed with his best friend did that. And now his best friend's his enemy, right? Because he earned that. They don't do that. Danny Rand stole it. That should have done it. Like, listen. Turn his best friend against him. So he, it's a basically a cave, and you fucking talk to a dragon. <laughs> you pass this trial, and you get the ability. Oh wow! Well, so the dragon got schooled. The dragon got the straight no, played. No, the dragon was bored. The first person to come in, he's like, "All right, you can have it. Take you want. He doesn't see color. Hey, you want to go flying around? I'll get you on my back. He's like, he's all excited. He's the snow cone guy from fucking Monsters Inc. He's so excited to like have somebody there. I get to talk to somebody. So and he comes back, and then like. Later on, his best it's friend. <laughs> later on, his best friend comes to New York, like, and he tell, like, and they're like, "Danny, you fucking stole that. That wasn't yours. I worked my whole life for that. We all worked for it. You were supposed to be given." And oh, you so like it. a bunch of them came, not just, no, no, just, just oh. but a bunch of mixed because it's like British and <laughs> Filipino. And, and that's made me so mad because they could have done something really interesting. Where so Danny Rand. He only knows how to do the fucking punchy fist thing. <laughs> that's, that's what they should have named what, it. What it can also <laughs> do is punchy fist. What it can also do is you can use the same powers to heal people. If somebody's on the verge of death, you can use that same power and heal them completely. That could have been a big story arc. But Just what they, Jesus swimmer body? <laughs> what I wanted, what I, what they could have done was because Danny Rand was full of anger. The reason why he went to get the Iron Fist because he was sick of being the outsider. He wanted to be known as the best. He wanted to be accepted. And he went there out of anger. And because all he has is anger, you could have said that's why he only knows how to do the fist. He didn't get all the powers he could have gotten because he just sees himself as a weapon. So he only turns himself into a weapon. He's not humble. And throughout the series, he just acts like that. And then when he either loses, either his best friend dies or uh, Colleen Wing dies, the Asian chick who runs the dojo, or Joy or Warden, one of these people that he's cared about his whole life, if one of them die and through that, you could have had him learn, oh, wait a minute, I can't just be a weapon. I have to be more. I have to learn how to center myself and be an adult for once, not be this petulant, whiny bitch of a kid, maybe grow up a little bit, and then he gains other powers. And then through learning that lesson, he learns how to heal, and maybe towards the end of the show, you have him healing someone and him learning he's not just just about killing not just about hurting it's about he, it's about you have to be a fucking full arc what, what's, what's cool is if he knew that the iron fist came with this healing power and everything and then somebody goes to die and he tries to heal him but he can't because he doesn't know all the powers exactly he doesn't know it and that's the struggle of like no you didn't earn that power you stole the power of being a monster but you don't know the power of healing so his own character heals with the fact that he couldn't save the person that he wanted to save so he actually goes and learns like no i couldn't He's, it's worth his story arc to learn all the moves right. just because exactly. he can save you, the person that he lost the person exactly. that he loved. You make that part of the story arc. I um, wish instead what they would have done is they would have had his friend come, beat his ass, take the Iron Fist, <laughs> and then he's following him and he sees his friend's journey and how you actually use the Iron Fist, comes to learn how to use it, and then they have a battle in the end. And then, then you, it's like two good guys fighting for... I, so I don't know. I was just going. I, think, <laughs> I, was I, going, think, I thought you were going well, on that. Here's story. the thing: is I think you have because he stole the thing and he has the ability. He stole the ability and he's using it. You have to make him learn that that was the wrong thing to do. That that he shouldn't have done that. If and there's that's no punishment, why, then what the and, fuck? And that's why he doesn't get the full power set. He and he sees that that's the problem, and then he has to learn to develop as a character. There's no character development in the show. He doesn't develop as a person, not just as a supernatural God, being. For 10 hours? Uh, 13 hours. He doesn't... Oh, he doesn't the same amount of training. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have like the hero... He doesn't have a character arc, so he doesn't learn anything. 
if you would have had him learn that through the power, so you're mixing his superhero progression with his character progression, and he learns that at the end, he finally like, okay, this is how you're supposed to do this. Maybe he loses that best friend. That would really hit it home. The one person that accepted him in Chun Lun, the one person who knew you did the wrong thing, and I came here to tell you you did the wrong thing, and I'm trying to teach you the right thing. While Danny's ignoring him and saying "fuck you," he then loses that friend, and he's like, "That what teaches him the lesson." Wait, his friend never is like "fuck you." No, because in the show, what happens is his friend comes back and says, you need to come back to Chun-Lan. Your duty as the Iron Fist was supposed to stay, you're supposed to dedicate, if you get this ability, the catch-22 is that you have to spend the rest of your right. existence guarding Chun-Lan. And oh, you ran back to whole, New York. Yeah. You're in a, like, this is not right, Danny. You have to come back now. And he won't. He's like, I have to, I, have, I need to take back my parents' company. That's his main thing is I want to take back my parents' company. For, I thought you were supposed to be like a centered monk who doesn't <laughs> really care about <laughs> possessions, but you want this billion-dollar company. That's not cheap, bro. That's not cheap. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway, and so what happens is uh, a Colleen Wing, uh, who he ends up like falling for kind of, but that's real. it feels hollow. Uh, she's dying, and uh, she goes, take me to my master, my, the guy who taught me. And, uh, so is she the dojo lady? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And and the bakery owner. Here's the thing. <laughs> you see, you see this her master. You see him once time before this really quick, and he's having this conversation with her, and he just seems like a creep. The vibe I get from this guy, both then and later on, is that he's your typical douchey yoga instructor who only got into that to fuck the the fuck the the girls he's teaching. Is he Asian or white guy? He's uh, he's a white guy, but he has like really curly black hair, and he has a goatee. They have a white guy as an Asian girl's trainer. It's like this. Yeah. It's an Asian sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> and so look, and he's just the douchiest. He's even doucher than Danny Rand, which is a fucking hurdle. <laughs> but he does it, and he's just so creepy in their first meeting. And then she's like, "Take me to my master." And then they they, they do, and this guy shows up, and he, he he tells Danny Rand, "You can save her with the Iron Fist." He goes, "What?" He goes, "Do the focus your energy into your fist." And he does it, and he's like, "You see his fist glowing." He's like, "Okay, now just open your hand and put it on her chest." And that's it. That's all. That's it. No way. That's how you learn this amazing ability is you just have some guy who we don't even know. A white guy tell you he stole the Iron Fist Who's as never well. been to Chun Lun. He's, he, it turns out he's part of the hand. He's part of the bad organization, yet he knows all you have to do is open your hand and you can heal people. That is the dumbest, like, A to B thing you could have done. It was so lazy and dumb. And that's, oh, there you go. He learned a new power. Danny Rand learns no fucking lesson through that. He learns nothing throughout the show, but especially that was your perfect opportunity. You either could have had Colleen die or had like his best friend die or you had somebody die to make him learn a lesson, but none of them die. They just keep on living. It was such a, it was such a missed opportunity. And that's just one aspect of the show. He's like, he's like, check it out. You got to open your hand, right? You got to put on her back. And then you get her in downward dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> For and, our yoga listeners. <laughs> and there's another thing that I, I actually told you about this, Stevie, like a while ago. But what the whole show feels like is as if it was like a bunch of like, it was like a really rich dude and his friend were given the, like, okay, this is what we're going to do with the show. Now that we have the power is we're going to make a show about how cool it is to be a rich guy, to be born rich and all that kind of stuff and how interesting our lives are because there's a million fucking scenes in boardrooms that are talking about business like it's exciting. It's not. Batman fucking knew that and that's why in like Batman Begins, it's like two seconds of him in a boardroom. He hears about his parents' company being sold and he goes, all right, whatever. And then you – and they wait until the very end of the movie and it's all wrapped up quick in a couple of sentences of dialogue where he goes, I know – like, oh – 
and the fucking bad guy of the movie goes, Bruce, what happened? We sold the company. You don't get to do anything you want. He's like, yeah, well, I bought most of the shares and I made Morgan Freeman the boss. So you're fired. Mm-hmm. Wrapped it up nice and, and he even says, no, Morgan Tom. Yeah, he goes, you're, you're fired. He's, <laughs> like, he's like, how'd you guys go? Well, I went through a bunch of companies. It's all very technical. But what's important is, so he even in that movie, they knew, let's get through the business talk as fast as possible. Just mumble it and say whatever. Batman even goes, it's whatever. Because they know business isn't fun or important or exciting. It's an architect in a movie. It's like, just have some papers there and like blueprints. Yeah, just, I'm drawing. That's it. You don't got to explain it. He draws buildings. Yeah, and in the second, <laughs> draw, that's and, it. And in the second Batman movie, they literally have Bruce Wayne asleep in a board meeting because everyone knows it's boring. <laughs> this show, they continuously put us in board meetings and they continuously have... They're Bruce called Wayne. board meetings. <laughs> Fucking board. That's where the term board. the term came from. Yeah. Board. <laughs> board I'm really bored of this meeting. <laughs> but anyways, they have a lot of rich white guys in the show say the words, I earned this. I worked hard for this. Like, you were all born into this, by the way. And it's like they hammer it home in every situation. So, like, they're trying to, like, hammer it home to the audience. We work hard. The reason we're rich is because we work harder than everyone else on the planet. That's why we are where we are. We work Not hard. because I inherited millions and millions of dollars and millions. this company. We work hard for the money. So fucking hard for the money. <laughs> so hard for a Danny that you better treat us right, all right? And for like for the first three episodes, it's about Danny Rand trying to say, trying to prove that he's Danny Rand because he's been missing for 15 years. He's 25 mm, okay. now. And he's trying to prove like, no, I am Danny Rand while dressed like a fucking hipster. <laughs> he looks, and he has no shoes on. He looks like this bum. Nah, and he, bro. I'm cheating now. Cheat now, bro. I'm Danny, go back, go I'm back. Danny, I ran away, but I'm back. <laughs> go back to every movie you've ever seen where somebody has to prove who they are. They immediately say like, I run up to Stevie. It's me, Adam. Y'all, fuck you, Adam. He's been dead for 15 years. And I would say something that immediately I would say something that only you would know about me or only I would know about you. Something like, very personal. Faggot ass faggots. And I'd be like, oh my God, you're back. <laughs> I would South say something. <laughs> I would bring up something about copper or something about when we were kids. And he'd be like, and it would immediately stop him in his tracks, right? Danny Rand doesn't do that to Joy and Warden. He just goes, it's me. No, it's me. For three episodes, it's me. It's just me. Like, you gotta provide evidence right away. They're I'm like, providing oh, evidence. Look at, it's me, bro. It's my face, bro. Look at it. Look, I look the same. 15 years ago, hey, totally the same. Look at him. Look <laughs> yeah. a beard, It's too. me, the champ. <laughs> the iron champ, I'm telling you. Look at him. He finally starts convincing them, and then, like, it's all about him wanting to take control of the company. Like, the, it's, it's ran on the... And at first, it's kind of... Like, they did something that was interesting at first, where he goes... Joy Meacham, who is like his closest friend, says, we're going to give you $100 million. All you have to do is relinquish your shares to the company and change your name, and you get $100 million because we're running the company now, and we're just going to be similar this way. You're a hippie. You don't know about running a and company. He's like, and he says, like, it's not about money. Like, you don't fucking get it. Like, you're my only family. You're the only thing I ever missed in my life. You're the only thing I want is to be a family again. Do you want me to change my name? That's my, But it's my name. It's my dad's name. How could you how could you ask me that? And he takes off. And I was like, wow, that was actually a I could be a really interesting moment. And if you build off that, you can get a, a really good ball Emotional. Rolling. That's the only time he's like become like he's so cocky and yet That's the only time he you actually feel hurt. Like, he feel yeah, he felt hurt. Like, fuck yeah. Because like, yeah, that would be someone who is supposed to be like a monk who's centered and it was all about chi. It would be all about, oh, I just want the name. I want my name back. Wait, hold on, wait, you But he but Trump is my name. You yeah, want me to change my name? He gives that up because he just he's like, no. He hooks up with this lawyer who we first see in Jessica Jones, played by Trinity from The Matrix. 
Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, she she's the lawyer. Jessica Jones, and she's phenomenal in it. Oh, sorry, Trump is my name. You want me to change it to Trump? <laughs> Trump, Trump is my father's so name. So he comes back. So she she's into it. She like she actually knows Nanny because she's like the best lawyer in New York. And she oh, actually we went. have the best lawyers. <laughs> this, this, kid is, this kid is Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> and they oh well, they made a biography. <laughs> I feel like Donald funded this. Because <laughs> it's not you, bad. Our lawyers do not <laughs> rand away from problems. Just like I'm anything else that Donald Trump ever put his money in. This shit is not worth it. It's bad, <laughs> and it's got it's it's shitty. It's the bad down to the steaks that it's he sold totally, the sharper image. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> it's the baddest. No, we got Rand steaks. <laughs> Rand University. That's what it is. <laughs> but, um, and he's like about trying to take over the company, and then that's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Breathe. So it turns out chi, that like find you said, your chi before you go on Harold and Joy their dad or not but Warden and Joy their dad Harold was supposed to have died 15 years ago of cancer I don't like the name Harold he didn't he's been alive this whole time and hiding out and the only one who knows is his son Warden and this whole time he's been manipulating the company and everything behind the curtain and everything and uh, the reason why he's alive is because he actually made a deal with the hand to basically magically keep him alive save his life once again, very mystical and all that kind of magical bullshit. And in return, he they've let the hand sell heroin all throughout New York City. <laughs> so it's the Godfather. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like the that's Turk the hand. The, Godfather. the hand. What's funny is the hand. That's that's total mafia. Like there is like yeah. You can look at the mafia books. The hand. The black is, hand. Yeah, they say that in the Godfather. Yep. Uh, stealing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but no, this is the this is the Asian hand. It's different. <laughs> so, uh, and then he ends up like so. There's this for the first like five or six episodes. They're arguing about we want the company. No, we he wants the company, and it's this back and forth, the battling over a company and board meetings, and it's all very boring. And then at the flip of just like that flip of a coin, Harold goes, you know, you know what? Let's welcome Danny back, and everyone's friends again. He's friends with Joy and Warden, and they all get along great, and they what? have picnics and shit. Well, they have picnics? Well, you didn't mention that. So That's the entire conflict doesn't actually get resolved. It just gets, like, swept under the rug. Or, yes. or the, the, the conflict that they even had that wasn't the, really under a conflict. Under the fucking the Asian conflict. rug. Yeah, the forced conflict. Under the Asian doesn't even rug. Doesn't even forced <laughs> conclusion. This is what I'm talking about. It's like, it's like we don't know, like, because we're rich guys funding this, we don't know what problems are. So we're trying to think of something. Meanwhile, you got like Colleen Wing is actually one more interesting character. She also saw her parents die, but they were actually murdered in front of her. And she started doing martial arts and now she starts cage fighting within the show. And like oh, wow. she has all these interesting scenes and everything, but they kind of like sweep her under the rug in favor of Danny Rand. There's two entertaining along with Danny Rand. The there's problem. two entertaining 13 hours of show, 13 hours of show, Stevie, two entertaining fight scenes. One of them has no Danny Rand in it. Nice. The other one, it's with Colleen Wing. And she actually, you know what's about to be an entertaining fight scene? Me with y'all two niggas. If you don't stop shaking this table because these fucking mics, <laughs> you guys are having seizures on them. <laughs> so even it's more just... so than normal. <laughs> stop doing this. All right. <laughs> We're shaking. Sorry. God damn, dude. Okay, so Colleen Wing, she's, she's in a fucking sword fight with her master, and it's actually like you're actually kind of into it because you're all, fuck that yoga instructor piece of shit. The yoga a, guy knows sword fighting, though, for some he's reason. A bad, he's, a, he's a bad guy. He's a badass yoga instructor. God, I fucking hate this dude. <laughs> but, and then, like, what's the other entertaining fight scene is later on, they're trying to infiltrate the, like, the compound that the hand is in, and Danny Rand has to fight this guard, and he's fucking passed out drunk in front of the door, right? And he tries to just walk past him, and the guy's like, no, you gotta fucking fight me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
He has one of like those Japanese gourds that like tied to his wrist, and he's like drinking from. He's fucking. He's literally the fucking guy. Drunken master. Yeah. That's stolen. Completely stolen. Well, does, well, this. Well, that's kind of. It's more of an homage. It's not directly stolen. It's, like they're it's an to, homage. <laughs> that one. It's more. Is of a it? Thing. Because is, is it a white guy with a gullet? Or no, a he's actually Asian actor. Oh no way! And he it, born in like Britain. <laughs> it's actually a really fun fight scene because he starts beating the fuck out of Danny Rand while wasted and slapping him. Was it him. capoeira or whatever? Was it like not? Wait. It's not. It's a Brazilian fighting style. It's the drunken master style where it's like you I thought use they were your, the same use, thing. No, they're very different. My One's bad. fucking Asian. <laughs> These <God>. Asian <laughs> motherfucker, Adney. <laughs> fucking Asian. <laughs> and it, it's like it's actually kind of goofy and f- but fun in a way. And it's like it's really entertaining to watch this guy beat the fuck out of annoying ass Danny Rand, who has no idea how to fight this guy. Which is one of the things in the show that's annoying is Danny Rand's level of ability is very inconsistent. Just like, oh, so sometimes he's amazing and sometimes he's dumb. Sometimes shit. he gets beat up by an overweight security guard in a back room. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I mean, that happens to some of us. I've gotten that's happened to me. You're not a martial arts master, nor do you claim whoa, to be one. Whoa, whoa. Or do you have chi? I told you I trained Danny Rand. God, I just said that earlier. He has magical powers. I have cheese, bro. I'm a chef. I know cheese. There's literal magical punching ability. Dude, I am a magician. I said that last week. I have magical powers. What's up behind your ear? Another fucking ear. But like so. Check off his gun. I just my own. My character are. So they fail with the like the initial conflict of like okay so they don't give you proper motivation of why Danny wants to own the company just like they just arbitrarily say make him want the company so he has to fight with his former friends and then we'll just resolve it like that because we wrote ourselves into a corner and we're not good enough to write ourselves out of it we just gotta flip a page and like just there you go we'll create an interesting name a character named Colleen Wing who's actually portrayed by an Asian actress but we'll give her very little to do we'll make her the damsel in distress a lot of the time Danny has to save her here and there over Colleen and over again Wing. Uh, a fucking we'll make we'll make Danny Rand the perfect character like well he's obviously annoying and arrogant and douchey but we're not gonna let him develop as a character he's gonna remain that toward at, after 13 hours of show but we think it's okay because we the creators are like that personally probably <laughs> It's We're okay. a bunch of white Netflix guys, you know. He never. But let's name her Wing, like the singer. <laughs> it's Asian <Angel> lady. <laughs> South Park. Stupid. And the final like climactic battle at the end, like the end fight scene, is so bad. It's the like one of the worst fight scenes of the show. No way. And like I said, like the best, like one of like the entertaining fight scene with him fighting the drunken guy was really fun. It was really cool to watch. Um, there's also a scene. Seven point four. There's this scene where like. Uh, he has to f- go through these trials. Like, he's trying to, like, he does a deal with the hand. Like, if I beat your trials, you have to leave New York for good. It's kind of like this, like, the game Get of, out of like, Dodge. Which is very them. much the Bruce Lee Game of Death movie. And uh, he fights these two guys at first, you know, beats them. And it's, once again, it's like, your actor doesn't know how to sell martial arts moves, so I'm really out of it right now. Yeah. He's kicking these two guys' asses, but he's not selling the moves. He got beat by a security guard earlier, and he doesn't looks- learn. You haven't shown him progressing as a martial artist. It looks like choreographed dance moves, and it's like, uh... The next after that, he fights, like, this Asian chick, but she's in, like, this real dominatrix outfit, so it got my attention quick. <laughs> but she starts hitting him with these needles. Same laugh. <laughs> she hits him with these needles, and, like, they start to poison him. He starts getting fucked up and everything, so it's like, so she's, like, picking him apart. Yeah, she's like, what's it called? That's, that's super, that's racist, though, because that automatically assumes that every Asian is a chiropractor. Or, <laughs> <laughs> acupuncture. <laughs> like, she has and all these fucking acupuncture needles. 
it was actually pretty cool, but once again, he like kind of goes, oh, super white dude powers and wins. <laughs> he says that before he transforms into Iron Fist. <laughs> and there's <laughs> super white dude powers. <laughs> you know, he starts glowing in white. <laughs> he does glow whiter. Like, no way. So The it, whiter he gets, the more aggressive he gets. <laughs> starts running through these Asians. Like the Japanese like he, he on the railroad. He once. And she's knocked out for like 30 minutes. No way. Once. Have you ever hit a woman though? <laughs> <laughs> Not an Asian dominatrix, no. So I have no idea. Like, she might get, get off on that shit. <laughs> she might become more powerful. Exactly. She gets powerful with every hit. <laughs> she orgasms. He has like 80 fucking needles in him. And yet he just iron fists his way out of it with his powers. <laughs> he, iron, he iron fists his way out of it. And then Can the, he heal himself? Like with the own iron fist healing He me? does it. He, he kind of, like, it's weird. It's just, it's very convoluted. Enough. His last fight of that scene is like against this Asian dude who like picks up weapons. Like, all right, they're going to weapon fight? Soul Calibur style? I don't have any weapons, bro. Weapon just iron fist. Like, and once again, the fight is just, you can tell the Asian actor is like, come on, man. Like he can sell the moves, but Finn Jones doesn't, and so it's really like uneven and like. I can kick your ass right now, but I'm trying looks, not to because it looks, it's a show. I'm getting paid by Netflix. Exactly. It looks like a sparring session where the teacher, who's the Asian guy, the bad guy character, he's like friendly playing around with his student to give him confidence. That's what that scene looks like. That's what every fight scene with Danny Rand when he wins, that's what all of it fucking looks like. It's like the only entertaining fight with him is when he's legitimately getting his ass beat by the drunk dude. That's it. And that's a drunk Asian. Imagine a sober Asian. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> ass, dude. Like Matt Murdock, the the Daredevil. His like Charlie Cox can sell a fight scene. His the fight scenes in Daredevil are some of the best fight scenes because they do like they, uh, they yeah. Because even Jeff Burke was like Daredevil. He put it up on the list, and he dude, was like, like, and he like you said, you like that he separated the yeah. the halves of the seasons yeah. or whatever. In like the first like, God, like there's a whole hallway fight scene. It's like. Daredevil became super famous for it. There's a hallway fight scene. Where There's an Asian movie it's that like does one, that too. Yeah, that's where they got the idea from. Oh, okay. That's where they got a lot of the filming style of that show from that movie. That's from a the super raid. big... Yeah, the, the raid. raid. Everyone talks about it. Even Crack talked about it and how badass and how underrated it is because people haven't brutal. seen it. There's like you could You could tell that like because Matt Murdock has a lot of martial arts training. He also has a lot of boxing training and he mixes them together. He's a mixed martial artist and you can tell in his fight scenes he's mixing things together. His fights are brutal. They're not pretty and poetic or anything like that. He's not Vasil Lomachenko. He's brutally beating the shit out of these Only guys. Only Vasil's Vasil. <laughs> and it sells it. Whereas, and then Iron Fist, they try to make him seem like he's elegantly beating everyone up, but it doesn't sell it. It looks like... Choreographed. It looks like said. Power Rangers yeah. from 95. It's really bad. And so they don't... Like, even like that was your main selling point was the martial arts, and that was like your worst thing that you did. That's your character's thing. This is like this should be the one person not Daredevil isn't known for his martial arts. You don't think about the the idea that his like he's blind and he gets like uh, he can see things through vibration. Yeah, like in the comics, that's for how example, it's sold. In the comics, for example, he's a great martial artist. Daredevil is, but Iron Fist is supposed to be like another level, the best in the world. How can Daredevil's yeah. fights be more sold and he could be more badass if he fought Daredevil? Daredevil would fuck him Dude, up. Even with the Iron Fist ability, I would pick Daredevil to win that fight. Every day of the fucking week. And you can have, like, that's the thing. You can have uh, Iron Fist start out not being that great, but his progression grows with the show. It grows with the character, like you said. Like with Jon Snow. But you can't automatically, yeah, like Jon Snow, how he becomes, like, because he gets picked on a lot and everything, and then he becomes this better fighter. Like, you can see in the show, the character gets a better Of course, and even him in real life, he actually trained, like, fucking sword fighting. He put the time in to train Stevie? 
Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's a thing, right? Because me, I, I, I watch something, I know it. That's just me. Because I'm white. So like, I automatically... <laughs> here's the thing, is like he says, like he's complaining about it, like... We only got three weeks to uh, weight training and uh, martial arts training. It's like, dude, you knew you were cast before three weeks before shooting. No one gets cast three weeks before shooting. It's a long, arduous process, isn't it, Chris? It should be. And if you know, unless you're Netflix, you don't give a fuck. Trying to get more. Like, here's the thing: is he wasn't good in Game of Thrones either. That's why he had barely any scenes. The character of Loras Tyrell, which he played in Game of Thrones, is very hollow in the show. In the book, Stevie will tell you about it. Like, they don't hit you over the head with the fact that he's gay. He's known as this badass character yeah. people look up to. He's very cool. And he's, he's a young Jamie almost. Jamie, Jamie, like, is like, you're arrogant like I am, but you're good. You're good. You need to stop being so fucking arrogant and learn. Like, Jamie tries to make him humble after Jamie gets his hand shot off. Jamie was always cocky and arrogant. And then he gets his hand shot off. You you start to love Jamie. He grows as a character. He's a great character arc. And he's almost... I think he has one of the best. He's almost training Laura Tyrell because he sees him as like... Yeah, yeah. None of that's in the show. And they made... Like, I think they, they changed the character to match Finn Jones' acting ability because... Like in the first, in the second season, he has like a lot of scenes and he doesn't do them well. So they cut his character down more and more every season. He doesn't really have any fight scenes because once again, the char- the guy, Finn Jones, he was even scrawnier in Game of Thrones. In he's season just two, good looking. In That's season what... two, you see his like, you see him without a shirt on when he's like, like in bed with Renly and he looks like he's 10 years old. He looks medium. He, like, he does not look like he can pick up a lance, let alone <laughs> de-horse the fucking mountain. Exactly. This, which is why the mountain fights his fucking brother. Which is his first scene in the show. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's so fucking dumb. And in the, in the book, they don't make him in the show. They don't make him part of the King's Yard, do they? Yeah, they do. They do? They do. But here's the thing. I want to say, like we were talking about the gay thing. Like it's very alluded to in the books. But in the show, they make him a caricature of a gay guy. He's hanging out with Sansa, and he's just talking about dresses and blouses and flowers. And he says all he cares about is weddings. And he, they make him this very flamboyant, like fucking, like the obvious. 90s, they make the it 90s so version of a gay dude on TV. They made him that. Yeah. Which it, like you made him hollow. I don't and understand why he's getting. He must have a great agent because he has no credit. You say you're on Game of Thrones, you're gonna get roles. You got to remember that Game of Thrones has to be careful with their budget. They hired a couple of big actors in the first season, and most of them are dead now. <laughs> they get a lot of actors that aren't super huge that can demand huge paychecks. And great example. That's fair. The, 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 the Wes listen, Anderson of series is <laughs> listen. The Asian the Asian actress who plays Colleen Wing in Iron Fist, she was one of the Sand Snakes in Game of Thrones. And whereas in Game of Thrones, they gave her like two lines of dialogue and let the other shittier actresses chew up the scenery. They gave her more to do in Iron Fist, and she actually does a good job. She's way better in Iron Fist than she was in Game of Thrones. She has to earn it now. Now she's like, okay, someone's giving me a chance. I think she heard all the criticism about the Sand Snake. She's like, oh, I'm going to show you some shit. Oh, yeah, she's a listener. She was like, Adney doesn't like me in this. I'm going to make sure Adney likes me in this. And you're the only thing she likes in this. So now she succeeds. Now she's like, okay, I'm retiring. I'm happy. She needs to be in Defenders. If she's not, I'm going to be upset. Uh, Kill off Danny Rand. Uh, Let her have magic. Billy. They always have a preferred ad and he's like, kill off a comic book character. <laughs> <laughs> no, kill him off. And that's why the Defenders, they have something to fight for, right? <laughs> They're all trying to get that Iron like, Fist. Like mid- <laughs> season, Danny Rand gets murdered and that's what drives him to finish the rest of the season. But, okay. So, like, overall, what I feel like, it feels like they was rushed. They didn't care about the writing or the design or the fighting. They didn't care enough to make us the piece of art that the other three shows were. They were just trying to get the Defenders really quick. And it leaves the show 
Like the overall story is very hollow and kind of pieced together. There's no real resolution. And as a consequence, Danny is the exact same as a character. He's very hollow. Like he, he has these conflicts, but he doesn't have an internal conflict really that changes him as a person and helps him develop and become more mature and the hero that he should be. Like the other three characters went through something and they changed. And Rape. I, I would say, <laughs> I would say Jessica good. Jones went through the fucking most. I mean, she dealt with PTSD and like tried to conquer that. Even Whoa, though Johnny, I mean, uh, like I said, Luke Cage before. is black, so I'm not sure if you want to <laughs> and he's, That's he, basically like being born raped. Over. Being born raped <laughs> is what over. it's like being black, all right? <laughs> but uh, here's the thing, like, what, like... <laughs> it's God rape, right? <laughs> with, like, yeah, with, with being a black dude in Harlem, you're most likely going to get shot. He can't get shot. He's bulletproof, so... No. <laughs> but she, well, she can't get raped. She's a superhero. Anymore can't get raped. She got raped and gained her superpowers. <laughs> no, she had no. What's you didn't, even, didn't watch the show. Didn't even watch the show. I watched you watch the show. <laughs> that's, not, uh, that's hilarious. It's not it. Oh my so bad. Fucking it up. My bad. I read things wrong. About Jessica mind. Jones. Maybe I was watching the porn Jessica Jones because that's what happens in the porn. There would be. A I jacked off and I turned it off. Jones. I only fast forwarded to like the last three minutes came and then I was like, all right, I'm done with the show. <laughs> He went right to the race. Oh scene. my bad, that was Jessica Moans. My bad. Was, <laughs> wrong show. So, uh, I, I told I told Chris is like, dude, you like listen, everyone, you can skip Iron Fist if you've if you've been putting it off or if you even started watching it, you can stop. You know who Danny Rand is. You know his backstory. Like that's all you Except really if you're need Davey, to know. A white guy with curly hair. You're like, this is the best show in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, fucking Dave. I don't know. Like Dave does not like Jessica Jones, and I I honestly don't understand why. Dave I doesn't really like women. He is, yeah. <laughs> Especially white women. And <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> For people who don't know, his girlfriend is uh, brown. <laughs> she's she's, she's illegal. super brown. She's, she's Mexican. Super well. illegal. <laughs> She's getting super deported. Like I knew it for him. Super duper illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. so all in all, would you give it a seven point five? IMDb gave it a out seven point five out of ten. Yeah, out of ten. Not like twenty or nothing. Like that. No, <laughs> ten. I How give crazy it a fucking is skip that? this fucking shit. <laughs> 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 I give it a don't waste my motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> I give it. That's you know, Daredevil. Absolutely watch season one of Daredevil. You have to. It's so. It's one of the very best things Marvel has ever done. Jessica Jones, even more so. Luke Cage, I wouldn't put it on the same level as Daredevil and Jessica Jones, but it's still fucking phenomenal, dude. It's like top 10 Marvel fucking projects. It's very good. Daredevil season two, like, all the stuff with the Punisher is absolutely phenomenal. John Bernthal is perfect as the Punisher. A.K.A. Shane from The Walking Dead. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> straight up so much better than The Walking Dead. He looks like the straight up Italian. He'd be a gangster in like every fucking dude, movie. Dude. Like, and he, he, like, he acts his ass off. And he's his fight scenes, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, are <laughs> perfect. Perfect for his, like, you talk about his military training and everything. It just matches up perfectly. The, like the stuff with Electra in season two of Daredevil, like uh, Jeff Burke was saying, is is just kind of like uh, it's kind of like kind of like waiting just for John Bernthal to come back. It's good. If it was in any other show, you'd be like, this is really good. If it was in Iron Fist, it'd be way better. But when you, you would, like if Iron Fist was just the Daredevil scenes with Electra, you'd be like, this show's awesome. They, they, they nailed it again. But because it's side by side with all the John Bernthal scenes, you're kind of like. Dude, give me more Punisher. And he talks to Wilson Fisk, who was the bad guy in the first season. So he's back. Oh, dude, it's just, it's great. If you, um, if you, it, like Addy said, Jeff Burke is a writer for, um, Deadite Pro, or editor and writer for Deadite Press and Eraser Press. If you guys are ever interested in another podcast, um, Jeff Attacks is, uh, 
a great fucking podcast to listen to. Before we move on to the next subject, one more thing is the whitewashing argument because a lot of people have been saying this is whitewashing and that's dumb. And then half of, like, every comic book fan is saying, like, well, Danny Rand is white in the comics. It's not whitewashing. Here's why the argument of whitewashing actually works for Iron Fist is that because the character in the comics, which came out after the Kung Fu craze that Bruce Lee ushered in, and the character, of course, himself being modeled after Bruce Lee, that was whitewashing. The original creation of Danny Rand was whitewashing. Now, it's I'm not super mad like, this needs to be an Asian character. It should have been. That was, that's not my main problem with it. Everything I said over the past fucking two hours or so, mm-hmm. those are all my problems with it. You yeah, we only got like 30 minutes left. <laughs> you could have changed all that and kept him white and it would have worked. But you had a great opportunity to finally give an Asian superhero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's one Asian oh, character. Yeah, one Asian character. He was in Thor. He was in. He had a couple lines of dialogue in the first Thor movie. In the second Thor movie, he's in the very opening scene, and then he goes, "All right, guys, I'm gonna hang out on my planet," and they never see him again. That's it. Hmm. Here was your chance to introduce people in this great medium. The Netflix shows are such an amazing medium. These other three shows are fucking amazing. You could have had this Asian character, and you could have given an Asian actor a fucking shot, mm-hmm. who probably actually does have martial arts training because they know <laughs> that the only way they're gonna get cast is by being in a martial arts movie. Every Asian actor almost knows that they have to learn martial arts to be in movies, because that's the only way people will cast them. So you could have cast somebody. <laughs> it's such in a this big role. thing to put on his resume: martial arts training. Check. Oh, oh no, you could actually hire an Asian guy. Yeah. <laughs> so they could have done that. Oh, you don't have martial arts training and you're Asian? Hit, hit the road, bro. Who, who, hit the road. What are we going to do? <laughs> you're not Ray Park. Chris, I think you just fucked up. Every Asian is born with martial arts ability. <laughs> oh, all right, my just bad. Just like they, you can, he can hand them chopsticks or a fork and they'll that's know how executives, to use the chopsticks. That's what, ex- that's what executives think and they're all like, well, if you don't have martial you're not really Asian. <laughs> so, because I'm white, I get to decide what race is. If you don't so, know about my hair, <laughs> <laughs> then you're not Asian. <laughs> so, they couldn't, like, they could have made the show where like you could have made Danny you could change you could keep his name Danny Rand and say maybe he was adopted maybe that's why they went back to China in the first place was because back to where they want Jan <laughs> damn you. I waited a long time before I made the joke I, there's plenty of huge in there and I chose I'll, not to say huge I'll okay. applaud your restraint okay, you're will. welcome <laughs> you too Chris and the listeners I'm not gonna outright thank you for not being a piece of shit <laughs> so they could have you don't made, have to thank me you're welcome <laughs> they could have made that connection or made, or fuck it make his parents fucking both of them Asian make them make the last name Rand make Maybe, them rich and adopting this you, white here, kid you could have did is say they had to change their name to Rand because of uh, fucking Albert racism Okay, and they came, had to do that. They came to America. Uh, they went to Ellis Island. They had to change their name from fucking Wong to Ran. And that's what. <laughs> yep. From Ra- yep. Ron to Ran. You could have done that. <laughs> you could have fucking done that. And then through just their, like, heart, they that's how they, you know, and through the help of Harold Meacham. They were, they were giant, like, ping pong champions, right? And they became rich because of ping pong, right? <laughs> and then. <laughs> See, you're going to the actual ping show pong. runners. I'm trying to think. Like, I thought you were going to say, you're thinking the actual comic book. I'm like, that's <laughs> a comic book. But, like, if you would have had, like, the Asian, like, them. Like, or like, just like, just his dad came to the U.S. He changed his last name to Rand and he worked with Harold Meacham, became friends and then together they created this empire. You could have done that. So he is Asian. So Danny Rand would have been born like, and he, his blood parents are Asian. Like, and as a family, they were going back to their home country. I'm not going to say the name of it, Stevie. So you Ching Chong. Fucking name again. again. Uh-huh. No, China. But. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't called China. It was called something else. But what was the real no, place? No, that's not their home. That's not. That's the monastery. That's Chunlun. Oh, okay. That's not their home. Ching Chong, Chunlun. And then like, 
And then when you have him, so when, uh, so Danny Rand as a fucking person of Chinese descent who's accepted into Chun Lun, you mean and as, everyone as else, a fucking Asian, <laughs> everyone else is fucking Chinese, and yet they're <laughs> still calling him an outsider. It would actually mean a little bit more because he's like, I'm, I'm you. I look just like you. I really feel like, <laughs> well, not all Asians are, are the same, and you racist piece of shit. I feel like, like Stan Lee like dropped you. the ball though. Huh? On he, Stan Lee's the one who dropped well, the ball. The they had to do that at the time they were making these comics. The reason why most yeah, that was my the reason why almost every comic book hero is fucking white is because they were made at a time where you could only make white characters. Uh, if you were sense. to make a black yeah. character, you had to name them things like Black Panther or like <laughs> Black Manta yeah. or like Robber or like <laughs> yeah. the criminal, the the, 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 the black felon, <laughs> <laughs> the giant thief, the bigliest thief. <laughs> So you could have done the that. The Iron Thief. <laughs> so the fact that him feeling like an outsider is so much more prevalent because he felt like an outsider at home too. Yeah. He was because his best friends were white, and of course, me. He heard every and at school and everywhere he went, he was like, "Oh, he's that Asian kid." That he heard mm-hmm. Korean jokes and Japanese jokes. Like I'm fucking Chinese. Fuck you guys. So, uh, whatever. They're all the same. I he am like, not Chinese. I am Korean. Well, so the fuck are you? <laughs> so he grew up. Point proven. He grew up <laughs> listening to Stevie jokes. So he felt like an outsider oh, for ready. ten years of his life. <laughs> And then for the next 15, he's like, I'm in my, I'm like, I'm surrounded by people who are my own ethnicity and they're still calling me an outsider. I'm back in the saddle again, bitch. <laughs> so then you could have back in saddle. So you yeah. could have a thing where like I talked about earlier where he feels the need to prove himself and that's why he steals oh, the Iron Fist. that's a good fucking And that point. drives him to do that and it's out of anger, which is why he doesn't learn healing ability and later on his friend comes to get him. He doesn't know how to do the healing thing. So his friend dies and then through becoming a more complete human being and learning the lessons he needs to learn and centering himself he learns the extra abilities he learns more about him and he actually be like he engrosses himself in his own culture and it's like it could be this wonderful celebration of chinese culture that's what the show could have been the way that luke cage was a great celebration of black culture in harlem you could have done that with this show and you dropped the fucking ball you dropped a bear that's <laughs> Perfect way to end it. <laughs> but uh, I'm still, even though this show is bad and I do not recommend you watch it at all, Defenders is going to be awesome because we got three great people that are going to overshadow him. Also, Rosario Dawson is going to be there and she's amazing because she was in all these shows. She plays the night nurse. She's the one that connects all of them together. Hmm. They all know her. She's all helped them when they were fucked up and about to die. She lost her job at a hospital because she does this she type of shit. She literally got iron fisted. <laughs> I have she, one question. She almost sleeps with both Matt Murdock and Luke Cage, but she's like, you guys aren't that slick. Wait, there better be a yes or no question because if you get him going again. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, did they stick? Is that how Stan Lee wrote it? How the series turned out? Was it like a rich white kid even in the comic book series? All the origin is the same, but I never read the comics actually. Like, I'm not going to get... I don't know a lot of knowledge about Iron Fist, to be honest with you. There's no like basic fucking trivia shit. Yeah, Adam ignores all Asian culture. <laughs> If it's centered around a white guy, why the fuck do I need to? It's not Especially true. Especially with me too. Me too. I agree. Except with for you. the Last Samurai, I know it's stupid, but I did <laughs> that movie. <laughs> Tom Cruise runs in that movie. <laughs> Get out! Get the fuck out! You're black and they're white. Get the fuck out! Go! Move! Get a Corolla! Find a girl who's black because you're fucking the white girl. She's gonna kill you. You're gonna die because you're black and she's white. That's I'm, I'm pro the movie. I'm not pro white people. You you lead the review. You can lead the review. Okay. I, I just want to say, first and foremost, 
Amazing movie. If you haven't seen Get Out, go watch it. And go see it in theaters. I um, agree. I, you need I good gonna, sound because sound is a big part of it. I, I absolutely fucking love the movie. I thought it was fucking brilliant. I loved all the little like Easter eggs that were in the fucking See, film. now this is what's fucked up is if you don't know a lot about like black culture, for instance, I don't. And I, I'll be race, honest, like just, the, just history, the whole race, the history, history of racism, racism essentially, yeah. which I don't really know a lot Most about. Most like, white people don't. I know about the KKK. Like, I know, <laughs> I, I know gender general stuff you know so i was able to catch general um little little easter, easter egg, eggs yeah. but then when you you would explain a couple i was like holy shit you're totally and fucking right I and it to did admit, make it a little bit more i have enjoyable. to admit i'm really ashamed of this but i had i i had to pirate the movie to see it i, I want sorry god what a but i did shit. and so the quality what a, what a true minority my minority <laughs> the visual quality was well, bad. this is his minority sure. it was probably like handy hold on this is his minority sp- report about the movie here's the thing <laughs> Here's the thing. I still love the movie. <laughs> That's crazy. It was literally super blurry, and I couldn't make out facial features at times. <laughs> and then I was like, this movie's just wait, wait, getting it. Wait, it's still so, wait, got you. So you're saying all the characters looked alike? <laughs> all the characters oh, looked alike? <laughs> um, I actually genuinely fucking really love the movie. I thought it was fucking Brilliantly done. And Let's just do I, it like right now. Twist spoilers. Was spoilers. Spoilers. Let's talk about spoilers. spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, I, I was going to say, if you haven't seen it, skip this part, but honestly, you can't skip this part because if you don't listen to this part and you haven't seen it, Stevie's going to drop some little knowledge bombs and it will make it a little bit more enjoyable for it on the next watch. No joke. Yeah. So in the movie, you got to realize like through, if, if you're a big history buff, you as someone who reads a lot about Nazi Germany and the Third Reich and like how just aggressive they are towards other people, the, the way that they look at anybody different it's it's like they're a lesser of a human being, and in this movie they do such a good job. Yeah, like you for at being little short. subtle fucking hints. <laughs> Thank you, you're racist or trippy. <laughs> um, in this movie they do such a good job at subtle fucking hints. If you don't, if you're not looking for them, you're not gonna catch them. If you're using this movie as escapism, if you just wanted to see a horror movie, you know, but if you wanted to see like a little bit more of the underlying, this movie is totally. There's so many underlying themes like. In the beginning of the fucking film, for instance, some of these things I did see later on in an article, and I was like, holy shit, I didn't get to that part. Yeah, but you, then you can, but like, connect. I was, yeah, 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 but yeah. I was already looking for things. I already knew people... Somebody on a podcast or something, I can't remember, but it said there were so many little underlying themes. They said that, so I'm sitting there looking for it. I'm calling it out to Dak each time. One of them I didn't catch, um, or, like, a couple of them, but there's one big one. So in the beginning of the film, like we said, spoilers... He's going to go meet his white girlfriend. That's the whole thing. He's going to meet this white fucking family. And as a black guy, he's like, he's understanding. He's almost like, don't worry. Like, he knows how but to he act. Even, he almost, he, he almost even asks his girlfriend, he's like, have you ever brought a black person to your to family? To your house. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. essentially is like, nah. So he's, Which, this was so accurate to what it's like when you're dating. Like, if you're not white and you're dating a white girl and, like, you meet her family and they're trying to seem like they're not racist so hard that they say the most awkward, uncomfortable That's stuff. Exactly. And you literally have to smile off like, yeah, it's cool. They say shit like, oh, I love, like, I've heard like, oh, I love Mexicans. I work with a lot of Mexicans. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm also a human being. <laughs> I work with a lot of Mexicans like, too. To be like that, like, like this little sh- and that's throughout like the first 40 minutes of the movie and it was so uncomfortable it was yeah. remarkable and that's what I, I thought they did a really good job with because he knows what to expect she plays the role of not I can't believe fucking, my parents said that oh my god like there's yeah, a lot of that which is fucking great but 
what I didn't catch, which I, I read later on, was yeah, this okay, one, the, the I didn't fact, catch this the one fact when the, the, the deer, okay, deer, deer right. gets hit, okay, he so like, they're on the way to the families, they're in a country fucking setting, they're in the, this long, narrow fucking road, they're driving, they're having a conversation, they're just talking, and then, and then all of a sudden, boom, out of nowhere, they hit a deer. Yeah, and in the in the film, he wants to smoke because he's nervous, and whenever he gets nervous, he wants to smoke cigarettes. That becomes a big part later on. Calls his friend up, talks to his black friend, which is a comic relief, which yeah. I fucking really love. He's a security guard at the TSA, and he's <laughs> like, like don't, don't fuck around. TSA, don't fuck around. <laughs> I, he's, a, he's a recurring factor. He's actually like the detective in the movie, he's TSA, and it's really fucking good. Yeah. But um, he shows it, that he's nervous and everything, so he calls his friend, and then his girlfriend's like, "Don't smoke, you know. I don't want you to smoke." Well, they hit a deer. In the road, he could see that he's like super shocked. Like there's blood everywhere, and as he's walk, he walks off and he sees the deer dying, and he's like, "Fuck!" Almost like, "What should he do?" Sort of thing. She doesn't really care. She yeah, stays it's like a really for him for some reason it's a really surreal moment. Yeah, yeah. And for her, she stays behind and she's like sitting there, like all looking at the car. That's and stuff. like if you've grown up in the country, killing a deer is like oh fucking pest. It's like a rat died. When you grow up in the inner city, a deer is like this. Oh, friendly woodland. It's Bambi's dad. You kill Bambi's dad. That's the only interaction you have with wildlife is like through like a friendly cartoon. So you feel actually bad. Like a cat just. Yeah. And this is where Jordan Peele hit it on three different levels. He hit it on the level with me, a little country boy. I expect it. Let's move the story forward. He hit it with maybe you, an inner city boy. You haven't seen it a lot. You want to go look at it. But then he hit it on the third level, which is. Which is the fact that you get later on that the main character as a child, he lost his mother, and he lost his mother because she was hit by a car from a drunk driver. The reason he's so upset and so concerned about the deer is because a car accident reminds him of his loss for his mother. Hmm. But when the cop pulls up, this is what I want to talk about. The cop pulls up, and the cop is asking him about the incident, and the cop asks the black guy, can I see your ID? And he's like, I wasn't even, I wasn't even driving. And the cop's like, no, but I want to see your ID. And the girl... This is what I love about the girl. The girl seems like she's protecting him. No, you don't need to see his ID. This isn't fucking, what the fuck is this? You're asking him because he's like, because he's black is with the world she's playing off and they drive off and he's like, thank you for doing that. And you're like, fuck yeah, that girl's awesome. But what that girl was doing. such a good twist. But what the girl was doing. He's M-nighting you. What the girl was doing was protecting the cop from running his name so that no one knows he's missing. Exactly. Which is There's fucking... no evidence. Wait, hold on, hold there. on. Didn't you say that the KK... There was something about... No, no that's like, the first part. Sorry, the dark horse or something no, that like that? was the first part. The opening scene, you get a, a different black guy walking, right? You get this black guy walking, looking in the neighborhood, and a car pulls up. Beep. A white car. He's following with a song that's like about Run Rabbit. It's almost like a Run Rabbit song. It's a song that literally means run. Run, black guy, run. When he comes out of the car, he attacks him with this knight fucking... It's a literal fucking... It looks like an old Victorian-style knight fucking uh, oh, crown that's what you, oh. That thing was actually used in the KKK. It was the highest level of the KKK. They had that knight, like that knight in shining armor fucking helmet, that helm. And that's what he wore when he went and fucking I kidnapped black that. guys. But it's from the very first I, fucking I scene. I couldn't, I couldn't, I I couldn't see yeah, that. Yeah. From but the it's very from the very first, first scene. scene yeah. He's putting all these little fucking these subtle little hints t- in Yeah, there. subtle hints that were from the KKK. And I didn't and know that that was a hood, so that was a really cool thing for me to find out afterwards. I was like, oh, shit, he was wearing a fucking KKK That's hood. Cool. No yeah, wonder. Yeah, and he was yeah. the high Even level. if I could see that, I wouldn't have made the... Yeah. I don't know that yeah. about the KKK. Yeah, so yeah. He, he's, uh, sorry, I know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I know. <laughs> you should be. 
<laughs> hey, if you want, hey, your enemies, you got to learn all about them, right? So, boom, it's already hitting race, race, race. Almost every single scene. Yes. There's there's suspense. There's good drama. There's good characters. But there's always an underlying theme yeah, of there's race. There's mini Chekhov's guns. Oh, yeah, and it's fucking brilliant. So, so continue. Now, so, so after so they hit the deer, we're going to the, the deer house. thing, right? The deer thing. He's worried about it. He's worried about the deer. She doesn't give a fuck. Cop wants to know his name. She doesn't want to know, doesn't want him. And she plays it off so beautifully, like the white girl's protecting the black guy. Like, no, we're equal. Even and though fuck she you, doesn't. That's racist. Yeah. He had nothing to do. You just want his name because you're a racist cop. Even though. He uses the racist thing that, against him so that. So then they, she uses the race card so that she doesn't get caught. And he was going to fucking do it. He was going to give him the idea. Because he used to it. And he was like, babe, yeah, it's, it's, babe, it's okay. Like, yeah. Remember, he's like, take babe, it, take it, take babe, it. Babe, it's okay. <laughs> so. Then they get to the house and he, she meets the dad and she's like, oh, my dad, he, he would have voted for Obama three times if he could. <laughs> yeah, they're playing off his dad yeah. like a big old liberal. <laughs> Super liberal, right? <clears throat> Even though country folk. Yeah, that's that's real. That's that's accurate. That's the thing, though. Like a lot of liberals go, like rich liberals like that, they go into the country. And there's a lot of racism in northern states, even though they act like they're yeah. only the south is racist. But yeah, that's Racism is usually subtle. Yeah, it's indoors. <laughs> like here right now. At the not podcast. all racism. <laughs> not every racism is goddamn nigger. Yeah, no, that's, for sure. That's the rare racism. Yeah. You look most around race- before you say that. <laughs> most, most racism is I'm going to cross the street to avoid you, or I'm going to look at you slightly differently, or I'm going to be kind of like ask you a couple more questions. Just it's a slight, like, I'm not going to. It makes I it aware. You make it aware by trying to be subtle. It's the it's, person that obviously thinks, think, looks at you differently. And they would look at you differently if you were white. Yeah. But back to every almost just about, I, I want to say shot for shot, there's a little scent of race in every scene. As they're pulling up to the house, what do you see? A groundskeeper. So they essentially have a slave that's working on their yard. Yep. This is also what I, what I read in the article, the letter at the end of the Greek alphabet, sitting in front of the house. And it means this is the end for the guy when they first pull up. Huh. Yeah. Cool. So wait, it's, what makes out the letter? Um. Well, I read that in an art in an article, and I was like, "Well, that's huh. kind of cool that he put that in there." It's like little. That's a super subtle. I didn't catch that at all. What I did catch though, as soon as he brings him in, you guys, the dad's talking. So what people don't know is a black buck. Whenever somebody say oh, black yeah, buck is, in history, yeah. Whenever say black buck in history, a black buck is someone who is a black guy who was now. Nah, any any slaver trying to help me, I'll say, "Fuck you, suck my dick." Remember Dave Chappelle did the whole thing, yeah. and it's like, nah, that's not what happened. Yeah, the first guy tried that. And then everyone's like, oh, yes, sir, like that. Black Buck is someone who's going against the slaver, who is, who's trying to go against the system of slavery. Now they call them Black Bucks. Like a wild horse. You can't buck. train them. Yeah, yeah, you can't fucking train them. So when when they pull up and he starts talking, they're like, oh, we hit a deer on the way. And he goes, oh, they need to be destroyed, all of them. He's talking about the animal. But if you replace the word animal with yeah. black guy, you're like, it's very holy <laughs> shit, is extremely overt. Exactly. So... Um, and then as he's walking him around, which is really cool, because I caught this later, and he's like, oh, my dad was in uh, the Olympics. He got beat by Jesse Owens. And he was like, he almost had him. He almost had him. You know, he never let it go before he died. He never <laughs> let it go. He always, you know, it was always in the back of his head. He got beat by a black guy. He takes the boyfriend, and he goes on his own little adventure with him, and he's talking to him and discussing with him. He's telling him about his son. His son's a doctor, and... And then as he's talking to him, he's like, you know, I could have voted for Obama th- uh, for a third time if I wanted to. <laughs> he's becoming friendly with your main character, your protagonist. He's wa- He wants to show that, hey, I'm no different. We're friendly. Don't worry. It's cool. Like he hugs him immediately when he sees him. He doesn't try to shake his hand. They hug him. They're trying to make him comfortable. Okay. And then 
once they're all sitting down there eating tea, you are you already get this weird vibe eating from tea. the groundskeeper, and you get this weird vibe from the uh, the maid, the maid, the house instantly. Keeper. Like you have a housekeeper and a groundskeeper, and then you keep seeing that tapping with the tea. You keep seeing this tapping, and you the see stirring. it in the trailer, of course. I fucking picked up on it as soon as that bitch started doing it. It's super weird, right? And like they get so people get super weird. I was like, it. why does this bitch keep tapping? Hey, no, no one's allowed to stir tea in front of me. Like, you get three stirs. Max, two max, 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 three stirs. I'm, I'm gonna st- you, you straight take out tea. I'm staring at you. I'm counting and out loud. I'll put my hand on your chest. You get a, you get everybody around me gets you a, get a wooden spoon. Abby starts carrying plastic spoons around. <laughs> yeah. You get a spork, motherfucker. Seriously, you get a spork. Ain't no metal spoons and tea over here. So. What you get in this is, oh, you smoke? Oh, well, I, you know, I used to be a smoker too. I had, uh, you know, she did therapy on me and it's a, it's a way to get rid of your smoking. Because she's a therapist. The mom is a therapist. The dad's a neurologist. Neuroscientist. 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 So he connects pieces of the brain. Neuroscientist is someone who can literally, every stem, brain stem of the, of the brain, he studied it. So he knows how to connect certain things to the brain. Neuroscience is what we find out when there's a serial killer or anything like that. It's disconnects in the brain. They're literally like uh, electric cords that right. go Repulsive. to the brain yeah, and yeah. it's like you causes your emotion all your all, all your emotion everything is all due to neuroscience if, one of, if like an accident happens or something like that where one of them is detached your brain isn't running on all cylinders it's just like if uh, one of your fucking spark plugs isn't working in your engine your car isn't gonna fucking run to full capacity and that's exactly what neuroscience is so you find that out that the engine. dad is and the yeah exactly and it's the greatest engine in the world actually because we can live 90 years and not have a fucking really big problem you don't you even gotta do shit. oil changes bro oh, <laughs> change my oh, transmission oh, women, do, women do oil changes five times <laughs> Let's <laughs> say that first off. Shoddy engineering, but that's besides the point. So they, which I love this, the dad hints, well, the brother's in the same field as me, his son. And so you think, okay, he's a doctor, but you find out later on, that's fucking, it's, it's a great payoff. Well, it's once you, and done. once you meet him too, it's like, yeah, that dude's not a doctor. He's a fucking douche. You're like, fuck this You're guy. like, no, he's mentally he's unstable. He's George W. Bush for in sure. comparison to his father. Dude, if fucking, if I'm dating a chick and her fucking brother tries to bring up MMA to me, like, dude. I will fucking slap your fucking mouth Don't off. make me get my iron fist and <laughs> I like my chi. In, in the theaters. <laughs> in the theaters, I look back and I'm like, I think Chris is going to be very, very mad at this part right here. Like, this motherfucking white piece of shit. MMA, you're a so doctor. You're like, fighting. He's like, let me tell you about uh, jujitsu. It's was not too. about physical strength. It's all about up here. Bastard. Like he's some philosophical fucking practitioner. It's like, it made me it made me crack the fuck up. You just fucking you just choked out your young cousin once. Don't fucking <laughs> <happen. Yeah. laughs> exactly. why you look at me. <laughs> when you learn a martial art and you get very, very talented in said martial art, that is not the first, second, or third thing you bring up when you first meet somebody. Well, I'm not gonna say immediately when I'm well, I'm really good at you just you guys what do you want to go roll? I'll roll with you right now. Adam no, brings up like, Marvel more like, he's never like I'm bu- I'm a bu- I'm like it's you. usually the last thing that a martial People artist will bring face up and I'm like he's a boxer and they don't know <laughs> and we usually are very passive even when it does get brought up we don't want to know we're not trying to talk about it it's completely different so when he was being because so when, you do, when people it, do find out about it everyone wants to challenge you yeah like everyone's like oh you oh you do Oh, what's up then? What's up then? And then, like, it ruins the party. Perfect example. It ruins many of parties that Addy's been to. This is a personal thing because people find out Addy box, like, you want to slap box? Addy whoops her no. ass. And they try fighting Addy. All the fucking time. That's so man. retarded. Dude. If I go up to somebody, like, oh, yeah, I've been boxing for eight years, the last thing I'm going to do is, like, you want to go box? 
No way! Why would I do that? That's so retarded. Well, he's also kind of small. A lot of people that did it was yeah. way bigger than him. All of them were way bigger than him. Yeah. Anyways, that was and just he would a quick little side. And they would really try to fight him. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. They'd they'd get real and, mad. And then I would have to get yeah. in their face like, you need to stop, bro. Because <laughs> I fight, bro. <laughs> three, three dudes in one night once. Three. Really? And they all got mad and tried to, like, he had a Danny Random, dude. He had to fuck him up. It was That's crazy. So, brutal. so you get this throughout the film of this awkward black guy in an awkward situation, all white people. And during the tea being fucking slammed, the mom's like, oh, yeah, the, the get-together is this week. And the daughter's like, it's this week? And the mom's like, it's the same week every fucking year. Oh, my bad. It is the family reunion sort of thing. It's the friend reunion. So then Yeah, the, like she just forgot all the exactly. fucking Exactly. And then he, in the middle of all this, he's calling his friend a lot, talking to him just about the awkward situation he's dealing with because that's what you do. You're in an awkward situation. You're going to call your friend and be like, dude, it's fucking... And here's the thing. In that situation, it's always weird. So his friend isn't like picking up on... Like, he's not like taking it too seriously. He's like, well, yeah. I told you it was fucking go. weird. Yeah. It's always fucking weird. You're going to meet a bunch of fucking country-ass white folks. It's going to be weird, man. It's going to be racism. That's what our life is every day is racism. The, come on. You knew this was going to happen. Like, I knew it was going to happen. I told you it was going to happen. So <laughs> he's not really picking up on all like... Okay, there's actual like crazy hypnotism going on. Well, he wasn't picking on. up on no, it. No, no, but that, but that's what he means. He, he, it's, uh, it's a normality for him. He's not looking at it like, whoa, this yeah. is weird. No, he's like, you, yeah, duh. You, like you watching the movie, who's seen the trailer, like and everything, you know, hypnotism is something to do with this movie, and so you're seeing all the muscle hits being built up. Oh, I'm but so main, glad I didn't but, watch any trailers. But the main, <laughs> well, okay, whatever. Because I didn't get that. Like I, when I went into the movie, I did not know hypnotism had anything. All I knew was but, race, and I was like, yeah. there's going to be some sort of comedic relief. Yeah. And the thing is like because the main character he's so used to dealing with white people in this weird way because he's fucking black he he just writes it all off as that like dealing with racism normal life you write a lot of things off after a while you right, it yeah. becomes the norm right and so when people say shit like oh racism isn't a thing anymore you're like are you fucking kidding me are you that's racist <laughs> <laughs> you're racist and the daughters have such a good job at playing it off of being like, a fucking cunt no, but oh, you mean being a great actress? Yeah, because <laughs> she does play it off like this is whoa. I've never seen my parents. Was that, like this, it w- it wasn't Amanda Peet, but goddamn, did she look like? She's Amanda from the Peet. show Girls, hmm. which is a bad. But I was like, a, they could have been twins. Like she, she was honestly, so close. I think she did a phenomenal job of playing off that role. I think she did. Oh, she did good. Allison Williams. Damn, she's born '88 getting young boys <laughs> we're getting old you mean no i know but like they're getting young that's what i'm saying so now in the fucking film so they get all these people to get like at, like we were talking about of uh oh yeah the, the, the family reunion the, the family Fuck. reunion is you know this weekend so he's a black guy dealing with a fuck ton of white old people showing up all a saying the most awkward ton. weird shit Ever. So weird. Some, some of them white are trying like grabbing his. Yeah, like, some, it seems like they're trying to relate. Everything they say, it's like, oh, these, oh, these are just white people once again, not knowing how to talk to a black person because none of them actually associate with black people on a regular basis because they don't really care for black people. They only associate with white people, so they don't know how to talk to someone like me. And this is them trying. That's what this is like. But what you find out later on, when you find out this is all about hypnotism and stealing black people's bodies and shit, like, oh no, they were all hinting at the fact that this fat guy wants to. Take your fucking body because he knows it's cool to be black. The old crippled guy and his weird wife are feeling up your muscles saying you look good because he wants to steal your body so he can be young again. Yeah. The reason like and the whole reason why the groundskeeper was running so much and loving to run is because it's actually the grandpa 
was his brain was put into the groundskeeper Neuroscience, guy. Neuroscience, yeah. And he's not really a groundskeeper. He was this guy, a black guy that got kidnapped, and they put the and so the grandpa gets to live as this young black dude and get to play with the athleticism that they have. That's one thing they talk about over and over in the movie is the athleticism. It's, it's the douchey brother at the dinner table is like, yeah, a guy like you with like your natural genetics and your fu-, and like all this really like yep. uncomfortable. Like, you should, when you, when you, select, you would be a beast. When you have a select yeah. group of people that you you know you be the strongest man with the strongest woman and you send them to the you know to the gym for a couple hundred years. <laughs> it's like Bill Burr did it perfectly when he talks about it. it's like it's like Hitler wanted to create the you know the perfect race. I think we already did that. <laughs> did it on accident. <laughs> he does it perfectly, and like Adney said, the whole thing is neuroscience. So it's passing on your subconscious it, it, through body to body. It's chappy. It's chappy without robots. It's yeah. exactly yep. what it is. Yep. It's, it's yep. able to figure out to map your consciousness and to be able to figure Except out. Except through swap therapy, it. you find out that it's a little piece of still that same person that in the body. Too, okay, so they have this big old party, right? And uh, everyone's sitting there touching him. They're being really fucking weird with him. He's getting real fucking awkward. He thinks so he's he, a racist. So he, he bails. He thinks a bit like yeah. racism. Yeah. So he bails. He's like, I'm going to go take some photos. I don't really want to be doing this shit. And he's looking at the groundskeeper. He's looking at the housemaid. He's looking at these things. He's like, this situation is just really fucking weird. He actually goes and weird. talks to the groundkeeper too. And he's like, good to meet you. And he's like, super fucking weird. And then he sees the black guy from the beginning. From the very beginning. In the very beginning, the he's ghetto. Like, you can see he's like, what the fuck am I doing this fucking neighbor? Like, he's, he's like, this he's white, himself. rich ass he's white himself, people. Himself, right? <laughs> it's fucking um, Darnell or whatever from Atlanta yeah yeah, yeah 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 he's funny and he's amazing he's so good no hat on right this is what I caught before I even re- seen it in the article no hat on then when they meet him he has a hat on you find this out at the end of the thing that they're doing the brain transplant I was like that's why they're wearing the hats because of the scars and that's why the lady Oscar. has the fucking hair and she's fixing the hair in the mirror because of the scars on the fucking head yeah because it's a brain Although transplant people that have been taken are trying to cover the top of their heads but what I loved about I love this scene so fucking yeah, that's, much yeah that's what I was trying to get to because he's next thing you know he's like he tries to reach out to like hey man it's good to see another brother here and he's just like yes to see you goes to high five him goes to high five him and he gives him a handshake puts his hand out to handshake him and then like and then like this really old white woman shows up and kind of like oh my god what the fuck is what there's a weird relationship going on here he talks to his best friend about it he's like it's fucking sex lives I told you they want these black sex slaves I love and it and he's like and that was the only reason why he even went out there was because of sex slaves and he goes dude he's like this guy looks familiar he's like take a picture with your phone take a picture he's like alright I'm gonna take a picture next thing you know like he as soon as like he walks outside, he's getting fanned over to be surrounded by all these white people. Now, what you find out later is that they're trying to stare at him to pick, like, okay, do I want to spend a lot of money to take this dude's body? Right, yeah. Like, they're all inspecting him like he's a fucking animal. Like he's a car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like slavery. That's what slavery yeah. was. And he's standing there, and he's just kind of like this, and he has his phone, and then he goes, He's like trying oh, to take what? a hey, candid hey, picture. Hey, hey, man. And then, like, he gets the one, the black guy you just talked to a minute ago. He goes, hey, come back here, man. Come talk to these people. Tell them what... Why don't you tell them what, what it's like to you know have the black experience? And this fucking black dude who we just saw acts like a fucking robot there with his hat. And he's there with this old white lady. And he's just like, I found that the black experience has been good. And and like at the same time, our main character is like, he's pulling out his phone. He's holding his hands. And he's trying to sneak Down a picture of Down by his waist, him. yeah. He's trying to sneak a picture of him all sneaky-like. But he left the fucking flash on. And so a flash and everyone sees it. And what's really cool is that. But you also hear it. Yeah. Then the sound design, which you, is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and like, you see like this young black dude. He it flashes in his eyes, and you see like this light in his pupils. Yep. Slowly dim. His nose starts to bleed, and then you see him. It's like he's it's it's great fucking facial expression and acting. He just goes, and he immediately looks at at the main character. And dude's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he doesn't know what to do. He's like, I just did something real fucked up and awkward, and 
the way he lunges at him, he's like, first he's like, get out. And then he, like, he says, get out. Like trying as hard as he can to warn him. At the moment you think, oh no, he's mad. He's pissed off and he's like about to attack him. Yeah. And then he lunges across the people and grabs him by the shirt. He's like, get out. And it all seems like a threat. He's like, oh my God, dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, don't fucking try to attack me. He's like, no, he's trying to warn you. And you can see the emotion and the pain and the anguish in his face. And you hear it in his voice. He's like, get out now. And they finally get him off and they try to explain it away. But yeah, yeah. They, they, the next scene is him sitting there with his girlfriend, which is this scene, which I read about in an article too, is the colors that they're wearing. He's wearing a blue and like, I think it's a blue and uh, white shirt, like a weird shirt. And then she's wearing a uh, white and red striped shirt and the way they're sitting it looks like a sad American flag which mm-hmm. is really cool it's like almost like the sad part of America the part that you don't want to look at and I was like well that's kind of like symbolism you don't realize uh, until you re- I read the article and then everyone's in the fucking room inside the house and then the mom the therapist walks out with him in the fucking room and then he's like I am sorry everyone and they're like oh yeah he was in the war or something like that and any type of flash it makes him think back they give some bullshit excuse and he goes I'll be leaving now to the party and he apologizes to the black guy but she does the therapy so that the white brain can stay in the black body and the, the black guy can still stay in the abyss or you know the the beyond right. where, where's the sunken place yeah, yeah the, the sunken, sunken place, place. which was so dude so I, it was great, so dude. fucking brilliant <laughs> so you find after they had left the party and the girl and the black guy they left because the black guy needed to get out they all look like they're playing bingo and they're bidding actually bidding for this black guy but it's silent yeah it's all silent and it's while like he's is this when he's sitting instead of no he's not there he's not there I can't remember exactly where he is he left with her and he's talking to her about leaving he's like we need to go back home we need to get the fuck out of here I feel awkward I want to go home and she goes "All right, let's get out of here She's all for it. Yeah, so he's she like, is. sweet, yeah, sweet. My girlfriend wants to leave. And so and he's, meanwhile, out and he's taking pictures. It's a again. montage. It's like it's flipping back and forth yeah, from yeah. them to them bidding. And they're hitting a bingo card, but they're actually hitting numbers because they're they're bidding for this guy. And then the camera doesn't show you that they're bidding. It just looks like a weird silent bingo. Yeah, it looks and like the, a silent the yeah, camp After yeah. the auction was done, the camera pans out from the father, and there's a giant picture, like a funeral picture, yeah. it looks like. And it's her boyfriend's face. Yeah. So now you know something. And you're like, whoa. They're <laughs> bidding on a black man. <laughs> it's the first it's the first, That's the first time they finally first time like, show you. Show and this you. is like, this is almost a little past the point of no return sort of thing. It's like. It, it is. Uh, are we just going to do like a shot for shot? Fucking well. No, I mean. We're already halfway <laughs> into it. So just go into the next click where the guys start running at So then. He just he goes outside to smoke a cigarette. So th- that Adney said the the ground spirit. Him going outside, the guy running at him. He gets hypnotized by the mom to not smoke. You realize that the hypnotism has a whole point of the movie to where anytime she hits the spoon, like it did earlier, it's Chekhov's gun. The spoon makes them go back to them when being she, controlled. When she, when it's she them stirs, being controlled. When she stirs, she slowly like gets them into the hypnotizes them. When she clicks on it, it makes them shut down like that after she's already done the twirls and now that's kind of like her fucking main weapon and that's what sinks him in. That's how she gets into his fucking head and we see him scratching at the chair like in the very first hypnotizing scene he's scratching at the chair and he's like I can't move all I can do is scratch at the fucking arms of the chair and that comes back later of course when he's fucking all tied up and he's like scratch at the chair he notices that yeah. the fucking so cotton's coming so out so basically after he comes back to the place and everything he wants to go home after he's been hypnotized after he's been feeling so fucking weird he's like I want to go home I'm, I'm done with this so then the girlfriend she's like okay let's go back to the house let's grab our shit 
And then he goes into this little fucking dark room in there and he looks through this fucking box and he finds a bunch of pictures of her with all these other mm-hmm. black guys and he finds a picture with her with the maid. So she was a, played a lesbian. A the last bit. two pictures are the groundskeeper and the maid. And the maid, yeah. So that was the first two people that they had the conscious being transitioned into the grandma and grandpa being transitioned into black people. Yeah. He wakes up, like Adney says, in this chair. And that's another thing. He's picking at the chair and it's the idea of oh, picking, picking, picking cotton. cotton. And they focus on it like early on too. That he picks the chair. But what, what did, I didn't see in any other article, which I picked up was the chair was brown cotton inside was white it was the it was almost a throw to what they're actually doing the white mind living inside the brown body and i thought no other fucking article that i saw saw that i was like that's a good fucking thing they they could have picked any color chair they picked a brown chair and they put the the white fucking cotton that was beautiful beautiful play on thing which i thought was really cool and then they also showed a scene of the girl eating fruit loops dry and drinking that milk was my favorite one because it was the colors <laughs> being separated from the whites. So you find out later like, that the girl <laughs> it was so funny because only a fucking psychopath would eat cereal like that. Nobody <laughs> would fuck with you. Like, it's a fucking psychopath, dude. It's great. The movie was just brilliant. It was brilliantly done. Adney broke up with Peggy because of it. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> I was scared. The way you said that. I was scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't scare me. <laughs> No, but like that tea thing freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're not gonna tell him the ending? We just the did a fucking part, shot for the shot. The best part of the fucking movie is the TSA agent came and saved the fucking day <laughs> because he straight up went to the cops. Oh, they're all black cops too. No, and which he's is so fucking. He's trying to explain to them like all this shit, and, and they just laugh at him. Like, no, that's just garden value racism, motherfucker. He's hypnotizing. What the fuck is this? This guy's this a fucking shit's hilarious. No, and then the, the, the female cop, but she was like. Hold on. <laughs> let me go. Wait, let me go get. She grabs two other black guys. Like, she could have grabbed anybody else, grabbed two black guys, and they had him explain it. She goes, See, y'all owe me for this hilarious shit. I'm telling <laughs> you. Y'all owe me. Like, I told you it's going to be funny. <laughs> uh, and I fuck. I, dude, like, it was so funny. It was like when uh, uh, his friend's like talking to her, and she's giving him this lie after they already knocked him out. And she's all like, Oh my God, he ran away from the house. We don't know where he is. And then his friend like puts it on mute and goes, I got this bitch. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to record yo. He's a whole mom. You guys talk too much. You got to say something. And then like that, that was great. And then like one of the other funniest parts, it wasn't supposed to, wasn't played for last, but I thought it was really funny is when after uh, dude escapes and he's like basically killed the dad and everything and he's going through the house and then he catches eyes with the mom and right in the middle of them is the table with the teacup on it. Yeah. And they both stare at it and they stare at each other and they both dive to grab the fucking teacup. Because that's her weapon. I fucking I love that too. It's hilarious. Oh, also him killing the dad with the fucking buck horns. With the buck horns, right. That yeah. was a, a Chekhov's gun 100% because he brought that up earlier. He got killed by what he fucking hates sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, which Perfect. I thought was fucking really brilliant. Metaphor means secret. What he did with this movie is absolutely fucking incredible, and I think he's a genius for this film. I think it was like the perfect horror movie in so many ways. Like, I've never felt that uncomfortable in the beginning of the movie, and that freaked out. Like, as the movie went on, I was like, this is so crazy. he was going to break up with his girlfriend <laughs> at the movie. <laughs> I parried it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He was still like, I'm going to break up with this bitch. <laughs> if next time I go this to better her, end well for the white time, woman or else I'm breaking up with her. Next time I go to her fucking mom's house, if she starts pulling out some tea, I mean, I know there's like racism in the family, so I know that already. She told me about it, so I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking for tea now. <laughs> I'm looking for tea. 
<laughs> Next time we go quad, maybe the brake line's cut. I don't know. I don't know, Scott. <laughs> That's why he always puts Katie on the back. <laughs> Listen, Katie, you're riding with me. No, no, don't ride on that one. They wouldn't want to hurt your body, dude. Ride on that one. Hurt as what? Hurt as what? Body. Um, no, no, for no. me, the greatest... Oh, no, it's all right. Finish. It's all right. I was just going to move on. Um, for me, the greatest thing about the whole thing, it was a great horror movie. I loved the suspense. I love that they didn't beat you over the top with like those uh, shock scare moments. Like, the jump, whole scare yeah, yeah, I, jump scare bullshit. I completely yeah. agree. I hate jump scares. I want th- I want thrillers. Yeah. I want something that makes me feel... That's why I read a lot of those fucking macabre shits because it makes my stomach hurt. Yeah, actually, because like, it's funny. It's like This is the third horror movie we've got. That's actually good in the past like twenty years. We've yeah, gotten three yeah. good horror movies in the past <laughs> two years. Ten Cloverfield Lane, uh, Don't Breathe, and this was the Don't best. Don't Breathe one. was, Get was the best. They actually won the best horror film of the year. But uh, what's funny? What's also cool? I told Chris about this. Is that after this movie's like success and critical acclaim, Jordan Peele is like the front runner to uh, film the uh, live action adaptation of Akira, oh, which is what? which for those of you who don't know, it's like one of the all-time classic anime movies it was like one of the very first times where people realized oh anime japanese anime isn't just silliness it can actually tell a really interesting and compelling story it can actually be good quality the final thing for me and why i loved it so much it's the fact that they finally they hit on the whole um the topic of consciousness being linked to the brain or not and that's something that is being very very um seeked through like neuroscience is one right now that is like the most cutting edge thing right now is trying to figure out if your consciousness is actually linked to your brain and for me that was like one of the most like interesting the best parts about it just like yeah it's so awesome because i love chappy and and everything just like if your consciousness can be linked to a giant water buffalo (laughs) right sure <laughs> Bestiality! Uh uh, you meet me! Uh uh, bend over by this tree! You're gonna get it! You're gonna get that D! Uh. <laughs> I just made that up. Okay, so me and Chris went and saw Beauty and the Beast. Oh, wait, yeah, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> you didn't see it yet? I, I thought we were going to the porn talk. You didn't, you didn't even. <laughs> That's what he's bringing to the table. Bestiality. Let him do it! Um, Let him do it, Chris! Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we saw... Swimmer body. <laughs> okay, so... Look, okay, wait. If we're going to do the... Hold on. I got to pee. You got to hold on. Because okay. I know we're going to be halfway in it, and then I'm going to have to go pee. Listen. Wait, you got to pee like a water buffalo. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Beauty and the Beast is a movie about uh, Hermione Granger falling in love with a giant water buffalo in a jacket. <laughs> Harry Potter 8. <laughs> Harry Potter 8 and the bestiality. Uh... <laughs> But look, okay, so Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, of course, was a huge hit movie, uh, animation movie in '91. It was the first animated movie to be nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. Uh, Like many of the Disney, like many of the Disney princess movies, it's absolutely beloved by many generations, not just ours, but so many people love this love the animated movie and. uh, Disney's on their kick of making live-action versions of all their popular titles. And for, like, some not so successful. And they, I think they found that the more they just hit the original beat for beat, more people will love it. So they really, this movie was so, so close to the animated film. And uh, obviously we're going to get into it a little bit. We're going to talk about our criticisms. We're going to tell you what we didn't like about it. We're going to give the movie shit. We're going to talk a lot of shit as we always do about movies, especially Disney movies, because it's fun. But before we do that, 
before me and Chris get into like what we thought was silly and all that kind of before thing. Before you guys get into the beast. I mm-hmm. think it's, I just want to, I want to think it's kind of important to say this is that what this movie did above anything else is it did what, it, what Disney movies are supposed to do. What movies like this need to do is take you to a world, deliver the magic of what movies are supposed to be and what can be. Escapism. It, it very much, like, there is a particular scene in this movie. It's actually the dining scene where the, the be our guest. Is it when he was, uh, the, oh, no, 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 I know which one. Yeah, when, uh, when Lumineer does the be our guest God, song. Lumineer is so fucking I know, amazing. I've been saying that. They're both albums, bro. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hate you so much. But, played by Immigrant, but, uh, you're such a piece of No, she's not a, in the band. There's a, there's a point in the movie where, at, it's at that point that it really hit me. I was like, this movie is, is what I needed it to be. I wasn't like super, I was interested in see what it was, but it was Peggy who really wanted to see the movie. That's why we went and saw I was like, you went and saw Logan with me? Let's go see Beauty and the Beast. Fair. And, uh, same movie. <laughs> and, uh, it was like, and I was like, Wow, this movie does is it's providing the magic that I really was hoping it would provide. It did that. That's what it needed to do from the jump. When they when they're when they're gonna try and make one of these movies, that's what you need to do. You need to put those smiles on all those faces. You need to transport the viewers who are old enough to remember the original. Transport them back to their childhood and remember, this is what yeah like this is what I felt as a kid and it, it did that well. I thought the opening scene is. I give it a 10 for 10. I don't know if it, the, the whole ceremony when he's being pretty and they're telling you the whole story about the prince and they're having this amazing so The ball. montage in the beginning. Everything yeah. is fucking just going fucking full fucking. That's what they did better Boom. than the original. That so fucking like, took you right into the world immediately. Like I was already engulfed into the world within the first 10 minutes and I was on the fucking ride. So that's our non-spoiler. That's all non-spoilers. <laughs> that gives you, so you should probably go see it. But okay, so now we're going to get in deep. Um, that opening scene getting beastly deep opening, it's amazing the opening dude. scene that he's talking about is what they're doing is not only are they setting you perfectly just letting you drift off into this magical dream world but they're also doing more than the original did remember we talked a lot of shit about the original saying the kid was 11 years old and he said and he slammed the door on a stranger and then you punish him for life for that and he has 10 years he has to be 21 and fall in love so the directors listen to us I think so <laughs> so yeah, in like the past though, so there's time travel. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so they they spend this opening scene like Chris is talking. Oh, about. We're out of time. He's bro. already <laughs> the dude is already like twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's grown. Shit. He's of age for he, sure. Straight grown. That nigga straight grown. So he's there's grown. no excuse because it's because it's he lives in animal years, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's, really, he's really three. He's really three. That's a good one. <laughs> but he's having this enormous party, and he has like those stupid powdered wig and the dumb makeup, makeup all that stuff. And he has all this that, huge yeah. party, and like there's narration about how he was this just arrogant asshole who said only the most beautiful people could be here. Yep. And, <laughs> and he has like this. Oh, so he's already attached to his own beauty. Of course. So yeah. there you go. He's and super, he's not even pretty. Super. He's mediocre at Oh best. no, for the time, Playboy, he's a, he's attractive. No, he's not. You got that that kind of money, pimp? Oh, you're the most beautiful person. Trump is attractive. Here's the thing. Not that far. Come on. I mean, Melania is trapped. (laughs) Get out! No, no, no. No, No, Melania is trumped. She got straight Trump. His joke was way better. I know. God damn it. Get out of here. Get out of here. You're the jokes. So, and like, there's this huge party going on and there's like this, uh, there's this singer. She's an opera singer. She's singing and it's, it's really beautiful. And that actress playing her 
is legitimately an opera singer. I've seen her like perform on like one of those uh, talk shows where she's like, oh yeah, I've seen her in a thing before. And then she sang and it was like, holy shit. This bitch is talented as fuck. Oh, I, I, you could tell just when she was doing it. There wasn't any lip singing. She was singing from the diaphragm. She's fucking oh, she vocals. was killing it. Yeah. And of course, she's becoming a piece of furniture. Yeah, she's in, she's the she's singing from the ovaries, like the dresser, wardrobe, wardrobe. singing straight from the ovaries, like it's down deep, <laughs> down deep, letting it out. She can and even sing when she's a wardrobe. Uh-huh. What's up? And that's when the old hag, like she, like, but the thing is, she kind of breaks in. Yeah, she the door just bursts <laughs> open. Like. She had to walk through like ten miles of shrubbery. <laughs> Seriously, like, this is a big compound, man. There's a lot. Of, it's, it's crazy what you do when you're hungry. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe that's why she punished him. Yeah. She's like, I just walked ten fucking miles through your trees, dude. <laughs> and outside, and she finally like she breaks in through the like there's these giant glass doors and she breaks in. She's like, "Help me! I need shelter from the storm." And there's some people like, oh my god. Well, she's like, help me, I need shelter from the storm. <laughs> Storm's coming in. There's chemtrails around here. <laughs> and then, and like, chemtrails are being That's what the movie's really about, right? <laughs> they turned him into a buffalo. The chemtrails turned this man. That made a poor young girl want a fucking animal. That's what chemtrails do. See that? It's all Bestiality. It's all that past <laughs> aluminum. It's all that past aluminum. That's the only reason she wouldn't want to fuck Gaston is chemtrails. It's the only reason. <laughs> It's the only reason. <laughs> that's, that's, but I want to throw no, well, that, that's That's evidence. That's pure proof this right is like, there. That's like pure proof, so, right? This scene is like probably the biggest difference from the uh, animated one. So it's he, sexy, he right? just looks at her and he goes, oh, 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 this ugly hag. And it is this huge, it's really cartoony. And the whole party laughs at her. And, and they kick her out. And then oh. that's when and that's when she like turns, she starts glowing. Turns into this you thing. Yeah, she starts him. glowing. And she's like, no, you're going to fucking embarrass me? She gets hella fucking hot. She starts fucking floating. And then boom, she fucking turns him into a beast, essentially. Right there, right there, there, and then they all run out. And then and they then, all run away. And then like, what's and, and what's, then all of his friends. So oh, they, so they all see him turn into the beast. So, no, no, no. Here, here's the thing. So they saw that first beginning of him being an 11 year old, then being cursed. They saw that. No, he was a grown man and a piece of shit at first. So you're like, oh, that makes more sense right there. So for yeah. the hardcore yeah. people, fuck that grown ass 11 year old. Also, what's weird is that in the animated cartoon, you might remember like none of them like none of them think about oh yeah we had a lord that turned into a beast. They have no idea. Like, that happened 10 years ago. How do you not remember that that thing happened? You live on his land. You owe him taxes. Yeah. And yet, like, how does this... <laughs> I'm not paying taxes, <laughs> motherfucking beast. <laughs> Fuck this shit. How come no one in the town talks about this? When you hear about a beast, they're all shocked. There's a beast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They solved that in this movie by saying that the witch person wiped their memories clean so he would feel even more isolation. No, but you don't understand. Like, in this movie, like... There's like you know where you shoot like womp rats at. Uh, this is how we, <laughs> that's hell of what they did. They held they solved the problem. Yeah, they're, they're 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 tying up all these loose ends from the original just like as in, they should. Yeah, but just like Which in is great. Yeah. like this is their best adaptation. Just like in Rogue yeah. One. Just like in Rogue One, they tie up a loose end that people have been talking about for years. Still haven't seen Rogue One. <laughs> and I still haven't seen Beauty and the Beast. But yeah, so we're fine. <laughs> so a lot of the movie though is very close. Same. You're songs a beast of shit. You're a beast. It's <laughs> very close. The animated film. They got Kevin Klein to play the dad though, and the, he did a good job because you don't really know much about the dad. He's like the goofy dad, and you yeah. automatically feel sorry for him when they try to put him in an asylum. No, he kills it. Kevin but Kevin it. Klein does a great job, and you can actually see him tinkering and building things. Wait, Calvin and Klein, like in Back to the Future. <laughs> Kevin Klein does this. Great Why are you doing an accent? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, he he does a great job as a dad. But like, really, like 
I think the show got stolen by Luke Evans as Gaston. I think he was the best part of the movie. He you nailed. You mean Pedro Pascal as Gaston? <laughs> no, it's my bad. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm not gonna live. Like he would have been so good as Gaston too. I'm not though. gonna live that one down. I'm the sexiest one. beast ever. Like, tell me you won't fuck that animal. <laughs> he wasn't. The Gaston's not the That's beast. Whatever. No, Gaston. Oh no, Gaston's the, the douche. The douche. I've never seen Beauty and the Beast. Wait, even yeah, the original? Have. No, I haven't. Yeah, you have. You've seen scenes. Liar. I really haven't. I'm dead serious. You're so full I've of shit. I've never seen the Little Mermaid. <laughs> you're sitting here talking shit with us about these movies. You never even seen. I them. know all about them. I'm about to see them. Dude, you're about to get me real mad. <laughs> real mad. <laughs> you're about to roll, bro. I know all about her I'm gonna plug his mic again. Yeah, you don't deserve a mic. I know all about her and her fucking book obsession. I know the whole story. You know the whole but, story. Anyway, so Luke, the Luke Evans fucking killed it. I thought. I mean, Luke Luke Evans. Christians know the Bible without reading it. Piece of shit. So fuck you. Yeah, and we That's make fun of him for that. We make fun of him for that. Don't make fun of me for not knowing bestiality. So I mean, he does the <laughs> great job of like of Gaston being like the the charming goofball in the beginning. He's like he's so arrogant and a fool of himself, but it's in a funny way. So you're just laughing like this guy's hilarious. It's not a and super dude. Dude, his sidekick is. So fucking Played by good. Josh Gad. Oh, I love Josh Gad he so much. He fucking knocks it out of the park. He's absolutely amazing. Josh Gad is the shit. And dude. it's really funny that we brought up that whole controversy about he's supposed to be gay the whole time. I wasn't getting undertones of gay that at the very beginning. I was like, oh, he's just really, he's infatuated with Gaston. I thought he wanted to be Gaston. And then throughout yeah. the movie, you can start to figure out, oh, he's gay. That's what but it's me- not like it was blatant. It wasn't beaten That's over your I'm head. That's why I'm pissed off, dude. Because they made People, such a big yeah. deal. Here's the, no, sh- Disney was bragging, dude, about we got our first openly they said openly gay. Our first openly gay character. The only really what? gay clue in the movie is at the very end. Yeah. He has a dance with a dude who like who like in, in the movie the other dude, he gets put in a dress, the wardrobe, they're like fighting and he's super they're happy fighting right the, about they're it. fighting the furniture. The wardrobe puts him in a dress and he's like smiling and happy about it. So it's like Okay, and then you see, <laughs> okay. you see, you see that oh, guy. No, 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 that's not that's not the gender pronoun that he put. It was a K. No, it he was, was a Zer. Z. It was a Zer. So yeah. him and Gaston dance for like a half a second on screen at the end of the movie. Oh, that's that's good. it. That's it. There's no kiss. There's no nothing. There's a point in the movie. I thought they were gonna say it because look, he's because it's Gaston and LeFou and they're talking, and Gaston's like, "Oh, you're so off," like because he's just because LeFou is just telling Gaston about how amazing he is. He's so awesome. And, and Gaston's the like, whole "You're show. so he's all you're so great, LeFou. Why hasn't a woman snagged you up yet?" And in that moment, like they're gonna do it. He's gonna say he's gay. He's gonna say something. He's like, "Ah, uh, he's gonna say something that's blatant." Something gay. He's gonna say gay. He's gonna, <laughs> gay. He's gonna be like, "Fag!" I, I, like, I am. I am. I'm f- trying to fuck you. He's like, he's gonna, <laughs> The first effort that I am fucking gay, dude. Have some respect. You never like, dude. I'm gay. Like that would have been the best line. I think is, dude. I'm gay. Yeah. Like and so, he doesn't, and no, they don't. No, they don't do listen, it. Listen, that would have been the best, like, because you're treating it like that's not his defining characteristic. That's just a part of him as a human being. Is, dude, I'm gay, and Gaston be like, oh. Never noticed. <laughs> that would be move on. That, that so would have been well. like saving Silverman. You don't have to yeah. have him. You don't have to have him making out or fucking another dude. Those quick lines of "Oh yeah," and Gaston, his best friend, doesn't care because you're still my friend. You're not not my friend anymore. Right. You're, you talk. You tell me how great I am. I'm still. I'm gonna be happy to throw around. <laughs> tell me how great I am. I'll tell you how gay you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like they. But what he says instead is, I don't know. Like. <laughs> Like, so he's a, he's a gay agnostic. It's fucking so funny, he's agnostically dude. gay. 
It's like you you chickened out so hard. You bragged about how having an open no, they cocked out. <laughs> Not chicken. And you fucking you just sit there. You fucking pussy ass bitches. That made me more mad about anything else in the movie is that they promised this thing and they didn't fucking. And there deliver. was so much hype behind it. There was yeah. so much hype behind it. This open the gay character and that they did that's so fucking. Man, what's stupid. really funny is it's kind of a catch twenty two because. Because he isn't overly gay, because they didn't write the character that way, he he played it and it's portrayed perfectly. And then when you do get that tiny reveal at the end, you just assume and you go with it. It's not it. even really a reveal either. It's not, You're right. You're right. It's not really a reveal, but you just assume. You, you go with it because throughout the whole entire thing, you can catch up on little hints. It's little hints. It's not oblivious. It's not For them to say openly gay. Yeah. That's not openly gay. It's not openly gay by any means. No He's way. hiding it because he gets burned at the stake There's in this world. not even a kiss. There's not, yeah. not even a There's fucking not even a kiss. kiss. They could have at least and had as a kiss that dude man Adney self he, <laughs> he went there the only reason he saw the movie because it's like finally they're gonna portray me and my fucking my group of people dude it like that, and they didn't that so was you like, were let down your boner went down that was a huge so these were all great things throughout the movie though um, Gaston Luke, and also, was like, great Luke Evans as Gaston like I said he starts out and he's kind of funny with how much of a douche he is but just like Gaston in the cartoon he churns into that asshole and he's he more arrogant and you more, fucking yeah, hate, hate him, him. You, and while they're he making, earns his listen, hate he earns his hate and while they have like and I've talked about this before but like how come she falls in love with the beast he has the exact same personality as Gaston he's like this arrogant asshole who's over controlling and he has his temper but they do a really good job this is like probably one of my favorite things about the movie is that they actually make him sympathetic man they, they, they tell you about his parents you find out that his mom died early, just like Belle's mom died early. They're both from the plague. And it's like, that fucked him up. All he had was his dad, and his dad was this fucking controlling, Rich, yeah, yeah. controlling asshole, and his dad fucked him up. That's why he's an asshole. It's because of his dad. He was treated like shit throughout his life, and that's why he's an asshole. And they make you start to care for the beast, not just because, oh, he got turned ugly, but because... He was a human trait. A human trait. Yeah. No, they give you human traits. He lost his mother. Orphan thing. Disney's great at making orphans, so you care about orphans. Only make orphans. And then, like, the dad being an asshole, so you, like, you care for him as you start to hate Gaston. And it's just great. Both of them changing that at the same time. Yeah, the they switch. You you beautiful. you you start the movie loving Gaston and hating the Beast, and then you end the movie hating Gaston and loving the Beast. Well, and, or and yeah, the it's it's really it's fucking. They do a great job. They don't ever say his name though, which makes me mad. They still we still don't have a name for the fucking prince. That makes, like this was just perfect opportunity. Give him a name. Yeah, like, his last, right. name, is, his right. last name is Beastly. At, at the very at the very at the very end when she like when he's like reviewing, he turns back into human or I think it was that no no. no. No, at the very end when he has the chance. Oh, spoilers! Bitch. He's still the beast, <laughs> and he has a chance to kill Gaston. He's like choking him, and he's hanging him over the over the castle. Oh. He could have dropped him, and he's like, "Let me go, beast." I thought, in my my first thought, in my head was like, "Oh, say my name is this." Reveal to the audience and to Gaston, "This is my name." So, oh, my name is James so or something. My name is Adney. <laughs> <laughs> and then let him go and say, "Look, like I'm not I am like Batman. Batman. <laughs> I'm not the beast. I am. You yes, can't call yes. me the beast because that's not what I." am i'm a human being oh, this is who i am with my name i'm giving you my identity i'm saying i'm more than a fucking water buffalo <laughs> and you let him go and that would have been a magical moment but they didn't do that the he, name just of the says, podcast, he just says i'm more than a water <laughs> 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 once again another property that had a great opportunity and kind of shot the bed also uh I mean, they water the bed. <laughs> I actually, I actually like Harry Potter, and I loved Hermione. She was my favorite character in the in those series. But 
Emma Watson just isn't charming in the role. It, she as wasn't. She wasn't. She was I like articulate fall, and you're everything. You're supposed to fall but in love with her. Didn't fall in love with not her. Not at all. Not at I all. I fell in love with a cosplayer that was dressed as her on Instagram today. <laughs> not her, though. And no, that's how she... Thought, Peggy said the same thing. She was like, I'm not really into Hermione as Belle. I never really started like only, I, I, I really feel like Ronald it's because... Weasley. I really feel like it's <laughs> like because you it. know her as Hermione. We've seen her grow up from fucking nine years old. Like, that's not the Belle that's in And I felt the awkward because I thought she was hot then. Like, but we, I was lying too, so fuck you. We've seen her throughout the entire time, and then she's been, like, in this role, and then now she's, like, supposed to be famed as this person. And then, like, honestly, I wouldn't say it was miscast, but she just didn't encaps- encapsulate me like she should have. I don't know. I, I, felt, I, like, like I, felt, like, like, I felt like she was playing Hermione because she's the bookworm nerd again. And, and I, I think and Belle, in general, when you see... Cause you get you know Belle from the cartoon clearly even as somebody who didn't fully watch the fucking film you know Belle she just doesn't look Hermione just doesn't Hermione Granger doesn't fit I don't that get character. the sex appeal she, with almost, Hermione you know what you know what's funny uh, you know, you Emma know what's Watson funny? and sex appeal for, doesn't no 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 for, I think for, she's no, for huge. Belle yeah. no you know for Belle you know who I kind of get is fucking what's her name from Game Anna of Thrones <laughs> what's her name from Anna Anna Kendrick Kendrick a little work, bit Game of the wife the wife from Rob, Rob Stone's I mean uh, Rob Stark's wife oh Talisa she my dear she almost reminds you of like this innocent cute thing more so than than I don't, Ooh, I don't I like that, that cast. She to me would play That's a better okay. Belle than, I mean, uh, than uh, um, Hermione Granger. I don't really see her as that character. She, you're too lost. She was typecasted, so you're kind of lost in that idea of Hermione Granger. I want someone who's more like a, a different look. I don't I don't know. She does seem kind of nerdy because of Harry Potter, but I'm not someone who really watched all the films. I didn't really like Harry Potter that much. I see her as this. I don't know. Something about her reminds me of like a girl with short hair. For some weird reason, every time I see her, it's like she a girl usually has short hair. Well, yeah. she's not in movies. I want someone who's like long hair, kind of more mousy looking. I think mousy looking would fit Belle better. Yeah, I want someone yeah. who's mouse. She's more full in a sense. And she's sense. also supposed to be the most beautiful girl any of them have ever seen, and that's why they're so frustrated with the fact that she likes to read. If she was ugly, they wouldn't care. Yeah. If she was average looking, they wouldn't. They're care like, well, as you much. need books, baby girl, because that's the only way you're getting uh, right. And it's like getting that D. You know, you needed I mean? the most. You need, like, I don't know, but, uh, like, it's actually hard. Like, I'm trying to run through names to, to but, cast, and it's kind of hard to cast Belle. I don't know why. It's kind of hard when you don't know names. Casting, <laughs> uh, her casting and, the, and uh, the prince's <laughs> casting are kind of like, I don't know about that. Kevin Klein's casting was amazing. Luke Evans was amazing as Gaston. Uh, Dude, Josh Gad was one of Josh Gad. What we didn't talk Josh about Gad. so far was Ewan McGregor as Lumineer and motherfucking Ian McKellen as Cogsworth. I love Ian McKellen. It's the best part of the movie. Ian McKellen's hand. Ian McKellen like, is the best part of any movie. It's like <laughs> it's like true. Steven Seagal not being in films. <laughs> What's like, like, <laughs> you know what, what I mean? do you not like about the movie? Well, Ian McKellen wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> but Steven but Seagal, Seagal was. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, Ian McKellen's obviously. That, those two Seagal. were perfect, perfect casting. And like I said, my favorite part was the uh, uh, Be Our Guest thing. And that's when I was really like, this movie's magic. And also, uh, like Peggy, who I saw the movie with, she is an enormous fan of Disney movies, especially the princess one. She like, like I literally, like I'll just be sitting, like either watching TV or laying in bed, and then I'll hear her cleaning and seeing singing the songs from the Disney movies just to herself. It's hilarious, man. She'll come over for game night one night, and she'll do like a little quim on her own. Like you'll be doing something, and she'll do a little quim, and I can I know it's re- I don't know the exact <laughs> reference, but I know she just did some little nerdy reference, and I giggle. <laughs> Every single time, she's, she's you, 
but with other things that you hate. Like Dude, seriously. It's a female version no, of Asbo without comic Disney. books. People think I hate Disney. Disney. I fucking love Disney. <laughs> like, I just talk shit about it because I love it. I talk shit about <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Get over it. I don't talk shit about Game of Thrones because you don't talk shit about Game of Thrones. I have. I have a lot. Honestly, the, the biggest quim or I problem. Say, I didn't get to say it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But... This is somebody who's like she, her, all of her obsession with Disney and Disney princesses and everything, and she really, really liked the movie. She felt the same magic that I felt in that scene. Uh, be our guest. She really liked it. There was things that she was kind of uh, about, but overall, dude, like, overall, if you're anything like her, you, you're gonna fucking love it. Overall, amazing movie. Absolutely loved it. The only thing, the only thing, and it's just because they picked this certain movie. I think the next one, the next cartoon that they choose to do a live action yeah, yeah, yeah. might be perfect oh, because they they're, they're getting closer like, they're, they're getting really closer. they're getting really fucking close dude like they're the beauty and the beast wait, wait, the wait, only wait. thing the only thing that you can't get down with is the bestiality no who are you talking to you're not talking to me but you can't I can't get down with the bestiality that's the fucked up thing part that's the fucked up part about it is like you're like you don't want to you don't want Belle to fall in love with the beast because it's a beast. Because it's not a cartoon. If it was yeah. a cartoon, then you're in that world. And now, even though we're in that world, oh, like as anime said, porn, <laughs> we're engrossed in this world. It's still a human with something that's not a human. I mean, so you just said it right. instinctually, you're well, like, she doesn't Ugh. kiss him, right? And she doesn't kiss him. But that's what you do thing. see, I think you said it right when you said the word "engross," but you missed a "gross" is the word that you meant. <laughs> she's to say. getting like um, the reason why it's okay. sensations and whatnot yeah. from a beast. <laughs> she's <laughs> not doing anything. She's just on her getting either. wet on her face. No, honestly, <laughs> yeah, because she's a water buffalo. He gets her wet. He buffalo waters on her. He pisses on her. He literally gives her a castle and a library. Yeah, you can be an animal. No, I think we like, talked about we talked about Stockholm syndrome. We talked about bestiality, but what this movie really shows everyone is that all you need is money and you get pussy. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you fucking look like, you can have just a- like the president. All you need is money and you're gonna get. Pussy. You can have a fucking uh, dick that a pig has, a little squirrely dick, little piggly dick, corkscrew dick, corkscrew dick, corkscrew dick. If you got money. You don't need your dick, don't you? You don't need to worry about your. You dick. need a dick. A bitch will spend on that shit because you got money, but uh. I think the next the next one, of course, is the Lion King one. But uh, I think what they're I've, I'm hoping because the one after that is Mulan, which I've talked about before is my favorite uh, uh, female protagonist. And what Adney's hoping is that they release one of my, the Szechuan fucking sauce from one McDonald's. One my, it's one of my favorite animated movies. Period. I think it's just so. I, 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 there's so many things I love about it. But, I love uh, it too. Where like they're getting closer, like Chris said, of to getting this right. The live action adaptations, they're getting closer and closer every movie out. And the closer they get to the fucking original, the closer they are. Like the original animated film, this was almost beat for beat the same thing. They need to beast do that with for Mulan. Beast, I said. <laughs> Sorry, but they're gonna need, and people are gonna be like, oh, it's just the exact same thing. I don't care. Give me the exact same Mulan movie, beat for beat. Line for fucking line. Get Eddie Murphy back. No, Ryan to Ryan. voice a goddamn CGI dragon. But everyone else needs to be fucking Asian actors and actresses. Would you still and have it be like the whole about the white guy? No, 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 no. That's Fuck, not. No, that's, that's not the original. animated. That's not you the animated. You want the exact movie. original movie? There's no movie. white people in the animated movie. That's why it's perfect. That's why it's the best Disney movie. You said that the only reason it wasn't perfect because ultimately no, they don't no, make it about no, Mulan. No 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 no, 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 no. He's saying that he wants an exact. What they did no, with no, this, he, right? No, what they no, did, no, right? No, what they no. Somebody wrote a script yeah. where the main character was a white dude and his relationship to Mulan. That was a script that was sent in. That was given to we, Disney, and Disney oh, had to say I, no. We no, pitched no. it as a problem. No, what Adney's saying is, I got this. Um, he wants no, Mulan don't. to be because he said 
what they did, what they got right, they're so close to getting the perfect example of like the cartoon in comparison to the live action. So with Mulan, it's a perfect fucking movie. It's a Quentin Tarantino award of Disney movies. If they were able to do that exact fucking movie, still have Eddie Murphy as the dragon. If they copied that movie and made it a live action, it'd be perfect live action because they're giving the old audience with the new audience exactly what you want this beautiful fucking movie which is perfect there's no white people which makes it the best movie ever like the only criticism with the movie is that the um the main bad guy is yeah a, that's what is, you were saying is a little bit hollow in the in the mulan movie oh in the no that's my only criticism is they didn't spend enough time mm. on the villain but if you have a fucking two hour runtime of a live action movie which you're allowed to do you can put do, some in there because the Mulan was like 90 minutes they right. had to make it 90 minutes right. you make that you make that add another 30 minutes you, you can, can flush which just like they flushed out uh, a lot of the characters in Beauty and the Beast this live action version they can flush out Shun Yu and they could make the reason why the Hun, him and the Huns want to take over China why they're such fucking vicious fucking killers they could do that and I think they will they give him, like, a blonde wig and make him, like, talk like this. And it'll be great, right? He's one thing over Janet. He's one over everything. I'm intrigued to see what they do with The Lion King. Because if, if, if it's just updated animation, is it really a live-action remake? You know, if, is it just I remember you the talked same, about it. You talked about you that. You know, I'm, I'm just curious. Like, wh- how are you going to... I think Who's going to be a person? Yeah. Who's going to be that's a person? That's the thing. It's no, animals. Not, it's yeah. an animal movie. But Mulan is different. It's human. Mulan is different. I that's completely what we're saying. If, if, they, if they copy... I think, I think, I think the Lion King is going to set him back, and then Mulan's going to put him over the top. Yeah. What's funny <laughs> is we saw, we saw Mulan in theaters at the Dollar Theater. With that in mind, we just watched this uh, Disney uh, live-action remake, and of course, there's a lot more coming down the pipe. Uh, we're fucking excited about we really are excited about these movies but uh, we thought it would be fun if we talked about well what was our favorite Disney movie now we're gonna do a little omission no fucking uh, none of the princess movies okay I've talked a lot about Mulan I'll go into more Mulan depth later on when that live action movie fucking comes out so let's in order to keep me from talking about Mulan for three hours we thought okay let's, let's do our favorite Disney movies that aren't with the princesses is your favorite classic Donald Duck or Mickey? Is it Mulan or maybe Quasi? Which helped you forget that Walt Disney was a motherfucking Nazi? This is Disney Talk. Openly Hold on. Openly anti-Semitic. You can't argue with it. He was a That's fucking fat. Nazi. He froze himself so Donald that he would Duck. be unfrozen one day and murder juice. Are the juice still here? All right, bring it back in. <laughs> when did he free? What age did he freeze himself? He didn't really freeze himself. It was a joke. Forty-nine. <laughs> God damn it! That's a he, that's a running he joke. He froze himself in a night in nineteen thirty-eight. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did he want to freeze himself? No, he was just anti-Semitic. Okay. He was so the he, whole freezing himself is just you two riffing. No, it's Family Guy. <laughs> it's a Family oh, Guy joke. God it's American damn it. Dad. It's Futurama. <laughs> it's everything. Everybody makes a joke about that. Walt Disney was actually very anti-Semitic. There's a Donald Duck. There's a Disney small short film. Plus, look at look at uh, what's it called? Addy talked about the elephant movie. Um, Dumbo. Dumbo. The racism with Jim Crow laws. All that shit. It's like there's a crow named Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Crow laws were the fucking most fucked up laws of segregation time. After they became slaves, it's like Jim Crow laws was the next step of segregation. It's Jim like, okay, no more slavery. We'll say you're people, people but not really people. It was basically like, you're, okay, you're not allowed, you won't be a slave anymore, but you're not allowed to hold land. You're not allowed to vote. You're only two thirds of a human. You can't being. drink from our water fountains. Everything. It's like it's yeah, literally. There you go. Those are the main laws. It's like you're like and like, women they made they're it important. Well, guess what? Black people got the right to vote before you. So women are actually the bottom of the tier. So they've been garbage gender. Yeah. Um, you saying that about Abe Lincoln? There was this uh, post on Reddit. This guy recently um, 
did the portrait of him and he redid it like like the, he had the old image and he redid it in Photoshop. And this motherfucker had the biggest nose ever. He must have been a Jew. Abe Lincoln was a Jew. Well, his name is Abraham. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, that's a Jewish name. <laughs> so he had the biggest nose ever in every single picture. It's fucking Anyways, huge. We all know Chris is racist. That's not no news to you. You racist George Jews. That's so fine. Let's, let's if you it. and Walt Disney want to hang out, you can <laughs> unfreeze them. <laughs> no, I just want to. <laughs> I'm very proud of that one. You're a piece of shit. I know. So this is part one of the Disney talk. We wanted, we're going to do a part two. This is just animation, classic animation. What, without generation, princesses. Without princesses. And we're going to do a live action version of, not these movies specifically, but live action Disney films at another time. And then princesses too. We all know. Although, uh, technic- will be although technically Mulan isn't a princess. Oh, really? No, she's not. She no, just, she's just saved a, all the I fucking guess, China. No, no, no. I guess no, 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 no. she's female a female pr- leads a, then. Wait, no, you yeah. pronounce it like this. Princess. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. pronounced because it's Asia. Well, I spoiled mine to Adney because I had a st- I picked a really, really strong one. Like, it's one of the... Dude, come on! It, is it not one of the best Disney movies? Like one of my favorites. And so I spoiled it for Annie. If we pick the same one, I'm gonna watch this movie like eight hundred times. If we pick the same one, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Anyways, I did Atlantis, The Lost oh, Empire, whoa. starring Michael J. Motherfucking Fuck. Fox. I feel like not as many people have seen it. Atlantis? No, no, it's not a big. It's not like a big, big fucking. It came out what ninety nine two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, 2001 is when oh it came out. Oh, my fucking science. I had guessed it. You fucking <laughs> nailed it hard, Second dude. time, second try. But uh, for those who haven't seen it, it's like we all know the legend of Atlantis, the, the city that was like an like the ancient Greek city, times. Yeah. Who that, you know, it sank under the sea, and like Plato wrote that poem about it and all that type of stuff. Well, the movie is about a fucking character named Milo, James Thatch. And he's um, a descendant, essentially. Hey, Adney. Chris, Chris has got this one. He's a great Chris has got this one, Adney. Telling you. He's watched it a thousand times. Descendant? It's his grandchild. It's not that far back. (laughs) I descended from my grandfather. I descended from my father. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't seen Atlantis, first of all, you fucking suck. It's a classic. It's it's such a a well-paced, well-developed, just a really good fucking movie um it's all about their they're, they're on their like he believes that atlantis is real his grandfather believed in it and he searched for it his whole life never found it everyone laughed him everyone at the uh, uh, like all these scholars laughed at his grandpa like oh you'll never find it and now he believed in it so much he looked up to his grandpa so much that he's trying to dedicate his life to finding it but he's also a joke he works in a fucking boiler room at a museum no one takes him seriously he keeps trying to get a trip funded to look for atlantis everyone laughs him off until finally he meets a very rich benefactor who just happened to be best friends with his grandpa and he oh, decides shit. i'm gonna fund that he's like you he's like we found something a very important piece of evidence and i noticed i know about the evidence that you found on your own of your no money for research at all you found some very important clues and you're fucking brilliant with this so i'm gonna fund your expedition son and what's great is that this old man is is a uh, voiced by the dad from fraser <laughs> and like i don't know if any of you guys have seen kelsey grammar no, the no, dad. No, no, that's, that's, sorry, that's sorry. Frasier. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting the lines together. The dog. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen the show Frasier, but the dad is great in the show, and he's so he's like warm and goofy and funny. He's he's a, such a great character in that show. Addy has always been a Frasier fan, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like he he brings that to uh, to Atlantis, and he's just this goofy old man, and he's you just love him immediately. He's fucking great. But uh, 
get into some depth about this show because like they actually go on the expedition, shit goes awry, but they actually end up in Atlantis. Man, the, one of the, I think this was the first movie that really got me invested in the side characters. One of my very first side characters, someone who's not the main antagonist or protagonist, someone who's just like a, there a vessel, push the story a vessel part, to push uh, the story yeah, forward. It's, it's the you. fucking it's explosives guy. Such an, <laughs> dude, it's such an ensemble piece. Yeah, it's, such it's not even piece. just one person. They're all great little characters. The explosive you have the, guy is the, so the explosive funny. guy's my favorite, but then you have the cook who's just sitting there doing mush. Oh, we got mush for days. His name he's got is this raspberry. He goes super hey, fucking five basic food groups. Four basic food groups: beans, bacon, whiskey, and lard. <laughs> Dude, that's almost that's almost becoming true, which is really fucked up. <laughs> because then, lard is fat, and right now we're well, learning lard, fat's no, good. No, well, lard, yeah, lard's pork fat. It's, yeah, all, it's, fat. it's all the white part of a bacon. It's pork belly. When you cut off, because I use lard right now on baked potatoes at work. We just changed the menu. Lard is the shit. Mix it with a little bit of pe- black pepper, salt, and herbs. Dude, you put that in a baked potato, you got the best baked potato. But it, it's, it's fat, right? It's all fat, yeah. It, it's pure white, but then you when it hits the heat, it melts down. So not only do you have a great supporting cast, great, like, Butter great voice fat. actors, you have fat. great animation. This was before CGI. You don't get to go into a fucking computer and draw all this out. No, you're drawing it on fucking paper, frame by frame. It's 24 fucking frames a second. So for, let's say, 10 minutes, you have... At least 2,000 fucking pieces of paper. I don't know. I'm not good at math. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 2,400. You just said There's it. a <laughs> lot of fucking paper no, there. And they're second, doing each whoa, little fucking that. movement. It's a, it's and then what they're doing is they're essentially creating a humongous flip book. It's a fucking humongous fucking flip book. And everything comes to this life as like, you fucking flip This was flip part it. of like the last couple movies that Disney did that were the 2D animation. And there was a little bit of 3D in it when like the there flying, some, the yeah, flying vehicles and all that shit. But uh, like I want to go back to the characters. Like, no, sorry. Because I that's I, fourteen thousand four hundred frames per mi- I, ten fourteen minutes. Fourteen thousand pieces of paper. I fucking loved Vinny as well. He was like my favorite character, and he's like so. He's just all these quips and everything. Like when you have fucking Milo, you know, ad- admiring the pillar and everything. He's like, oh my god, this one's taken thousands of years. And to then you have the guy like, that's the exact Vinny, opposite. Vinny grabs him, <laughs> pulls him away, and then it all explodes and it falls. And he goes, Look, I made a bridge. <laughs> He's a great archaeologist. 12 seconds. <laughs> and then, like, there's this point where, like, he has this canteen and, and Milo's drinking from it. And he goes, Oh, wait oh, a minute. No. You didn't drink from that just now, did you? <laughs> oh, no, that's not good. That's natural glycerin. <laughs> don't, don't move. Don't, 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 don't do breathe. anything. Don't breathe. <laughs> don't do anything except pray, man. <laughs> And then a guy comes up behind him and scares him. He's like, ah! And he goes, oh, shit. It's the and little mole laugh. guy who loves dirt, which yeah, reminds yeah. me later, of Todd. On, because he's a geologist. And Todd a literally mole. goes out and fucking looks at fucking rocks and shit. Vinny's like, hey, like, hey, Vinny, can you blow up this thing? He's like, I did, like I, and he's holding a piece of dynamite. He's like, I could blow that up if I had about 1,200 of these. <laughs> but I only got about 10. A couple of cherry bombs. I have road flare. Too bad we don't have some natural glycerin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so back joke. The it's movie, the, movie like, the, the, the the crew is so diverse because you have that guy. He's Italian. You have uh, Joshua Sweet, the doctor. He's a How giant about black the dude. lead mechanic well, you being have the a cook woman, who's a fucking southern a black woman? Yeah, no, she's Hispanic, a southern. A brown woman. We have a who's New Orleans. To hammer, so southern. To hammer at home that she's Hispanic besides the Spanish that she says. You're right. Have, I apologize. You're her right, you're older right. sister is a boxer. <laughs> 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 Woo! They, they 
keep nailing she it on that. every she's fucking like, point. She's her sister yeah. is like undefeated and has a title, has a shot at the title. And then of course you have the big, pompous, white... The mole guy is French, by the way, the which is racist as fuck because he smells dude. bad. <laughs> <laughs> but then you Perfect. have French your main antagonist, bad. he's big, white, uh, demeaning, uh, he's kind of a dick. Even though at first when you see him, it's like, oh, okay, he's just the leader of the group or whatever. But you can just tell. And then of course you have the, the pretty lady who's attractive, but she's of course a badass. She can shoot, she can kick, she's fucking gangster. I can't remember her name. But so, like James I James Garner. Saying, He's a famous actor. He's in The Notebook. He's the old guy in The Notebook. He's the one who uh, plays the main bad guy, who's like the commander-in-chief of everything, and he turns bad. Um, I want to talk about, but like the main good, the girl, the fucking beautiful girl that our main character, Milo, falls in love with, Kida, is played by Chris Summers, who is one of the most prolific voice actors ever, dude. Like, I'm going to grab up her fucking... Like your uh, Joker guy. Uh... Mark Hamill isn't in as many. Like, he's known for a few really famous characters. He's a little guest spots here and oh, there. Oh, I see what you're but saying. Chris She's Summer, known as a voice actor. As for hella different, like, and for iconic voices. The same way, like, Tara Strong. Her and Tara Strong work together all the time. They're both, like, they're both super famous for doing just millions of fucking voice acting. Like, I'm looking at... She has 279 credits as an actress. Wow. She's in the Powerpuff Girls, fucking oh, Voltron. What? She was in Atlanta. Um, oh, what? Is she was in okay, Ultimate Spider. These are a lot of the new ones that I'm not familiar with, uh, like fucking Robot Chicken. Hold on, I'm still. These are still all fucking brand new that I didn't really grow up with. She was that's in the Boondocks. For, that's Avengers Assemble. She was oh, in Diablo. She's in uh, ben Ten. She's in a lot of superhero shit. She was in Rick and Morty for an episode hey, as boy. a giant woman. She was in uh, uh, Young Justice. She was in Beware of the Bat. Like, there's so many superhero fucking ones. So, throughout, it's only 90 minutes. It's only an hour and a half. And you get limited amount, I want to say, like, maybe two to three minutes of all these other side characters. And even though you have very limited time with them, at the end, you still get a full arc. You still get a resolution. And you do not think it's cheap. You don't think it's cheap. You don't think that it's bought. You don't think that it's like, oh, well, they kind of just had to do that to make sure that it, like, pushes the story along. It's not that it's earned in in an aspect where it's like, well, you had to go through this tribulation, this tribulation, then he got over it. But it's earned in the fact that they are with Milo on this journey. This entire thing is Milo's journey, and everybody else is just a part of character. the journey. Milo helps him change, because he's not just this meek guy on Long for the Ride. Uh, he is very shy and kind of weak at the end, but he becomes stronger as the thing goes. His character grows, and as his happens, and like the people see his integrity, they all grow integrity too, because they're all mercenaries. Yeah, and they grow just there for money. It's 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 really fascinating, and of course, fucking Kita is animated hot. Like that's not fucking around. Animated, she is so sexy. Are you kidding me? I gotta show you some cosplays, Kita, too. By the way, There's, dude, I found some amazing Atlanta's cosplays online. I'm dude. sure. Okay, I start following people just off. Hold that. on. If there's one live action remake you need to make, it's Atlantis. Dude, Are you it's, kidding it's me? It's very cinematic with like the special effects in it, like the giant, the Leviathan. You get to take us to the another Leviathan world. Is the first big action sequence, and it's this giant thing destroying a hundred foot submarine. It's fucking epic as fuck. You get to add your CGI, and then you get to go back into the real world. Like, it's everything that you could possibly need. It, it's there. It's waiting for you. It's going to be the best one. If it's they not, ever do it. It's not, Anyways, it's, it doesn't have a water buffalo. It's real people. <laughs> it's real fucking people. I, I guess it's kind of... Uh, 
predictable, and I guess that's 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 a as fair any, as, like it's as predictable as any a adventure fair movie. Assessment, yeah, any like, adventure movie is this sort of predictable. Yeah, it's it's somewhat formulaic, and I could understand you take it docking points for that. But at the same time, everything within this but if formula, it's good enough, no, but if it's, it's good enough, then why the fuck does it matter if it's if it's formulaic? Like you said, if if if, if it reaches if it hits these certain points, and it's not a guessing game, you do a formula. It's still perfect. worth it. Something is some things are worth remaking if i mean like live stevie, action stevie you're a professional max, fuck, max. You're, <laughs> you're, you're a professional fucking chef who like created well, magic every time we've ever gone to a restaurant too much, credit, right? too much credit but do you enjoy peanut butter and jelly sandwiches bitch i'll make corn cobs right now or corn dogs sorry uh, <laughs> dad calls them corn cobs <laughs> really but yeah, that's just, what i'm saying we, it's like, it, it was a, a basic it was a misquote in the text so now we call them corn cobs <laughs> it's, it's a basic very 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 basic formula but it works exactly. for everybody. Exactly. That's it's like when, when Elon it's Musk... It's the peanut butter and jelly of movies because it's never going to get old. Exactly right. It never gets old. Never, never... It's folk music, motherfucker. <laughs> it never gets old. It, oh, it's always good. You love it. But no the best what? thing about it for me... Unless you're out and you doesn't like jelly. <laughs> and the whole thing... The whole thing that... Um, the reason you why it, like this jelly. movie means the most to me and it, it's the best animation for me that's outside of a, a female lead or a, or a strong... Uh, uh, princess or anything like that is because of the whole language barrier and it goes back oh, right yeah. back to Alien ah. with fucking uh, Arrival Arrival sorry Arrival, Arrival with Amy Adams with Amy Adams and it goes back to if you can at least have a basic understanding then premonitions and um Racism and all this stuff—it it, it kind of falls away once you can once you can communicate with yeah. each other. Everything else kind of is bullshit, and then you can really start to understand another human well, being. That's and old. I think no, that's, that's the best part about Atlantis that a lot of people overlook Adam because it's something that's like, like so. You're hitting it so fucking. Adam didn't even realize. Adam was like, "Oh, dude!" <laughs> like, first time Adam has <laughs> never. First, first time ever. It took first time. Adam looked at racism like, "Holy shit!" That's sixty-five right. weeks. I didn't realize. I'm I saw the racism part obviously because no, yeah, everyone yeah. in Atlantis is br- dark brown <laughs> but what's great dark is that brown. with no sun Listen. they should be white as fuck and magic I mean, magic Chris magic I know, I know. Get over that's it. where it magic. really starts yeah, to that's get that's how yeah. black people are black because of magic Ma- 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 magical black people bagger that's rants. why that's <laughs> 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 like our main character our main character who you fall in love with he's a linguist that's his main profession is he's He's a linguist, and he how does he how does he first communicate with Keith? At first, there's like this tension, like they're gonna fight, they're gonna kill each other, and he finds the the, the connection not just through the Atlantic Atlantic language, but he through actions. They have a root dialect in other languages. Oh so they yeah, talk, he, they speak French to each other, and they speak at least other languages to wait, each did, other. Is it, is so it, it's like by finding common ground, even the smallest sliver of common ground, and all of a sudden there's this this huge camaraderie start. Sorry, I I I know the movie. I haven't seen it. So does it actually have like, uh, what's it called at the bottom? To where it's like subtitles. Captions? Subtitles. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Okay. Yeah. So it actually, they actually do speak French. They actually do speak. Other yeah. languages in the fucking film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, for this certain part, no, it's not gonna pop up. No, 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 no. But no, I'm saying like him saying the the linguistics guy. They actually find common ground. The fact that they, it's like, oh, speak a little French. This little that. It's not like they speak English. Like we're speaking French right now. 
You know that. You know what I mean. It's like, it, do they show the yes, idea? They, they show the show exact. It? They show the exact thought pattern that's going through. Okay, it. They're perfect, both sitting there. That's what he I says want. this language. She talks this you, language. Yeah, you see he him, talks this you, language. She talks this. That's language. what I want. And then boom, they find Latin. Exactly. And when they find Latin, Latin the then it comes one. at the bottom, and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. now you're. And then they yeah. go to French, and then they go to this one, and, like, then, and then they find them. Yeah, they show her doing subtitles at different eras, but in this scene, like Chris was trying to say, is that there is no subtitles. So you're in the. Yeah, yeah, you're in the depth of of the. You're a linguist essentially. They put you. You're waiting to yeah. find the common ground. You, all you see is Milo going like, uh, like he's struggling. You could tell that he's having a hard time, but he's like guessing. He's like, ah, yeah, I got it. Like this, right? And then she's and like, then there's something. And she's like talking. She's like, okay. But he gets so excited once he finds it out. Yeah. And, and that engulfs you into, and there's oh, this just this little thing right here. There's this part where he goes, where he really goes, cool. like they're starting to talk more like smoothly. And he goes, parlez-vous français? <laughs> and she goes, oui, monsieur. And, and then, then the mole then, comes. He goes, they speak the he goes and whispers in her ear something perverted <laughs> she goes what turns on him and just fucking knocks his ass out <laughs> I love that it's blank until you the audience understands I think that's the most beautiful part because you're playing the role as the main protagonist it's funny though you're because tr- we don't like we don't actually speak French no, but no, we no, also but, catch up on that same but thing no it's, yeah. the, I, no it's the idea that they're trying to connect on some certain level and then once they understand each other's language then it's like no you understand now that we understand You're you because you're on board you're on board as the main character. I think that's what's cool as fuck about it. It's almost an understanding it's, it's factor a, it's of a, it's like... It's a movie about looking for common ground. And yeah. if there isn't a better fucking... Like, Milo's story arc is so fucking amazing. Like, the ups and downs and, like, somewhat predictable, somewhat not. It's just... Like, if there's... There's not a better story arc. There really isn't. He, he loved his grandpa. Like, Mulan's up there. They're all up there. But, like, they didn't fail on any Plus aspect with of the, the character of Milo. Like, you. He grows the entire time. Dude. He's like, the end when he's like I hope this is enough evidence for you that line <laughs> it gets it <laughs> and on. so what's funny is you can relate because we all three of us were raised by our grandfather a lot of the story is about him proving his grandfather right yeah like, this is the, my hero my idol it's huge underlying being looked I'm, at yeah. I'm gonna de- it's I'm the, the whole driving life. motivation yeah, dedicated yeah exactly it's his motivation to, to dedicate his that, life yeah. to, my grandpa was not a moron my grandpa he wasn't was crazy he was the only one that was right in a sea of people that were wrong and that's so fucking cool dude and I, w- I was like I guess there's a little bit of glimmer and hope that I hope it's the same for my grandpa you know yeah. for yeah. sure so if you were going to make a live action, who would you cast as Milo? Because Michael J. Fox is amazing. How the fuck are you going to recast somebody that he voiced? Have you even... Why, where do you go with that? You'd ha- it has to... They have to be squirrely and awkward. Definitely. Those I'm are like the biggest shaky two... Boys, cause like Parkinson's, you know? Dane no. DeHaan. <laughs> it's a joke. Dane who? Dane DeHaan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But he's gonna be Link in my Zelda adaptation, so maybe not. Man, I don't. He is. He It'd is be hard, weird. dude. It'd be hard. I didn't even think about it. I honestly, I haven't thought about the casting. Yeah, or don't put people like on the spot, bro. <laughs> my bad. Uh, I just, you didn't. You didn't make. You didn't set this up bad. prior. My bad. Hey, Chris. It's, it's okay. Name it's okay. me some names. Um, he's like honestly, uh, like off the top of my head, somebody that I know that could play it, and it's only because, and I've brought him up before. But it's only because I've I've seen him on screen. I've seen him work with a director, and I've seen him change a scene Dax. from direction. I like Dax from uh, Kristen Bell's husband. <laughs> Dax might work. That's funny. Dax Shepard. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Uh, I was thinking Cody Smith McPhee, the guy from uh, Let Me In, because now he's older. He's about yeah, twenty-one. I remember. He's very squirrely. He's lanky. I like it. I like it. 
Um, and he can do that whole, like, be somewhat comedic throughout it. But what he's great at is taking direction. He's somebody that could actually, if you have a really good director, he's somebody that the director would actually be able to direct rather than putting somebody who's a really big star in there and them just going like off Zach of their Snyder name. Did. Them going yeah. exactly. My biggest fear was that they would cast Michael Sarah. I'm not trying to talk. I'm not trying to talk shit on Michael Sarah because I think he's fucking hilarious and like into the and like this is the end. Dude, Arrested Development. He was perfect. Arrested Development. He's great, but I just I just don't think that you. You're so right. Need I could. You're you're right on every single level. He's too nerdy. You're so right. Michael Sarah's too Michael Sarah's too like too nerdy in a sense to where like he's. He doesn't want to take action. He wouldn't yeah. if somebody told him you shouldn't be searching for that anymore for your grandpa. I'd be like, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> no problem. Sorry, I'll go back to the boiler. He's a pushover. You yeah. don't I'll want to go back to the boiler. He needs Jonah Hill pushover. there. Yeah. He need Jonah Hill to be like, come on, pussy, do it, you fucking yeah, you bitch. You can't have a, you can't have a pushover to play a guy who wants to go adventure. Anyways, that's my movie, Atlantis. It's absolutely amazing. If you haven't seen it, you're absolutely fucking up. Like, come on. Get with the program. Atlantis, Mulan, all these great movies. Even Beauty and the Beast. I mean, come on. Let's, let's even go back. Well, I'll give you Snow White. Let, let, let's go back and back and back and back. See, I'm, I'm only talking shit right now. And I'm only rambling because both of them are off mic. So I'm only talking to you guys. I'm talking to you, the listener. I'm trying to get sexy with you, okay? So just know, Atlantis is the best. Like, they're going to say some other movies. It doesn't matter what they say because Atlantis is the best one. Like, out of all the Disney movies. Because women should be asleep at all times. (laughs) (laughs) At least Snow White comes with cocaine, so that's fine. Cocaine. So I'm going to go next because I know Adney's going to kill it. I like I blame Snow White and Sleeping Beauty for like teaching girls that like you're at your best when you're just looking pretty and not doing anything. That's fair. Because it's really it really confuses me that like so no princess talk. Didn't my, we say that? Like my whole life it was like, oh, you want to get girls, be good at something. Get a hobby, an interest, get good at it, and girls will flock to you. If you if a girl if you're seeing a girl, she sees you do something that you're good at, it's attractive. And at the same time, I've never met a girl who had that same attack. Well, not never, but like it's so rare to not find a girl not who's who like, well, they don't, they're never, girls are never taught like, oh, get an interest, get a hobby, be good at it. Let your man see you do it. And that's attractive. Nope. I never, never see girls. It's all like, there's so there's a bunch of girls that I've known. Like my last two girlfriends, uh, Dez and Nora, uh, neither of them had hobbies. And uh, Nora, I loved that Instagram post. That you Nora made. would, too, yeah, Nora would actually complain about it. She would complain like, "I don't, you have like your things. Like your main thing is boxing, and like that's part of who you are. Like I don't have a thing like that. How come I don't have a thing like that? I'm like uh-huh. need, I don't know what the fuck you're asking me, bitch. I'm like you need to start trying things. Like throw fucking a dart at the wall. Look for something. Like try any, try a bunch of things out. We'll find something cool. Do something with me. Let's go do something. Like. And of course, Des just liked to drink. Like that was her hobby was going out and drinking at well, a club. It's a fair hobby. Okay, it's and fine. It's and like, that's the most most women that you know now. Yeah, it's, it's most Irish. They're basically, they're basically taught through a lot of pop culture that just be pretty and that's enough. If you show interest in what your man's interested in, that's like all you have to do. A lot of guys talk about that. Oh, she likes that thing. Like I showed her this thing and now she likes it. So she's the fucking one. It's like it's never, oh, she's into this thing and now I'm into it. So yeah. we're a perfect thing. And like Good example. Good fucking yeah, point. Yeah, it's never like that. And that's why I fucking blame Disney movies so much. That's why Mulan is the shit because she had her own things going on. And like one of the like one of the biggest reasons why I'm attracted to her is because she had her own shit going on. Like she has her own hobbies. For those who don't know, me and Peggy are now like an official boyfriend and girlfriend thing. Golf clap. 
like her main thing through most of her life was she was always loved soccer and was really good at it. And now she's teaching me to play soccer, not because of I'm just gonna let her teach me. Like, but I'm, because he's Mexican. <laughs> yeah, I like I like genuinely want to learn how to play soccer. Because it's in his blood. <laughs> that, no, that's why I'm actually it's a good biological at it. Need. That's why I'm actually good at it. It's because I'm Mexican. Oh, she but, would say the opposite. No, no, She told Chris that I picked it up really good for she like did. my first no day. Way. She's she like, did. you know, and it's like I think it's because he's Mexican. So to speak, Spanish. <laughs> you started learning Spanish immediately. I've already been, but like. Like, I'm, like, the reason why I wanted to learn was because I'm trying to be as aggressively Mexican as possible. <laughs> so he's going in there Mexican style, Max. Because fuck that wall. Because fuck that wall. He's wearing a Mexican shirt right now. <laughs> a Mexican soccer shirt. Hey, you say You remove that middle part? Those are the Italian colors. <laughs> Get the eagle out of They're there. They're the same colors, motherfuckers. The Italian fight. But, uh, same she, like, she was already in the soccer, and she was like, she's already this really, like, really talented artists and like all these different kinds Dude, of art forms. definitely a talented artist. Like, like not crazy. just a great, not just great at like drawing, but great at like sculpting and great at painting. No, she's all the, these no, different hold things. on. Her accents immediately when she started doing a Boston, what kind of girl knows a Boston accent? <laughs> Isn't from Boston. She's not, I wouldn't call that a hobby. Dude, <laughs> she does no, 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 different no. accents just within Game of Thrones world. She'll hit you with this character and then she'll hit you with the completely different character. I'm so character. confused. I'm like, wait, hold on. A female knows accents? Like, this is crazy. You're not an actress. <laughs> like, Stevie's brain literally I, melted. I, I, I yeah. freaked out. When I first met her, I'm like, this is the first time I ever met a girl that was any out of everyone that Adney's ever dated, I, I even told him this. I've never met a girl so similar to Adney ever. I, I, she's actually, like, she's actually, she's actually selling her art on fucking on uh, uh, Etsy, uh, Etsy, Etsy. So she's selling it. She's actually gonna be like, oh, I want to buy this shit. Uh, I'm like, oh, I, I got shit for free, motherfuckers. You should but link it. I could post but, some pictures of it. But also, and like, uh, we started archery together. That was the thing that we both, because we both loved not only Game of Thrones but Skyrim. Both of those things are similar. And we were playing Skyrim a lot together. Like, we should actually find out how to, like, shoot a bow for real. And that's how we started archery together. But, that's awesome. But I think it's fascinating that she basically fought against the Disney movies that she loves so much. And because fuck Snow White, that's my main point, was fuck Snow White and fuck Sleeping Beauty because they teach girls. A lot of these Disney movies teach girls You're right. that the best thing they can do is be pretty and stand still and be quiet. I was just rambling. I, Mulan, you guys weren't here. Unlike Mulan. Which teaches you, if you fucking want to defend your family and their honor, you go and kick ass. Oh, and you save it, all of China. Wait, but me, that's, this isn't princess anything of, I thought it was, if, you, if you're Asian, be more Asian. <laughs> um, and if you're more Asian, you can be the most Asian. That's what the movie taught me. I'm not sure about you guys. That's a compliment to all Asian people because it means that all Asian people are badass. So. That means go. all Asian people are Asian, Adney. <laughs> right? Correct. That is correct. No, Korean is the word you meant. <laughs> you fuck. What's your movie, you fucking sack of My movie, Under Your Thumb, Adney. I don't... Under Your Thumb. I don't know it. All right, I'm going to say... All right, uh, I'll give you... Uh, uh, Chris, I'll God, wait for Chris to get matter. Fucking... Come, I'm giving you guys a hint. Um, let's say Purple Rain. Let's say Prince? Purple Rain as the example of what this movie is. To me, I related to the character even now more as an, as an older guy... I wanted nothing more than to impress people my entire life. Everything I wanted to do to impress people, I earned later on and it became who I am. And I, I discovered who I am as an older age and I was more comfortable with myself. I used to just want to be this person everybody wanted. I was a, a, it was a chameleon. I just wanted to impress everybody all around me. And then I realized, why not be satisfied with what you have and be happy? The movie that I'm talking about is a goofy movie. <laughs> 
The Goofy oh movie. Oh my god! I was literally gonna Holy guess shit. Ratatouille, and I don't even know if Ratatouille is Disney. God damn it! Holy shit! <laughs> you dropped a beautiful bomb. <laughs> I did not in a million motherfucking years. Me neither. Oh my god! And that's the thing is, he watched that movie so much when we were kids. I come over to the house and come over to Grandpa's. What are you doing? Watching a Goofy movie. Holy <laughs> shores in it, bro. Leaning tower of Leaning tower of life, bro. <laughs> Dude, great pick. Tell us why. It, it, it hella does remind me of my own life. It's it's a guy who's struggling to be popular, to be known. He came from a family. Time out once again. The f- the the main female character, animation hot. Animation Dude, redhead, hot. redhead, and redhead she's hot. not even she's Roxanne not human hot fucker. either. Roxanne, she's mouse hot. None of them are human. Hot. Them are human. <laughs> Joe said this to us a while ago because like he we told him what of our favorite movies. He's like, I think. Dumb and Dumber fucked you guys up, and that's why you guys like redheads because the main girl is a redhead. Like he said that to us, and I think that's true because a lot of the movies that influenced us when we were younger had hot redheads. Yeah, that's Who true. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Fucked me up, dude. That fucked that. No, he's a redhead. And he's a redhead. And she never, made it more of a ginger color recently. <laughs> and we've never, whenever somebody mentions comedy movies, you and I always mentioned Dumb and Dumber. I, I think the most references, even with Joel, Joel literally drove. To Reno to watch part two with us, and we were all just disappointed. But he still <laughs> made it up. Hey, there you go. Uh, Joel's, there you go. Joel's someone. Who, Joel's someone who we find to perfect. be to be one of the funniest people we know. Let's do three hours on Dumb and Dumber next week. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber is one of the best comedies ever, and it doesn't get his due. It really, it's really fucking incredible. I can't even explain it. I absolutely fucking love it. There's a Chekhov's gun almost every other scene with that fucking thing. That's how you write a movie. (laughs) Yeah, no. That's how you write it. You want to write a comedy? That's how you write a comedy. So fucking good. But that's. But anyways, we're talking about the Goofy movie and the Leaning Tower of Cheese. So the reason. So this is that peak Polly Shore, bro. This dude, is Biodome level Polly Shore, Shore, whose mom passed every single huge comedian you can fucking think of. His mom was the leader of the comedy store at in LA. Are you LA. serious? Yes. I, I had no that. idea. I had no yes. idea either. Uh, did you know Nancy Shore is Polly Shore's Holy mom. Shit. Wait, I had no fucking clue his mom was but even wait, in comedy or anything. Wait, like, have you seen Biodome? Yes, of course I've fucking sure. seen Just making sure. Because we couldn't do this podcast. Uh, you probably should watch Fuck, 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 I've never seen Biodome. It's one of like, it's like, for me, you grow up with that movie. If you're in our generation and you haven't seen Biodome, then you were sheltered. Are like you Disney kidding? movies in general. <laughs> Bogo! Bogo! What do you do next week featuring Biodome? Dude, Biodome is solid fucking fucking. I dude That's the definition of a whippet. I mean they're sitting in there. I was getting high as tits. I love love son in law. (laughs) Smelling the farts and shit. Guessing what the farts are. Dude, I haven't seen son in law. And I He's a Baldwin. He's a fucking Baldwin. And Polly that's one of Polly's or yeah, that's one of Polly's Best roles. You've never seen Southern Law? I, I have not. It's actually on Dude. Netflix right now. When they're in the desert or and they it find was. the key. I don't know if it is right all, now. No way. <laughs> Both and they the go, he's like shoving pizza. He's like, oh, give me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> they finally escape. Don't give me my <laughs> Don't fancy spinach. Fancy me, okay? Who, who's this, uh, who's this supporting? Who's this? Uh, That's, it's Stephen Baldwin. Yes. Yeah, Stephen Another Baldwin. Not Alec. Not what everyone talks about. Oh, the best Baldwin is about him. Throw it out there. Oh, oh. 
Oh, this Disney movie turned into Dumb and Dumber. Now we're about to go to Mitzi Shore in the comedy. Oh God, go back to the Goofy movie. What? The Goofy movie isn't good because Biodome happened. That doesn't make sense. So why the fuck is the Goofy movie good? Thank you, Adney. What the fuck is wrong? We suck at this. The reason I the reason I love Goofy movie so much it relates to me personally. Like I said. I didn't really like I just didn't know who I was growing up I wanted to impress everybody that's all I wanted to do ever and I saw that kind of it's subconsciously it's always in my actions but yeah. I do it more for myself you like the but, food? yeah but did you like the food? yeah we did we loved the food it was amazing the best food I ever had yeah but did so you, you like the food? food? did you like the food? <laughs> and that's what it was for me it, so, so it's about Max, okay, Max, Max, Max. Max. So his la- it's his last day of school, and he's Max. never he's never stood out to anybody, <laughs> right? His dad is Max. goofy. His dad is goofy. It's his family is is someone that's is a dumbass. Like that, his family sucks, and everything. All he wants to do is stand out in school, and he's picked on. He's kind of a nerdy kid. The energy sure is gonna be much lower. Yeah. Energy, energize, energy, energy, energize. <laughs> Tip oh. of the tongue, mouth, and lips. <laughs> Energy, energy. No, I, they're all the way plugged Chi. in. The human User torch Chi. was denied a bank loan. <laughs> Ow, now, brown cow. <laughs> See, we're energizing. <laughs> like the energizer, fucking funny, Adney. Try, I'm trying. I'm trying to energize. We both immediately went to fuck <laughs> You have full McConaughey on it. It's definitely not. You gotta energize. Energize. Sorry, everyone. If this sounds like a weird cut right now, because somebody had to send a text, that was really upsetting. Come on. Super demeaning. Like, oh, my life's shitty because of you. Poor. Should I cut that out? It's <laughs> a tough one. It's a tough, tough call. He'll probably check it out and be like, can you just cut it out? Fucking do whatever you want at this point. We are on rocks. I don't give a fuck. We are up on the rock. <laughs> Ain't no pics of rock. She's mad. She's Real diamond. Taking it back. <laughs> she rocked the boat, dude. She's trying to fucking be all like, oh, I didn't mean it. They always do that. They say. Well, the, how about you? They will say the worst thing imaginable. And they're like, oh, I didn't mean it. But if you say cunt. Once it's like no, you meant that with all your stuff. You're a horrible so person because women like, are fucking garbage. I only <laughs> meant like half cunt. Like you're a half cunt. You're a cuck. Yeah, you're a cuck. <laughs> you're a cuck. I said cuck, not cunt. <laughs> God. Like, yeah, you're being a cunt now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bitch. So goofy movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot you did. Are we gonna movie. like pretend like this whole thing didn't happen, or are we gonna no, acknowledge no. it? I don't know. We're gonna acknowledge it. You want to acknowledge it right now? Acknowledge it. Are we? We're kind of. We're being kind of meta. Okay, right, right now. <laughs> so last night we recorded the episode. We recorded an amazing episode. This is tomorrow. Right now you're listening tomorrow. You were listening to yesterday. But in the middle of yesterday, something bad happened. So now it's tomorrow and we're continuing the recording. Go. There you go. Yeah. So good. <laughs> mean, you saw Spaceballs right now. She sucks. Okay, we're recording two days before the day after tomorrow right now. <laughs> what? That's today. <laughs> Not yesterday. <laughs> So, some shit happened, but we're going to continue time, with the Time bandits. Up. So, <laughs> the Goofy movie is the movie I chose for my Disney fucking movie. Uh, it's probably my favorite classic Disney movie. <laughs> sober now. It's not fun. I know. It's harder. The show isn't fun if uh, it's sober. Uh, God. It's just harder. 
Podcasting sober is like being in a relationship sober. <laughs> it's not that fun. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome when you're drunk. Unless you're at like a Rogan compound. That would be kind of cool, I guess. So, With your relationship? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> uh, so I chose a goofy movie. Um, I actually genuinely fucking do love that movie. I the movie I watched it, rewatched it this morning. You gotta start tearing up hell bit. <laughs> like even on the first song, dude. Why? Cause it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he was so like I, when I fucking got home, it was the loudest the TV has ever. I had to drown out he my crying out speakers <laughs> in and bought a surround system just to watch the fucking I goofy got movie. I whatever it takes. Stand up so above ridiculous. the crowd, even if I have to shut up. The fuck up. Like, I'm not, like, dude, I, I can't fucking. It's so good. It's such a good movie. It's, it's nothing compared it's to such Atlantis. What? He just made that up. There's <laughs> no song for Atlantis. Yeah, there is. For the casino, Atlantis. That's a horrible connection to make because the casino could suck a dick. It's a horrible connection. Yeah, but there's I, like. I think Atlantis water. is a much better movie than the Goofy movie. I think because I. Obviously, for Exhibit. obvious reasons. Exhibit A. There's no goofy. I remember many lines of dialogue from Atlanta. I remember a lot of Atlantis. I can't remember barely anything. From I remember me. one thing. I remember Roxanne being hot. And then the leaning tower of Chisa. That's yeah. it. That's remember, all I got. Remember Paulie Shore. And yeah. Talking about why we always wearing gloves. <laughs> he was this close to just blowing the whole universe up. <laughs> but I remember it because it's a fucking great movie. It's about a. It's it's a. Father and son tale, all right? <laughs> Together. <laughs> no, it's actually very sad because it's the last day of school and Max is being a fucking super nerd. Even the opening song, he's going... Well, we have all learned from the LRH series that being a nerd is how you get shit done in the country. Yeah, that's true. Being a nerd, the nerds are the ones that get shit done. Well, he's just, he's picked on a lot. And like, it's his last day of school and he's like basically tells his best two best friends, this is, this is my last chance. Like, I want to make myself known. I want... I on wanted. the last day of school? Yeah. Wow, kind of late. <laughs> yeah, but if you do on the last day of school, summer when all the parties go off, they're going to remember. Well, Hopefully. Remember, last thing they remember of you because you were invisible all year long. But last day well, of school, years. you were Prince. You acted like Prince did. That's fucking right. So you get to bang. So, <laughs> and that's what everything's all about. Banging. In life. Yeah. Not, not just high school. <laughs> so it's the last day of school, right? And he's going to school kind of like... Sad. You see his dad's trying to connect with him. Hey, son, how's it going? He's like, get the fuck out of here. So that's like, you no, actually, what? I feel, <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually lot. pretty good. <laughs> you actually feel very bad for Goofy. Like, rewatching him, like, his son's a dick. Yeah, yeah his son's but a he can't fucking help, asshole. Like, Goofy can't help but that he's mentally challenged. That's not his fault. He's, he's not, born that he's way. He's not mentally challenged. He just, no, Goofy gives no fucks. That's what you gotta understand. I no, rewatch it. Okay. Oh, you don't remember, so I will just shut okay, the fuck so up. I mean, <laughs> shut the fuck okay, up. Okay, so. I don't remember the movie, but not, I'm gonna tell you what it's about. He's not, okay, he's not I Am Sam, but he is Forrest Gump. You gotta give it at least a little bit. Oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, maybe this is a Forrest Gump Disney movie? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we're fishing. <laughs> so he, he accidentally gets into all kinds of shit, just running places, being silly. <laughs> It's dumb. And he gets left with the kid. Where's the wife? She's gone. Probably died of AIDS just like Jenny. <laughs> See? <laughs> it's all connected. <laughs> Disney and Forrest Gump. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's trying to connect with Oh, his you son. know when Lil Forrest grows up, he ain't going to respect his dad. <laughs> he's already smart. He's like, Dad, you're a fucking idiot. I'm going out. You're not my dad. <laughs> so, you, uh, in the beginning of the movie, you automatically get Goofy trying to be friends with the son. The son does the typical teenager thing. Go fuck yourself. Oh, shut up, dad. Yeah. Just buy me a One car already. <laughs> so Dog privilege. <laughs> They're dogs, right? 
<laughs> dog privilege. Yeah, dogs. <laughs> so he has puppy privilege. Yeah, because he's a hound dog. They're all hounds. Is that the long ears? Let's go down the wormhole real quick. <laughs> so, um, but then he he ends up going to school, and the first song is like everyone's singing about what they're excited about. Summer's gonna fucking be the shit because they're finally out of school. School sucks. It's, it's high school musical. <laughs> so and then he gets to school and he's singing and as the bell rings he's like fuck I wish today was the tomorrow instead of today sort of thing <laughs> the day after tomorrow um, and then he's going he's walking down <laughs> the the bleachers and he fucking trips down the bleachers and then as soon as he hits the ground everyone's like ah starts laughing at him and then his girl Roxanne helps him Roxanne <laughs> you don't have to turn on a red nope. light <laughs> <laughs> I was going with the song though. <laughs> so she helps him up and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, he's like, runs into a trash can and runs off. And it's like, does the perfect nerdy thing of like embarrassing himself in front of the girl that he, he wants to impress. Typical. So he goes up to his fat friend. <laughs> Nerd. And it's basically, he goes up to him and he's like, this is it. Like, we're going to make this happen. We're going to do this one thing on the last assembly. And what he's like, doing see is... Your prey? I got the perfect plan. <laughs> he's, parodying, he's parodying the fa- most famous singer in... At least in the movie, in this fucking uh, universe. And his name is Powerline. And it's totally like Powerline. a Prince character meets uh, like dancing style. That's code oh, for Michael cocaine. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Powerline. Power oh, so they told us nothing Prince about Powerline. Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> that means you can power through that shit. <laughs> And you throw watches at We are not pro power lines of this podcast. <laughs> 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 this is a power line podcast. <laughs> um, so he's like, Yeah, finally I'm gonna do I'm gonna do you know, do this last fucking hurrah to try to make myself known. And it's the last assembly and you could tell the principal's a fucking douchebag. Like the the girl Stacy comes out and she talks and she's like, I'm gonna be throwing the power line party at my house, tells the whole assembly. I'm like, How big is this bitch's house? First off, it's gotta be huge. This, it's gotta be no, huge. it's gotta be huge. The hugest house. Cause I'm like, this whole thing The bitch I, is probably related to Scrooge McDuck. My favorite, my favorite line in the whole thing is the nerdy guy in the, in the audience going, Stacy, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Just so <laughs> she reminds me of childhood. This whole movie is fucking this whole movie just reminds me of being a kid. That's why I love it so much. Maybe you're going to tell us every scene. So no, no, it's going to go beat four. So he ends up fucking they, him and Leaning Tower Cheesa and fucking. Uh, his, What's that character's name? Polly Shore's character. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what is that? Oh, uh, Bobby. Oh, wow, that's boring. <laughs> you should have let Polly Shore pick the name. Bobby's, it would have been Bobby's fucking hilarious. Hilarious. You would have said Polly. You said Squirrely. <laughs> Squirrely. Bobby Zimmerus. <laughs> so, in it, so, so they plan to do this whole fucking thing. He pays him in cheese, which is great. And they completely do like a senior prank, and he plays this fucking power line character. <laughs> and he, after everyone's been picking on him, you can already tell he's being bullied. And then he, everyone's like, "Holy shit, Powerline's fucking here!" They're all—he's moving like him. He's singing. It's, it's fucking awesome. He's being a badass. And uh, Bobby hooks his fucking ass, and he goes swinging through the air, and he goes to put his hand on the girl that he likes, reaches out, and then boom, everything gets shut down. And it's like, principal brings him into the office, tells them, "You're basically gonna be going to prison." He calls his dad, Goofy, and he's prison. like, "He's like, yeah, it's like, you're gonna be gangster. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> such that older parent, your kid's gonna be a criminal because he did a prank." Like it's it, they totally plan if that. If he which keeps is, going down this line of decisions, he'll end up in prison. Like that. he'll end up in the electric chair, is what he says. <laughs> and then Guru's like, "The electric chair? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go to Lake Destiny." <laughs> <laughs> it's 
great movie. <laughs> God. So, so, the, so, the, so the, that was the catalyst. Yeah, that's and the what catalyst. the movie is, is that Goofy's going to go on a road camping trip with no, his well, son. No, well, he's trying to... Take him to Lake Destiny to be like, let's get let's get some family values back in you. No, if they get the water of destiny, listen, he is terrified because he's a single father. He doesn't really know how to raise a son. He's not connected because to his Ginny son. died of AIDS. I told you. <laughs> Telling. All right. <laughs> this is I'm what a, you do a lot. Of a, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is all you do. This is what it's Throughout like, the entire yeah, Iron Fist. It, stuff. This, is, oh, this is hilarious. And if this is what I do, it's funny. Oh, oh now it's funny because oh, you do it. Because oh, I do it. Right, yeah. yeah. There's, it's not, it's not funny when you guys do it. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, you get all quiet and all butter hurt. Butter, butter, butter hurt. Ah, <laughs> oh, you dipshit! You ruined it. He won. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, now shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, okay, keep going. So. And then he gets fucking nervous. He's like, fuck, I'm a single father. Last thing I want is for my kid to fucking end up in prison. And he's just, he, he doesn't know what to do. So he decides I'm going to take him to Lake Destiny, which my father took me. And, and all he has like, to do is drink out of there and then his destiny is revealed to him. No, it's oh. not what it is. He's going fishing. He's trying oh. to just get him away because he thinks he's going to end like up being in a gang or partying. <laughs> it's like some Dragon Ball Z shit you were talking about. <laughs> so as he decides this, as the, as the, or Iron Fist. As the father decides he's going to take him to Lake <laughs> Destiny... The father decides he's gonna take him to like Destiny. Max is sitting there, Max, with his Max. hand, with his hand in his. This is not school. This life. <laughs> with his face in his hands, and Roxanne walks up to him and she taps him on the shoulder and she basically, because the party that you know the girls gonna be doing say soon, she was like, "Hey, you know, I just want to say that was awesome what you fucking did." And then he's like, mm. "Hella nervous," and he goes, "Um, is there any way you'd be willing to go to the party with me?" And she goes, "I would love to." And it was like, last day of school, finally got the girl that he's been dreaming about for years. You know, which is fucking awesome. You're like, sweet. With a little fucking mole looking like Ava Mendez and, and shit. Uh, and, then he, and then the bell rings for the last day of school, and he's going to walk home, and he's hella sad. And then uh, big fucking Pete jumps on his shoulder and goes, dude, you fucking did it. That was awesome. You pulled some shit. And then he's like, Max, Max, <laughs> Maximilian, which is fucking what Bobby says. And then everyone keeps coming up to him. Like the hot chick is like, put her arms around him and shit. She goes, you got some moves. <laughs> you mean the hot dog. No, the hot dog. Yeah, there's a hot dog. <laughs> is it another chick besides Roxanne? Yeah, it's a different. And then the girl, Susie, walks up and said, that's Roxanne's band. And then he's just like, he feels hella good. Because it's like, finally, now he's not, now he's not a ghost. That's all you need to do this whole time. Oh, God, karaoke. Fuck out of here, man. That doesn't work. Have you or, ever done it? Yeah, uh, done. Yeah, plenty of times. I mean, I got late, but karaoke had nothing to do with it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then he asked, he's stuck. His dad's like, well, you're coming on this fucking trip. And he's like, fuck. I don't know what to do. Fuck. <laughs> um, so he, he lies because he doesn't know. He doesn't know how to handle it. He finally got the girl of his dreams after all this time. And he has to automatically an hour later cut off the date so he makes it this I will bullshit. fight my dad I don't give a fuck you're goofy you can't fight <laughs> oh, you can't hit a handicap guy though dude you hurt, <laughs> you hurt himself walking towards you dude ain't nothing set a booby trap <laughs> Batman him so then he fucks <laughs> dad forces him to go on this trip and then he you know goes to Roxanne he says he lies and says we're going to the Powerline concert my dad used to play music with him and then she was like oh my god and then she tells him telling everybody in town fucking bitch <laughs> women she, don't know how to keep secrets <laughs> god damn here, come on <laughs> Lafayette, Ron Hubbard knew that. <laughs> or figured that out after a while, anyway. Until so, he got Mary Sue. So then the whole trip is, is a dad trying to connect with his son, and his son's not about it. They run into Pete, and Pete yeah, Jr. he's going to get laid. Like, I mean, other circumstances, I feel like it would have been easier to connect. But if you didn't cock block him, I mean, that ruins relationships. <laughs> so they run into Pete and Pete Jr., and Pete Jr., uh, Pete's like, 
you gotta make sure he's under your thumb, goof. <laughs> oh, now I remember where. Yeah, yeah I remember the like, scene now. Like, yeah, and he's like, you he did the voice. It made it. It helped. Yeah, yeah. It helped. He's like, he's like, <laughs> you gotta you, make sure he respects you. Respect him <laughs> under your thumb, goof. Under your thumb, and it's like respecting, getting your son to respect you is more important than getting your son to love you. Is what. Pete tells him, my son respects me. Watch this. He rolls a he rolls a bowling ball and he fucking knocks down nine pins and he goes, Pete! And Pete runs up and knocks down the pins. He goes, Booyah! Woo, <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Dude, it's fucking great. And so... <laughs> I know, she's all fucking with me. After they're having a fucking horrific time, they finally start to find some common ground and he's like, he tells Pete later on, uh, I tried everything that you said and it didn't work. And then the f- the fun the moment that I stopped being so like stick up my ass is the moment that we started connecting on a new level. And it's fucking super awesome because it's like finally they're connecting. Now he's still stuck between what does he want to do? He needs to go to L.A. because he what is what's more important? Pussy. Make sure your dad love you. Your dad's forced to love you. Pussy's not uh-huh. always be there. Uh-huh. Come on, I sw- dude. Fuck that. Like if you tell your dad. <laughs> I was gonna get laid. Like he's your two days. I'm like, all right, son. All right. So now it's listen. Okay, it's okay. So now we go. We go to Lake Destiny another time. Now listen. Bring her along. That's, Bring her along. Now listen. It's exactly how the movie ends. He tells his dad because they end up like his dad finds out that he's circled L.A. instead of circled Lake Destiny because there's this fucking split off in the freeway and it's like one of the most important scenes in the movie because like he gives his son the map. Would you trust him with the map? Finally, you're an adult now. And uh, he's like, all right, which is it, left or right? Left or right? And it's like this fucking tense scene of right is Max like deciding Destiny. whether to lie yeah, or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the left is LA, and he goes left at the last minute, and he fucking takes West to LA. And then Goofy's pissed off, and they pull off, and he's like, you, I know what you did, hella mad. And they fucking end up chasing the car. The car like starts going on its own because dad forgot to put the brakes on. <laughs> and they end up, it's it's a it's a fucking Goofy movie, okay, <laughs> Chris. Piece of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Finding Atlantis isn't goofy. Get fuck out of here. Oh, it ain't. Oh, it's an amazing movie. It's steeped in reality. <laughs> fuck out of here. Giant flying sharks they in the sky. They found cities under sea. There's, Boom, a literal, there's literally flying rockfish. <laughs> <laughs> that they ride and shoot lightning out of. Oh, amazing. <laughs> 100% real. <laughs> this is all true stuff, not alternate facts. So make sure you eat the heads. So nutrients are. After they're like down at their lowest point, he finally tells his dad everything. They're floating down a river on the car. <laughs> and he tells his dad, This is why I lied to you. This is and his dad and he's like, I just feel like an idiot. I'm gonna have to tell her and it's I'm gonna be the laughing stock of the town. And his dad's like, Fuck that. We're going to LA. We're gonna fucking we're gonna make this happen. And we're he d- class totally you does. up and get you laid. <laughs> and they totally do. They make it there and they bypass security, act like they were fucking stealing stuff like in a Detroit Rock City. Remember when they you actually mean, oh, they yeah. act like they're like part of the crew. Yeah, yeah, part yeah. of the crew, and they get in Rose. there and they get chased down, and they end up on stage and end up doing the last uh, dance of the last song with them, and they're on TV, and everyone in town freaks the fuck out. But he learns a lesson. He came back and he told her the truth, and he says, "Listen, I lied to you." And she goes, "Well, you did it. I mean, that's pretty fucking awesome." She goes, "I didn't care whether you." Did that or not? She's like, I I've had a crush on you since the first time I heard your laugh. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, we, the lie. only reason this all worked out is because he was literally famous. <laughs> dude, if he wasn't famous, work with fucking Prince, dude. No, fuck no. You. But she, if he would have failed, she'd be like, lip. she'd be like, you fucking lied. Oh my god, you Trust piece you. of shit. <laughs> she bit her. You know butt. how women don't. He, he fucking ooh, yeah, and she bit her lip like, y'all, you're adorable, kind of thing. She wants to fuck a handicapped she kid. She's <laughs> just as bad as Jenny. <laughs> She's just as bad as Belle. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, wait, hold on. Hey, <laughs> that was into bestiality, all right? She didn't fuck him when he was a beast. She would have. She didn't even kiss him. She would have. She wanted that court If that rose petal would have fell, she still would have done that. she was smart enough to consent fully, all right? She wanted that fucking corkscrew cock. Yeah, oh, definitely wanted that beast cock. You know, like, that's the same as, like, come on. If you're going to date the Hulk, you want to date the Hulk. You don't want to Bruce Banner. <laughs> yeah. like, can you turn green for me? I know you said hog when you're fucking Hulk. Betty can Ross. You? Betty Ross, she was, she was going to make green dick. But same with Belle. Yeah, and that's why I, that's why I had to shut off Beast, uh, Beauty and the Beast because I was like, he's getting me hot. So I had to shut it off and start watching porn. I mean, he's a good looking... Beauty, I typed in Beauty and the Beast POV. <laughs> I mean, dude, he's a good looking were beast, whatever thing he is. Water buffalo, he's, Adney. He's pretty handsome. He's a handsome water buffalo. But he's got like claws. Oh, so Adney's into bestiality too. <laughs> That's what Look how hairy he is. He's <laughs> <laughs> the beast right here. <laughs> so, um, th- yeah, so the me- the message is really cool. He actually connects with his fucking father. The father and son become fucking friends, and he gets the girl. And it's all about being honest about who you are and not fucking lying and, and you know, doing what you can to, I don't know, it's like making the last beast would make more sense if the beast turned into the hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> You know what I mean? That would have made more sense that way because he's like literally like super ugly and it's like look past that to your personality. If you're a handsome dog, you know, bitches love dogs, dude. <laughs> Clearly. And he's rich. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you were saying about the Goofy movie. Yeah. Trump is Beauty and the Beast. It's about trust. Except Melania's ugly. And uh, being honest. Instead. Yeah. <laughs> and it's building great, great relationships. Great, and, and, it's a great fucking movie, dude. It's I'm funny that that's your favorite because you have a horrible relationship with that's your family. That's why it's a scary movie. Like, I wish my dad was goofy. <laughs> not fucking... Meth- who he is? <laughs> not methy. <laughs> no, Pete on meth. Like, <laughs> he is. My dad is Pete. Yeah, like, he was. Hell, that, except he wasn't rich. He's Pete's Aww, rich. Boo. He's a poor man's Pete doing meth. <laughs> Wow, that's really bad. <laughs> Twisting the pipe, Goof. <laughs> Twisting and the Goof pipe. looks like one of my dad's nice ass and friends. Steady. All skinny and shit. Missing teeth. Missing teeth. All you can see is two teeth. That's all you can see. Yeah, so this movie res- really resonates with my childhood. <laughs> so yeah, that's a Goofy movie. I like right it. On. And the main pick. girls are redheads, so totally, yeah, there you go. Of course she is. Jesus. So with your movie, I'm going to guess Angels in the Outfield. Fuck no. Wait, there's a classic Indian version. in the cupboard. No, no, Fox and the Hound. No. Who the Fox and the Hound? Fox and the Hound was my runner fucking Yeah, cup. I knew it, dude. That, that is a such, such a good movie. Dumbo. Solid. Solid. No. Hold on, I wait. could see it. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. No, Aladdin. Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> that has a Disney princess. Like, Oh, yeah, you're right. We're not doing that. Um, Shut up. Don't say anything. Fox and the Hound Brother is Bear. such a fire fucking No. Movie. No, Brother nah, I never Bear. Even, I, like, I watched like 10 minutes of that movie. Didn't get really I know you didn't do Jungle Book. That wouldn't have made any sense. <laughs> that would have made any sense. Joe would pick Jungle Book. <laughs> it's a cartoon, like? yeah? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Um, don't say it. We're going to keep <laughs> I know. guessing. I know. Oh, Aristocats. Never asked you guys no. to guess. But uh, that's one of my favorite songs in it, though. Damn it. When he's singing... Being is all I'm Abraham Delisset, Giuseppe Case. That song. <laughs> it's a great song. It's, awesome. um, it's fucking he's smooth as fuck. Have they made a live action of yours? Have they what? Have they made a live action version of yours? Not really. Not really. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shut up, Alaria. She knows it. <laughs> She's trying to give it away. Meow. Fuck. Let's see. I don't know. I, no, I can't just... think of any more off the top of my head. I would need to like look up a list. All right, what is it? 
Hercules. Oh, oh son of a bitch. I never fucking that. I just like watch some of it, not all of it, but some of it. That's a great fucking movie. Just Hercules movie? is way better than Goofy Movie. You lost on this selection. <laughs> <laughs> right, I know, I know, you're right. Personal you're right. fucking It is, it is. Like. You still lost. <laughs> it, is, it is, but you still lost. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there have been fucking dozens of big budget Hollywood movies trying failed. to failed. Adapt, adapt, failed. Failed. Kind of. failed. Yeah, failed. Trying to adapt the Hercules Greek myth and they've all been horrible. Even the this rock is couldn't by far revive the best it. One. This is actually good, so automatically makes it good. So <laughs> the best one. It's it's actually legitimately good. It fucking it, it's so different from the actual myth, but it doesn't fucking matter because super strong guy, he's son of Zeus. That's all you need. Yeah, and he fucking nails it. Um, this like uh like I said like Fox the Hound was super close. It was like fucking neck and neck. But I was like, you know what? A little bit with Hercules. I don't think it's I don't think it gets its due. Yeah, because of all the Fox remakes, Hound does get its due though. Everybody knows, like that is the one of the saddest, most heartbreaking, fucking. I don't even want to talk about it. And that bear it. scene, that bear was so fucking scary. Like that, <laughs> was, that, was a, that was a legitimate, really good action sequence in that fucking movie. That's no joke, dude. That's a just sad movie. I mean, come on, man. How no? Fucking her letting the fox go on the fucking. Oh, Copper and Todd fighting a bear. I mean, best bromance in Disney. But let's get back to Hercules. I mean, I'm gonna say Jafar and Iago, but okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Anyways, I picked Hercules. I, was, I think it, uh, <laughs> like, I love the, um, like, the they they could have went with the typical, like, damsel in distress that's in every fucking Disney movie who's, like, actually needs to be helped and all this, and she's kind of boring. It's just that typical bitch. This is, like, fucking way before Shrek came in with, oh, our fucking princess is the badass. Yeah. <laughs> This was like, okay, we're going to have, she is, she's not like a fighter, but she actually has like a lot of fucking attitude and she's like really quippy and she's like the comic relief a lot of the time in the movie because she actually has funny shit to say. Very sarcastic, entertaining. Um, They have fucking Danny DeVito as like the trainer guy who trains Hercules and he's a fucking satyr and like the cartoon, the version of the satyr looks exactly like Danny DeVito in real life. Yeah. They fucking nailed it and with that casting, Mm -hmm. it's fucking perfect. I can't wait for Danny DeVito to get that role. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Live <laughs> action. And he's gonna be fucking. <laughs> I hope they do, do, do that whole fucking stick to the original fucking story. They they would probably definitely change it because. Well, uh, see, all these other remakes that have come out have Disney really been a part of it, or has Disney kind of just yeah. gave them the rights? Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it's been. It's like these live action remakes are all just Disney redoing their God, shit. Well, they really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Pepsi, they didn't hit the mark. Dude. <laughs> What's funny is like I I understand why they didn't like do that. They never go close to the actual Hercules myth because the actual Hercules myth is that okay. <laughs> so his father is Zeus. Zeus is married to Hera, but Zeus can't keep his dick in his pants. Oh right? yeah, Zeus never is like could. The almost, best womanizer ever. Almost every myth is about Hercules or not Hercules, but about Zeus just fucking some random chick. And he does really rapey shit. He shows up as a wait, what's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> like he just shows up as like a pile of gold. All of a sudden he's fucking you. Shows up as a giant bull, and all of a sudden he's fucking you. Yeah. Like you don't get to choose whether or not the god of gods is gonna fuck you. You grab the you grab the fucking bull by the gold, bro. <laughs> and that's what he does. He ends up fucking some chick. She gives birth to Hercules. Hera, his wife, fucking hates Hercules. Even though he's like he has like a million bastards, but he's like no, I hate this one, and so she actually puts like a little spell on Hercules, and Hercules murders his own wife and kids. And oh, I didn't know this. 
Yeah, this is the actual myth, and he's you know stricken with grief, and of course he already has his super strength and all that stuff. But he's just like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? And he's like, what do I do? Like, you're gonna fucking, you're gonna go to fucking Tartarus, which is like the Greek version of hell. It's in Hades. It's like the deepest part of Hades. And uh, they're like, well, you're gonna have to redeem yourself. You're gonna and, go to Hades with uh, Henry Zabrowski, and you guys have to work. <laughs> and so they have like the uh, the trials of Hercules. We have to do like all these crazy heroic things, and uh, like one of them is he the killing this lion that like you can't like no one can penetrate the lion's skin with like a fucking sword or spear or anything like that oh he, so hercules has to use the iron fist basically <laughs> he clubs it to death because he's super strong and then he wears it's his fucking he skins it and wears his skin so now he's like armored and shit he does and like every like trial he has to find some intellectual way of beating the giant beast or whatever one of the trials which is my favorite is there he, he has to clean out a stable that's just not been taken care of in like decades. a barn. So there's just ton, like liter, like metric tons of shit, nah. and that he has to clean. And it's just about uh, learn what it is to be a working man, kind of thing. But anyways, yeah. Except the working man doesn't move tons with the shovel. He uses a machine. Yeah, but they do it throughout their <laughs> but, lifetime. But Hercules is strong. a machine. <laughs> he has super strength, and when he does, he actually just breaks a fucking dam. Which somebody built that, you dick. <laughs> yeah, and it took them years of planning. And he floods the <laughs> shit down. But that's how he solves that problem. But anyways, you got to uh, drown your problems. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's why he drowns his ex-wife. That's how he kills her. <laughs> Obviously, really they, coming around. Obviously, you can't do that kind of shit in a yes, Disney movie. Yes, you can. Rated right, right. R, Disney baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, learn from Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was 20th Century Fox. Then. <laughs> yeah, uh, step it up, Disney. Come on, Disney. <laughs> so, in case you haven't seen it, what Disney fucking did with their movie is super different. They have wait, like, so there's no pile of shit, or the movie no pile is a metaphorically pile of shit. <laughs> no, it's an amazing fucking movie. Oh, I was talking about live action. action. I was talking about yeah, live action. They haven't done. God, Disney hasn't done one. <laughs> but is it? How what? Go ahead. And so what? The, it's basically it opens up, and Zeus is apparently the first. Isn't that who what? it is? God damn it! Who on the phone? All right, Hades. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember this morning. Hades is played by James. God Woods, damn it! That was the second guess. I was and it's I one of the best of... Disney villains ever. Ever. It's ever. right up there with Scar. Yeah. Oh, ever. It's, it's so good. Joke, that was in Rick and Morty. They were like, they all started slamming their hands down. And they were like. <laughs> Willem Dafoe! That's the one I couldn't remember this morning. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking lost it. But yeah, dude, because Hades is what I remember the most from the Hercules movie. He's the best part of the movie. He's awesome. He steals the fucking show. He's hilarious. And originally, I forgot who they had, but they had somebody else. James Wood and Dennis Leary look so close. The blue Originally, James Wood, yeah. They had somebody else to play Hades, and they wanted this really creepy, like menacing, more like Scar or Ursula, something like that. Classic Disney villain. But James Woods is like, no, I'm James Woods. Let me do it. And he talks super fast. And he's like, I'm going to do this super fast talking, like, sleazy car salesman version of Hades. Yeah. Which is so, so good, good dude. Yeah. And he fucking nails it. And, like, one of the favorite scenes is, like, when he's, like, trying to convince Hercules to fucking sell his soul and everything. He's like, come on. I mean, I got all the time. Fine. Just, just sign it. Sign it. Come on. I mean, I don't really have time to do this. I would just sign it right there. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We dance. We kiss. We switch. We go around. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Good. And it's just... And he just provides a lot. Like, he, of course, he is Hades, so he's the bad guy. And he does a lot of evil shit. But a lot of these things, he does also a lot of great quips and everything. And he provides a lot of fun throughout the film. But anyways, the, the storyline that they go through is that Zeus and Hera are the perfect married couple. And they fucked. And they had little Hercules. And he was just a god. And then Zadie, actually, Hades was all mad. And so he has his little fucking guys. One of the guys is fucking voiced by... Bobcat Goldwith. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, uh, he has it, was a, it was either I can't remember if it was Pain or Panic, 
But those are the two guys' names. And they fucking kidnap little baby Hercules and they try to make him drink this thing that would turn him into a mortal. He doesn't finish it all, so... The curse isn't, like... So he doesn't cemented. kill him. He turns him into a mortal, but with super strength. And they get their ass beat by him and they're all, what if we just say he died? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do that. <laughs> and then, of course, fucking 18 years later, Hercules is all grown up and it's all about and Hades him. Hades is pissed. It's all, he, <laughs> finds out, he finds out that Zeus is his father and, it's his, and he's trying to find a way to get back up onto Mount Olympus. He belongs with the gods. He finds out that he was born a god and it's all his quest to become a hero. His, Zeus tells him, if you become a true hero... Then you can join us. Like, how do I do that? He's like, you have to figure it out for yourself, son. Which is great. And so the whole movie is his journey, and there's a lot of nods to like the trials. Like he does fight a lion, yeah. and you see him wearing the lion's like skin, and he's posing to be painted with it. He's like wearing the lion skin, but the lion skin that he's wearing is actually Scar from Lion King. <laughs> oh my it's god, a, it's a brilliant nod. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> But uh, and like he turns into like this big celebrity and he's just like so full of himself and everything. But uh, he becomes a hero thanks to Philoctetes, played by Danny DeVito. And what I love that Disney does is whenever they have a character, that's with, a like, side character, right? Little yeah, yeah Philoctetes. And whenever they find a character like a little side character that's a complicated name like Philoctetes, they shorten his name to something that we use now. So he calls him Phil yeah. the entire mm-hmm. fucking movie. And he's such a typical like. Uh, Mickey from Rocky, like the old gruff trainer and everything. When he finds him, he's like, come on, Phil, you gotta, you gotta train me. He's like, I'm done training, kid. I'm I'm out of the business. I ain't doing it no more. I had a guy, he was perfect. Oh, his name was Achilles. Was Achilles. <laughs> That's fucking the, amazing. Like, like probably the second most famous myth yeah. in Greek mythology. Uh, the star of the Iliad. He's just, yes. he was the perfect, he was the perfect warrior in every sense of the word. Demigod. Yeah, he was a demigod, and he was a godlike. He fought like a god. That's how they talk about him. Is he fought like a god? No one could ever beat him. In the end of the you story, you mean Brad Pitt? Yes, yeah. Brad Pitt. <laughs> so they fuck up. They fuck yeah. up in Troy. They only so, had like, the they, whole they, book. They straight. should do. They shoot an arrow like through his heel. He ends up dying from an arrow in the story, and because so, he was dipped in a more immortality, except for his ankles, he dipped in by his ankles. So you shouldn't mean the so Achilles what? heel. That's how. So he that's how. That's how that phrase like that. The tendon on the back of your ankle. That's called your Achilles tendon, and it was named after the whole epic poem. And the reason why... I didn't realize he got dipped by his ankles. That's yeah. a cool little tidbit. Right on. And, like, the reason why we have that phrase, Achilles heel, I mean, like, somebody's perfect, but they have one flaw. That's your Achilles heel, because based off that poem. But anyways, you get Phil Octi's like, oh, Achilles, he was perfect. He could jab. He could move. He could take a hit. Oh, he could have gone the distance. Except for one little bit. <laughs> he goes, one little click on the heel, and he just crumbles. <laughs> And then like I his, need to rewatch this fucking movie, dude. And he, he has this whole it's dream. He's like, it's, it's he's like, when I was a kid. Yeah, dude. I had a dream once. It's love the that Disney I would make a hero. Too. I'd make a hero so great that the gods would put an image of him in the stars, <laughs> and people would look up and say, "Yeah, that's Phil's boy." <laughs> 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 and it's like, I, and he's like, I can go the distance. Help me, Phil's like, yeah, I don't believe you, kid. And then Her- Hercules picks up this giant, like eight ton fucking metal thing and chucks it fucking who knows like eighteen miles away, and Phil's just like. Oh well, wait a minute. Maybe we maybe we could work. Maybe we could work here. Then, <laughs> that's how he becomes a hero, and he fucking gets them all buffed up, and then like he starts going beating up all these monsters and everything. And Hades fi- finds out that holy shit, you guys failed me. Hercules is alive, and turns out that if he like, because what's one of the really he, they take a lot of the actual Greek mythology things and they put it in the story. One of them is uh, the three sisters. There's these three witches sisters, right? And they're blind, but they share an eye. That's uh, an actual yeah. myth. 
Yeah, it is. And, they keep uh, switching eye from hand to hand, right? Isn't yeah. that what it is? Yeah. And Hercules actually tricks them into like giving them information and then like fucking with them with the eyeball, all this stuff. But they have Hades like coming to him and he's like asking for information. They're all, we can't give you any information. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, wait, time out, time out, real quick. Come on. I mean, you girls look amazing right now. Can we just, <laughs> <laughs> can we just, for a second, just, this, is, this isn't a sign. I had nothing to do with this. But oh, wow, does you do something with your hair? Like just charming them and then they end up giving him information. Because <laughs> he's that sleazy car sales. He just sells it the whole movie. It's fucking amazing. And so he sends monsters after, and then, like, that's when you meet Meg. Once again, I heard that's not her actual name, but, like, they give her, like, a more modern name. Her name is Megara. They call her Meg for short, and it's fucking awesome. Her? And and so, like, and at first, like, and you got Hercules falling over her. It turns out she's a double agent and all this stuff. And so there's all this conflict. But at the end of the thing, like, he's, like, talks to Zeus again. It's all about him. Like, I am a hero. Look at all the monsters I've beaten. I'm super famous now. I'm an action figure. Like, I'm all this. Why am I not? He's like, I'm sorry, but that's not what the meaning of a hero is. That's not what it is. To be famous, to beat up monsters, that's not what a hero is. You have to figure it out. And he disappears, fucks off in the, back to Olympus. And he's, you know, he's fucking, but whatever. And then <laughs> Hercules is, like, left. And then, like, at the, end of the, at the end of the movie, he has to make that. He, has, he ends up, like, giving up his powers to um, Hades and everything because he's all doing because he goes once again it's a sleazy carsman fucking car salesman goddamn deal he's like i will save meg's life if you give up your powers for just a day just a day just a day what's a day come on give me a day right and then it turns but you didn't it, read the fine print yeah finally <laughs> that, oh megan was working for me the whole fucking time bitch hi and then Hercules' heart's broken and all this stuff he has no powers Meanwhile, Hades releases the Titans. The Titans are fucking shit up because they want to kill zeus too and her hades is like yeah i'm gonna kill all the gods this is super sweet and then but at the end of the movie it's basically like oh Hercules ends up sacrificing his life to try and save Meg because he finds out that she really did love him and then and he know he knows that he loves her and at the end of the day he says fuck everything else fuck the everything that's been going on in my life fuck Olympus fuck eternity if, if I have to die right now that's what it takes I don't care I'm in, I love this person and they're more important than me and he risks his life to try and save her and he becomes a hero because of that right? he saves her and like this like and uh, they're about he's about to die but at the last oh! second it's revealed that he's a god now because that's what it took the whole fucking time that's what it meant Sacrifice. to be a hero and uh, it was he sacrificed that's himself so many for movies. the greater good that's so many movies it is it's a typical fantasy it's little Nicky they stole him little Nicky <laughs> no way this one came what? out before Little Nicky it's Lord of the Rings uh-huh. that's what it is but came it's... out before Lord of the Rings <laughs> Well, not the books. The books were like after World War One, but uh, it's that. Thing well, actually, yeah, Hercules' story came out before the books, so yeah. Well, not, th- not, not this, this version. This is the tip, like we talked about before. Like, there's a formula, but sometimes the formula works. No matter how basic it is, sometimes the peanut butter and jelly sandwich is it's still shit. an it's amazing, still amazing peanut butter and jelly. Sandwich. And that's what the movie is. And then you have like, and of course, Zeus, like his final. Is there anything line. greater than a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's I mean really, it's unreal. It's 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 not it's it's. It's funny. What is what he's saying? <laughs> Bill Burr. When he's no, like, he's about the grilled cheese. Everything. Is anything better than a, than a mustard sandwich? Than a sandwich? Than a mustard sandwich? Like it, it's, it's 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 ridiculous. <laughs> but he's making fun of his friend. But he says it's. Oh, what's, yeah, he's like my friend is one of those guys who watches. Oh, what's better than this? What's better than that? Oh, a million fucking things. Dude, what are you talking about? Nah, it's, what's it's literally better? a joke. Dude. That's what he says. It's literally a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> what's better than a, than bread, classic classic mustard, and then bologna? Is there anything better than that? It's like, yeah, we get it. No, it's like he takes things that are simple that, yeah, we know they're good, and it's it's, it's literally a joke. It's literally a joke. That's how good. <laughs> yeah, got it. 
at the end of at the end of the movie, anyways. It's better than Kobe Robbins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's deep cut. The, no, that's punch and muffins. Yeah, no bad. one's gonna know that one. Zeus, Zeus, Zeus gives him that great like last line where he's like, "You figured it out, like, because a hero isn't measured by the size of his strength, but by the size of his heart." Penis? Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was the first sure. time. But Disney was like, Disney, "We gotta change that." Yeah, they better change. Well, they got by the size of his, Little Mermaid. Yeah, so they shit. changed. They met in the middle. They're like, beside by the size of his heart on his heart. Yeah. On right, okay. Hard, sleep. hard, hard. Movie's all about fucking hard work. It is a lot. There's a lot of this hard, hard work. work. Oh, yeah. Zeus is up there. Themes He's a hard work, there. bro. <laughs> and it's about like there's there's a lot of theme under themes of like honesty and of sacrifice and of like doing like the greater good. The typical hero themes, but also an underlying theme of don't trust women. Like sacrifice don't, don't and not do that. booty. Don't do that. <laughs> so, like even if a woman goes against you. Pussy's pussy, and you gotta get it sometimes. That's sometimes the message you just gotta is. get it. The message is basically like, yeah, she did do some fucked up shit. She went against you, but that's pussy, and you gotta get it. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you gotta save it and die. So you're dying because of the pussy. That actually, pussy must be strong. Actually, if you look that's at like a strong pussy, if you look at it like this. No, we just figured it out. <laughs> the, re- the reason why she starts working for Hades in the first place is because her boyfriend was gonna like die. He's like, if you let my boyfriend live i'll sell my soul to you hades does that and then her boyfriend comes back and then her boyfriend leaves her for another chick so she got her heart broken and then she breaks hercules's heart mm. and that's a that's a real life thing every time some fuck boy fucks over a girl and ruins her she does the same thing to the actual nice guy who cared about her and fucks up that nice guy for life so he's no he's now yeah he's a fuck boy see now you just got sluts a vicious make cycle boys and fuck boys make sluts and it's this vicious fucking circle and it has to stop something <laughs> so stop somewhere guys and Hercules told us that <laughs> in 1997. <laughs> and I think you guys need to go back and watch it and learn a fucking lesson. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> no book suggestions? You got some power lines? <laughs> no, no more book suggestions. Why? Because it's just, it's just fun just to play it out every Because you don't read books? <laughs> he ran out of books that he read. There's <laughs> not enough time in the day now. There's enough time every day for everything. Fuck you. Yeah, it sucks that we fucking, now we're sober doing this podcast. This is not fun, yeah. you know, at the end, it's like fucking, woo, woo, fucking Yan, fucking Hercules, and fucking Goofy. Oh, uh, Little Max, oh, uh, Pete Jr., fuck it. Uh, I sure hope we it. can recover I think the lesson in all this is watch Biodome. I think that's like. Maybe we should all sit and watch Biodome. I think we all should be a little bit more Biodome, Adney. Yeah. You know? What did Biodome teach us, really? Taught us that fucking you're not supposed to hit a bogey using a nine iron. <laughs> <laughs> you can always use bed sheets to make a filter instead of cigarette butts. Making a filter, making a filter. Uh, keys are always in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a next an extra way out. That's that, that's the one. Okay. If you're close enough with your friend, he can you can fart around him and he'll tell you what it is that you ate for lunch. Don't trust the ginger in charge. That one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's true. Uh, coconuts are all explosive. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the message of the movie is don't do cocaine. Don't do power lines. I got that out of it. Did you get that? Not at all. It's Polly Shore. Oh, so it's do cocaine. Opposite. It's do cocaine. It's do cocaine. Do cocaine. <laughs>